it up now. We got, they ain't no citizen. Let's get them. They would have to destroy the Constitution. Yeah, according to me, you would have to destroy the Constitution. 14 Amendment gone. Uh, 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 slavery reenacted. That would take the power of Congress. Uh, you, you have a federal military. Uh, I, 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 that's not going to happen. The world won't allow it. We have the UN. Well, do you think it's the reason why they have the, your voting act not permanent? The Voting Rights Act? Because it ain't permanent. Matter of fact, it's in trouble right now. Man, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. These are facts. They have to vote on it every 20 years or something like that. And then the last time, they said, <laughs> now it's correlated. You know, because it was dealing with the right to vote and as an American. Because if Dred Scott got that right, he would have been able to vote. Well, we were at the three-fifth level back then. But this is history. I mean, I know a lot of us want to support America. And yeah, look where we've come. Despite all of that is where we've come. You know, a lot of Caribbean came over and we did and we we got together and planned. And that's what we ain't doing right now. A lot of looking back, but not responding to what we see back there and planning for the future. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's hey, a long point. range plan. Hey, look, look, is a new link up, y'all. Click the new link. Yeah, I just put it in there because we ain't want to make this show super long. So we had the three hour mark. So I just put the new link up. Click the new link, come over to part two. We're going to be on here and James going to keep kicking our asses. So come on over to All the right. new link. Keep on, Okay, bro. well, let me, let me just finish this wonderful meal. No, 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 you can keep going. You can keep going. All right? Yeah. Yeah, James. We just moving the stream. We just moving the we stream. Just, we just celebrated Emancipation Day over here. And I was having a philosophical discussion because um, emancipation is different than fighting for your liberation like the Haitian uh, population did. They ousted the Europeans, established their own government, et cetera, et cetera. My discussion with my population is, okay, uh, we found out that the French enacted emancipation. So um, on the French side of the island, you cross the border, you were technically free, right? So people found out and they made a run for the border. The slaves made a run for the border. Okay, you had your celebration, you're on the, the opposite side of the island, what's next? You're out of work, where do you live? How do you get food? How do you support yourself? Okay, that's not gonna work. What happens is people go back to the plantation. The rules and the laws change, whereby these people are no longer slaves, they are freed, and the historical process takes place to the point that we are governing this island now after the, 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 the European um, colonizers left. They left their laws and system in place. Yes, okay. But what happens when, when our people reenact or think back? They put themselves right back in the frame of mind of being slaves, subservient, and, and under Dutch rule. And they create this 
false dichotomy, even on a political level, that they approach everything from an oppressor perspective, or you're, you're the Dutch, you're the colonizer, when that, that reality does no longer exist and it creates a imbalance in your communication, in your, in your relations and your dealing with, 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 with the powers to be. Um, and I, I think when we continue to put ourselves in that frame of mind of us against them, we're always gonna see any situation that happens in our country as, as they're trying to oppress us. And honestly, I do not see this, maybe on, maybe on socioeconomic level because of the original disparity, but I do not see neither in my community or elsewhere a fundamental targeted approach to keeping um, 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 us as a people down. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm delusional, maybe I'm just an optimist, but I really don't see it. Uh, James stepped away. So, so what do you think? Am I, am I crazy? No. I think, I th I think you're spot on. I, I wanted to actually, while, while we're sort of regrouping and everybody's sort of falling into this uh, the new stream, I wanted to pull up something that was discussed. I think it was um, on a show. It was a couple couple days ago. We talked about the whole idea about uh, uh, in terms of how when people hear information from what you would consider authority figures or leaders or re religious leaders or political leaders that s something was go actually going on inside of the brain, right? That would, that would turn off our ability to be skeptic or either um, what you would say uh, critical. Right, and we mm -hmm. talked about this. We talked about this in terms of the the text, the war on science, and 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 I think you guys you guys mentioned it. Uh, you you remember the, this conversation, Sosa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had this conversation, and um, I think we we never really got to the the piece where they were talking about this inside of the war on science. And I wanted to, while we're sort of falling into this, I wanted to pull this up um, and sort of go to that excerpt inside of the war on science where it talks about this um hold on just a second i want to share this and it, it goes it, this is the chapter that is called the partisan brain right and inside of the war on science it talks about all the different institutions that are currently waging the war on science it talks about the religious institutions it talks about the media and it talks about um the political war on science and and what we're talking about actually um, was about was within the political uh, realm of the conversation. So let, I'm gonna share this and let me know if you can see this share when I share my screen here. All right, can you can you see this? I'm sharing my screen right now. Guys, let me know if you can see this. Maybe. Yeah, we can see it. Okay. All right. So at the very bottom, it calls it says the partisan brain, right? And the, again, this is in context when we talked about uh, about 
politics and its war on science, right? So I'm going to read this particular excerpt so that I think it clears up some of the conversation we were having the other day. <clears throat> it says, the second factor that influences partisanship, right, has to do with the way our brains process scientific information. Neuroscientists, Sam Harrison and his colleagues published a study showing that people use the same brain region in the ventromedial prefrontal cortex for belief as they do for ordinary facts. Danish cognitive neuroscientist, I'm not going to say that word, and his colleagues took this as a step further by exploring how the brain responds to authority. So they played recorded prayers to study participants and compare the responses of participants who were charismatic Christians who believed in speaking in tongues and healing by prayer to those of non-believers, right? It says both groups were asked to listen to three different groups of recordings, prayers read by non-Christians, prayers read by ordinary Christians, and prayers read by Christians known for healing powers. In actuality, however, all the prayers were read by ordinary Christians. It says the researchers used functional magnetic resonant imaging to scan participants' brains as they listened to these recordings. It says that the scans showed that when the Christians were subjected, subjected uh, were listening to recordings they thought were made by healers who, were, who have special religious authority, they turned off parts of their medial and dorsal so lateral prefrontal cortexes, which play key roles in critical thinking and skepticism. Non-believers, in contrast, did not shut down this brain system. It says, the authors said that this may, may explain why certain individuals who are perceived to have authority, such as politicians, religious leaders, celebrities, and, and news media, can exert influence over others. They suggested that the effect could extend to other interpersonal relationships, such as parents and children, doctors and parents, teachers and students, producers and consumers, and leaders and followers, right? It is also quite similar to the field-dependent style of learning that educators talk about. It says, were the, were the Christian subject, subjects idiots or gullible? No. What the magnetic resident imaging showed is that the preconceived authority of speakers, regardless of his or her actual expertise, starts a brain process, a rhetorical frame that makes us less critical of the speaker's commentary. Thus, partisanship is born. The brain is used as a strategic, as a strategy for negotiating the environment and the living in social groups. So this particular area was talking about how, you know, when we listen, when we listen to rhetoric or when we listen to the speech from people who we conceive to be or we perceive to be authorities from a religious perspective, from a political perspective, either from a socio-economic perspective, right? Our brain chemistry actually changes, right? And we may not be as skeptical or as critical as we once would be, right? So I think this was a very good um sort of a excerpt we, to sort of clear up that conversation that we were having.
So I wanted to kind of read that out while everybody sort of falls in. And you know what is so is so telling about that? Mm -hmm. Over here, because we practice a high level of skepticism, we always say, Uncle always say, no leaders around here. We're all individuals coming together, trying to figure stuff out because we fundamentally have that skepticism locked in that we don't see leadership the same way. What you say? As soon as you assert yourself as such, my skepticism <laughs> increases. <laughs> right. So you don't I want got to shut this, down that dorsal prefrontal cortex, right? <laughs> yeah, like bam, you uh, uh you you see it in the whole position, the hands fall over, the head head tilts to the sides, to the side, you you your your eyes start to twitch and you 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 start to listen a little bit more attentively just because this individual um, position themselves as an authority and, 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 and that skepticism, but that's again, that's a mental exercise. That's training yourself to operate other than your normal reaction. Right. So we react in a certain way and you go through certain exercises to change that. For example, martial artists don't close their eyes when a punch is coming towards them. Mm. We keep our eyes open. We want to see that hand. When naturally, when you're swung on, your natural instinct is to close your eyes. Hmm. And we train that out of ourselves. So we train skepticism by doing these exercises and going through that scholarly process. You condition your mind to not be as reactive and in the belief zone, but more skeptical, slowing things down and dissecting information. Right, right. And even just being aware of that condition, that tendency to lead towards that, right? I think I, I, I think bringing that forward, right, is an important thing, right? Yeah. Because because us as humans, right, we have that tip, knowing that we have that tendency there. It's sort of like what we talked about, the Dunning-Kruger effect. Knowing mm -hmm. that we have that tendency to think that we're more competent than we actually are in areas that we don't have experience, right? Knowing that tendency towards the Dunning-Kruger effect, knowing that tendency towards having the partisan brain is something that can help us sort of uh, combat um, those, those um, negative conditions. So exactly. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm totally with you, uh, Cedric. Right. Being, aware of it, being aware of it allows you to keep it in check uh, and, and make sure that you're, your biases are not being, you know, you, you you go through that process of checking yourself. Right. Right. And that played out in real time when we were talking to James and he was having a conversation about virology. And he said, well, I'm a scientist. And he talked about aeronautics and he equated his skills as a scientist in terms of aeronautics to be able to then be on equal par with virologists. Right. That's yeah, called, that's that's called, that's called a cross authority. That's called a cross domain violation. Right. Right. You can't cross domains in terms of expertise. Yeah. And he's right? appealing to a false authority at the same time. He may be an expert, but not in this particular field. And you can't make that crossover and pretend that you're an authority. That's a complete uh, 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 appeal to authority at its worst. Right. It is done to assert. Uh, uh, a position credibility, right. credibility higher than the person you're arguing against. You know what I'm saying? Even though you're cross, yeah. crossing fields of study. Yeah. Right. 
Right. And you have otherwise, to- you don't even make the statement. You just go on with your point. Yeah. Right. No, I, right. I, I'm a scientist, so there now. So trust me. You can't challenge me. <laughs> yeah, you can't challenge yeah. what I'm saying. You can't challenge me. Not saying, okay, I understand this particular subject uh, a little bit more than others because I'm versed in this particular subject, but you just threw the banking statement, I'm a scientist. It is an attempt to discredit the others and put yourself in a superior position just to have an argument. That's, that's, you don't do that. Why, quite frankly, that can be some of the most dangerous people to refer to. You know, people who have a, have a, um, a sense of authority, right? Yeah. And, and we, we, we go back to the, uh, the, the Bible because, you know, we're all religious over here on the pseudo killers, right? It says uh, you have a, a, a sense of power, but denying the power thereof, right? A sense of authority, but denying the power thereof. Yep. That's, again, that's again, this thing. again, this big, this big Homo sapiens brain will fool you, right? Constantly, logic, logic is the only thing that keeps this big Homo sapiens sapien brain from fooling us. Logic. As a matter of fact, we know the how optical illusions work, color illusions. We know how spatial illusions work to the point that we can design uh, a mechanism to actively engage in fooling the mind. And knowing that your mind is being fooled, you still can't recognize. The, the, the room that they draw, that's large in the front, small in the back, that creates the illusion that one person is, is bigger and smaller when they're standing next to each other, you know it's an illusion, but your mind cannot put those two individuals at the same size. So you're conscious that they're the same size, they're in the same room, they're next to each other. But the visual illusion that is created, you still see them as big and small. That is some of the most fascinating stuff and it humbles the hell out of you. Right, right. I see our brother Reggie's in here. I, 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 I'm mad that I missed the um, pseudo killers at the movies last night. I did have some excerpts that I wanted to play for the Nakata culture. Uh, Reggie, um, I, I think that would have scratched some of you, some of your itch when you were uh, talking about some of those early pre-dynastic cultures. Um, but again, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm um, re- recuperating from COVID. So uh, last night it was like I was out early earlier than I thought I would be. So I'm I'm still bouncing back from that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I told him, man, jump on so he gets uh some hands and feet put on. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> scholarly. You know what I'm saying? Right, scholarly right. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. I still, I still have my my video teed up, um, for the Nakata um civilization that we can sort of parse through. Um, do you? Yeah, do, do you ever listen? To- I play one clip and they dived in. Oh, he. Oh, yeah. Like, See, see, the thing is, is like um, the previous conversation was about the pre-dynastic, and I don't think you were talking about the pre-dynastic. You were talking about the the uh, the cultural, I guess you would say, um, the similarities and the borrowings and the entanglement between the Nubians and the distinctions, right? But you weren't necessarily talking about. You know, tell me if I'm wrong. You weren't necessarily referring to the origins of of, of Egypt, no, right? No. 
Yeah, no. But right, right. Different time periods. If the video, would, period. if the video would have played a little longer, they would have got to that. But he was just making an analogy right. to hammer home a certain point that he was trying to display in terms of borrowing. That's what I was trying to, trying to explain. And I tried to tell him it's based on a conversation that me and me, Chef and Smash was having about, because he was saying, yeah, they're Egyptians. He took these Egyptian things with him. <clears throat> and I was just trying to hammer home the point that, yeah, they had these Egyptian uh, similarities, but it was through colonization. Right. right. And that's why it showed up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good, uh, it was, it was a good show last night. I saw, I, I saw most of the replay this, actually, I watched all of it. I watched all of it this morning. Yeah, Tilla got pygmy crazy. <laughs> oh, Super excuse me. crazy. Excuse me. Yeah, I saw I saw that uh, when you guys were talking about the pygmies. Um, hold on, let's let's go. I wanna I wanna do this while we're sort of teeing up this conversation. <clears throat> Since I didn't get my opportunity last night, um, I wanna bring this up um, with the Nakata. Peace, Vance. What's happening, brother? <clears throat> um, oh man, just chilling, chilling, running around. All right, so hopefully. Let me make sure that I'm going to pause this just to make sure I'm teeing up the right video. Yeah, yeah. Peace, everybody, man. That just coming in, man. Uh, definitely like the show, man. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed, uh, man, so we can get the show out to everybody. So, so definitely do that if you haven't done it. Peace to everybody in the chat. Peace, Hutch. Peach Hutch. Peace, King Jers. Chaz. And then this black man, my, my, my pseudo brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace in the chat. Uh, yeah, smash the like button, share the show. And like Ang said, let's build these channels. We are necessary people. We are absolutely necessary in this community to, to bring a, a balance to the conversations and to in, increase our skepticism and our analysis of, of, of what's going on and what people are saying. It is vital and it's crucial. So smash the like button, share the show. Yeah, constantly, man, you have to re-examine old ideas. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes if, when you don't, you realize that you have, you've held on to some old type of thinking and it's still prevalent. It, because you haven't re-examined those things, like so. Sometimes a certain certain book you might have uh, came across, and you still have that 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 information. You're still working with that knowledge, but then when you go re-examine a book based on current knowledge, you're like, okay, yeah, that this is way different now. That's changed, and I, I still I, I was still thinking that was true. I never yeah. I never re-examined my that the old knowledge I had. Yeah, like in the Facebook, uh, I, I, I tag chef. In it, and I said, "Man, we got to do a program like this again." I got people referring to blacks, um, Africans sailed around the world. They using Ivan Van Sertema. They oh, talking yeah. about Mali left left off the coast of Africa with two hundred ships, uh, East Coast, and 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 really still arguing Ivan Van Sertema, and 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 we came before uh, Columbus today in this day and age and i'm like no dude that's like no like invalid not up to date and i just ask a couple of questions 
show me a, 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 a shipbuilding station on the west coast of Africa. Uh, how did it? You don't know that they sailed, they had boats and canoes, and they transported the slaves to the ships. And that's mm. how that relationship started. Like, mm. people don't know these things. Peace, brother Reggie. Peace, brother. Peace, peace, brother Reggie. Brother, how you doing? Peace to the rest of the family. Um, some of the pseudo killers got uh, a mad. Huh? Uh oh. We got that Nakata. Oh, you're uh, that Nakata belt. Your, for you. your volume is out. <clears throat> we got that Nakata's leather belt for Reggie today. You know what I'm saying? We'll keep you. We'll keep you in line. Um, I'm chilling. Um, let me just check my volume. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We hear you. Yeah. So some of the pseudo killers took a, a whipping yesterday. Um, <laughs> again, I don't believe what the ancient people of Africa believe, I teach what I research that they believe. And that is what my teacher, Dr. Ben, taught us to do. That doesn't necessarily mean now there are members of our community that use the tradition like a sawing car, who's my brother, and there's other people who uh, are faking a funk and their time is getting ready to end. So, um, but but I tuned in to listen to what y'all were talking about, which is very, very powerful type of stuff that deals with the uh, mind and how we actually think and what we have to do to control our mind, right? So anyway, that was just my opening piece. Yeah, help me out, help me. I'm getting ready to show the overview. <clears throat> this is a, just a very general sort of, um, you know, historical overview of the Nakata culture. Very brief. I wanted to play this last night, but I missed the show. Um, but feel free to jump in and add commentary where you, um, where you think uh, uh, necessary, Brother Reggie. I'm going to go ahead and play this just to give, you know, us and the, uh, the chat, our audience, sort of a, a general overview of this culture that, we, that I think is very, very important. So I'm going to see if I can share this. Shout out. Don't forget to shout the video that you use it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to uh, do this again. This is fair use, right? We're using this for educational purposes. We're using this uh, for commentary is teaching and scholarship reasons as well. Nice. And all rights belong to the original video holder. This is for educational uh, purposes. Yep, for sure. For sure. And shout out to uh, History with Sai. I really like his channel. Um, if you guys ever get a chance to take a look at History with Sai, he, I think he has a really, really comprehensive uh, uh, collection of videos from uh, from uh, antiquity. He talks about the Hittites, the Amorites, the Syrians, Egyptians. It's a very, very good channel. So if you guys ever get a chance, check out History with Sai. Yeah, go subscribe. Um, yep, exactly. For sure. And I'm going to share this. And let's start the video up here. To realize that the ancient Egypt we're familiar with today didn't start in a vacuum. There were many civilizations that occupied the fertile lands around the Nile River long before the first pharaoh. Some may be lost to us, but many of these prehistoric cultures have been discovered. We already talked about several of them and what life was like in Egypt while they were flourishing, so we won't spend much time on them here, with the exception of one, the Nakata culture. This culture 
also pronounced Nagada, was dominant in Egypt roughly between the years 3900 to 3100 BC. Now this is the time period we talked about. Remember you talk about chronology is very important, mm -hmm. right? So when we talk about some of the very early civilizations, right, um, that, that actually had an influence on the development or the emergence of Egypt, right? Uh, Nakata sort of falls within that time period, right? And that coincides with the uh, Nubian A group, right, Reggie? Nubian Right, yeah, go ahead. And was important because the religion, art, and iconography that ancient Egypt is so well known for today really began to crystallize during this period. Though its main centers seem to have been in and around the ancient sites of Abydos, Hierakonpolis, and Nakada in Upper Egypt, artifacts from this culture have also been found far to the north in the Nile Delta region, as well as to the south in Nubia. Now, remember uh, yesterday, Reggie, you talked about, you said, okay, well, when we pull up a map and we talk about Nakata, we have to talk about it within its proximity to Abydos as well. Right, so this sort of shows that. And earlier, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it. It was north, the Fayum culture, as well. The Fayum culture that was sort of like sitting in an oasis area, outside the Nile Delta. That was one of the early sort of civilizations that you would say that 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 um, I guess would you would say that was a part of the emergence of the pre-dynastic culture as well. Right. Um, that was one of the, I think, of uh, history, uh, history with Sai. He talked about the Fayum culture in a previous video, but I'll keep going. Most of what we know about the Nakata culture comes from the numerous ancient cemeteries that have been excavated by archaeologists since the 1800s. Life in Nakata villages revolved around farming and herding, with crops such as wheat and barley being grown, and cattle, sheep, goats, and pigs being domesticated for food consumption. With most settlements being found within proximity to the Nile, fishing was also an important and relatively stable source of food. Over time though, the settlements of Abydos, Hierakonpolis, and Nakada grew with regard to their populations, complexity, and sophistication. By 3200 BC, they probably started to resemble small cities. Though some unity of culture and religion seems to have spread throughout Egypt at the time, politically, the country was divided. The answer to the question of just how Egypt unified into a single state has been debated by scholars since shortly after the discovery of the Rosetta Stone in the 1820s enabled them to decipher Egyptian hieroglyphics. And I think this is, that's a very, very good point that he just mentioned in terms of, he says that the, the whole idea about the unification of Egypt is a lot more complex than we traditionally would like to think, right? We, I think we talked about this on a previous show, uh, Reggie, about, you know, we talked about the unification of the two lands. It wasn't as linear and straightforward as it is that Narmer, you know, won a battle and then it was a unification of the upper and lower. It wasn't that that linear or straightforward. So there was a lot of complexities there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's also the cultural, economic and political um, factors that uh, Norma may have won a war, but the but there are still rebel groups and there are still people 
that you have to kind of like give them a reason to unify. And so then the culture comes in, um, the, 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 the politics is the king, but the culture comes in as to how, how, how do we get everybody to sign on, right? Everybody can now see a, a piece of this new state under this king. And so what they do is culturally, they combine elements of the uh, upper, well, at this time, the Nakata culture and the Nubian A culture into this state, right? So the unification of Egypt is basically what happened in the Nakata, from the Nakata region, uh, well, uh, Nakata was controlling. Yeah, let's not let's not get too far ahead of it. Let's 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 go a little bit into it. But but uh, but they have to understand uh, the, the the point that you made. Mm-hmm. It's an important point. A battle was won, but there are cultural elements that got to be united. Go ahead. Yep, for sure, for sure. Egyptian tradition has it that there were once two states or kingdoms. This is because there are many references in Egyptian texts to the unification of the two lands, as well as the pharaonic title, King of Upper and Lower Egypt. Archaeological findings, though, seem to indicate that the political reality may have been a bit more complex than that. It's likely that there were several little kingdoms and petty city-states that eventually came together, either through war or trade, to form a single, politically unified Egypt. Historical sources all seem to agree that the first kings of a united Egypt came from Thinis, a city that has yet to be discovered, but that's well documented in both ancient Egyptian and Greek sources as being somewhere close to the city of Abydos in Upper Egypt. But how did these kings from a so far undiscovered city unite the country under one banner? Not too far from Nakada is a limestone cliff with scores of primitive drawings and texts in multiple languages that have been etched into the rock throughout the ages. Basically a form of ancient graffiti, one particular set of images depicting birds, snakes, and what seems to be a bull's skull upon a staff stands out. Within this group of markings are also a man clasping a club in one hand and a rope with a prisoner in the other. Along with these is what's unmistakably a scorpion. About 640 kilometers south of Nakada, near the Nile's second cataract in what's today Sudan, are similar markings, this time featuring an image of a scorpion dangling a man between its claws, and two other figures standing nearby. And you know what? This is uh, this is one of those very I, th- I guess you would say a critical point, right? We talk about the the whole the the motifs that they use to represent power, right? Between Nubia and Upper Egypt as well, right? That whole idea of the what you would call the sacred king is is one of those things that sort of unify. That was that cultural sort of unifier that or that or that thing that was consistent right within nubia and through upper egypt and and something that i think that that unified culturally throughout that entire region right that idea of the sacred king 
the uh, that that political power there was one of the one of those things I think that was interesting. And I was reading a source today that talked about it. Right. That talked about the idea of the pharaoh or the sacred king being that the ideology. Right. The ideology that sort of um, was that that precursor, that thing that sort of uh, was that common denominator between all of these different cultures. So if you go back, if you go back a little um, with that slide, don't play the volume, but if you just scroll back a little bit, mm -hmm. so you don't lose your point, I want to make an important point. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So if we look at the iconography of what's happening, if you look at this hawk with the uh, branch in his mouth, mm -hmm. okay, so that's the royal, that's Horus and, uh, and the Nosut. So this is a concept of kingship right here, which at this time there's not writing, but 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 if you compare this to later dynastic Egypt, you find that this is um, that this is writing, and then there's another hawk, and then if you go down to the two storks and the tent in between it, mm -hmm. okay, so that's the uh, that's writing. The two storks would be ba bati, right? Bati, and so it's the two the the two souls, right? So you have um, the concept of that they are using things that you will find, and then of course they make a big deal of the scorpion. If you go all the way down to the bottom, mm -hmm. they make a big deal of the scorpion, but but next to it is this figure uh, of a woman facing a dog, right? And, and so all this iconography, you will find inside, uh, inside, and then this bird with the snake. Um, it could be, I've been working on trying to figure out what it actually means, but it's definitely a bird with its prey. So all of these concepts right here, you will find them in the metanetic. So what I'm saying is writing does not exist yet, or does it? This is more vignettes, right? V vignettes. These are separate scenes that give you ideas. Okay, I'll stop. I just want to let you know that they are beginning to write. Not the way that we think in full sentences, but the pictorial writing, we will find each of these things, right, in, in dynastic Egypt with a name. So Scorpion is Serket. I talked about the Bati. I talked about the the Nasut Nahor, right? You will find, and then there's the staffs, whether that's the uh, uh, Hejat staff, right? You will find each one of these things inside dynastic Egypt, and that is where they're beginning to get their writing from. Thank you. So, so quick question, because I I saw I was doing some research and I was finding some of the same things. <clears throat> Now, in terms of, you say, the early hieroglyphic systems or the early metonature, do you see that in the Nakata II culture or the Nakata III? Um, the Nakata, the um, Nakata I begins to, on its vases, uh, on its decorated vases, uh, it's more animals and plants, kind of fauna and flora. But in Nakata II, something happens, there are vignettes. And so this, 
this rock paintings that you see, that, that thing that you see, rock painting, it becomes to be uh, put on portable art. So this knife. Now, if I want to read this knife, I can read, I can actually read this knife to say what it says. So you see the man right here with, and on top of it, he has a staff with the whore. I mean, mm -hmm. he has a staff, he has a staff. And on top of it is a falcon. Go all the way to your right. Mm -hmm. On the top, the first man before the fallen man. Right? There's a hawk. Right? And and then after that is three men. It's three men. So that's a plural. That's ooh. Right? So basically, what this is saying, this is the Shimshu whore. These are the followers of Horus, right? Because it begins with the staff. And then underneath him with the fallen man is going to be the symbol of aha, means the fighting, right? With the bow. So um, so this is the shim. So this this is writing. This says Shimshu Hor. Now, I don't disagree with this. Um, um, Jonathan Owens, I work with Jonathan Owens on this. And, and we both agree that this is. And then this hair, late, why is this hair here? Why is this rabbit here? That's man, you're lying, saying. man. Go over that line, nigga. He's lying. What was this rabbit? Nah. Is, is that the rabbit lying, going down dude. the rabbit hole? What's that? Oh, it's a clip. <laughs> I want to ask Reggie. I want to ask Reggie. Get Jonathan Owen on. I want to ask. Before we go too to deep into Reggie it, though, I want to get through the, the video yeah. as well, right? I want to ask Reggie, though, before we go forward, mm -hmm. um, do you consider the rock art paintings prior to thousand years earlier, do you consider that writing? Uh, no, it's the, it's, it's, the, it's the beginning of the cognitive evolution that yeah. will... So, so, it's okay, so, so my question is uh, that... How do you separate that? How do you separate that artistic representation and say that that's not writing? And then you look at another artistic representation and say, okay, that's right. Okay, because because now conventions conventions come into play. So conventions meaning the now it's not it, it's actually much more manicured, right? So with Horace on the staff, right, and the men following him, that. That's much more of a, uh, it's by design, right? So it's trying to tell a story with. Uh, yeah, with yeah. Same thing can be said with the rock art. No, on the rock art, right now. if you put the rock art on, right, the problem, the pro rock art tells a big story and it's story. hard to isolate it down to a vignette. But when you have, but when you have something on a knife, when you actually have something no, 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 no. I'm talking about prior to when you looked at the other artifact, the other drawings that you could, you said that, that is writing. The, the, the uh, oh, black mean, and white. Yes. You, so you mean the earlier, Um, you mean, yes. So that particular rock art in that time period is the same. Yes, it's it's beginning to create um, motifs that will become logograms and phonograms. Right. And, that would and, become writing, but it's not writing. Yeah. And so to prove my point, to prove my point, I don't know why Ankh is having such a, a big problem because Gunther Dwyer proved it in the period that follows it. 
in Nakata 3. So all Gunter, Gunter Dwight did is he went to he went to the Abydos labels and he said the same thing I said. I just extended to a earlier period of 400 years. So I don't know what Uncle's talking about. The method is already there. It's called the Gunter Dwight. Why didn't what good no no you can't you can't do that, Rick. Stop. Why can't I do it, Uncle? Because I ain't white, because I, yeah. I ain't spent 30 years, because uh -oh. I don't know the meta nature. Why can't I do no, it? No, you, you can't do it, Reg. You sound like a sauna, niggas, now. Yo, you can't do it, Reg. Let it go. You can't do it, bro. You got to stop and, it. And let me tell you something, Uncle Keck. I got a goddamn motherfucking computer science degree in 1988. Yeah, we know Right? That. So they told me I couldn't do that. Right? These all words, this is, right? is all this is. You're off court. We don't believe you. We just don't right. believe you, Reggie. Why do you really got to believe me, but I tell you one thing. I got a motherfucking degree in computer science in 1988. How many black people you know got a degree in 88 in computer science from a I university? Just, yeah, whoever I told just you left a house with niggas full of degrees, yo. You yeah. be saying you can't do it, Reggie. But, but keep in mind. Oh, the, I can't do it. Man, you can't do it, Reggie. But, but just, just the level set, right? We're not buying it, Reggie. Tell them we're not buying it. The experts do say that the early hieroglyphic system emerged out of hey, the I'm getting off this two and three you know culture. I, right? If a right. that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 tell it's, me it's, I can't do something. To... <laughs> that's what I'm saying, Brandon. Like, it's, it's, but, that's why you have to say that, it, yeah, you can say that writing emerged, but you can't say that that's writing. You can say that that is the beginning stage of what will become writing, but you can't identify that as writing itself. They make distinctions. No, no, but see- Yeah, you can't do it, Reggie. Reggie, you know what we're saying, Reggie. Reggie, stop. That's a distinction. Wait, stop, first bro. of all, none of you can hold read on, the Metametra. Hold, hold on, hold can't, on. Can't, Reggie, you can't read, read it, Reggie. Somebody right. on that hold reads on, the Metametra. Hold, hold on, Reggie. Hey, guys. Hold on, Reggie. Can, can we Reggie, you're doing yellow strip. You're doing yellow strip right now. I'm with Reggie today, yo. I'm sick of y'all. Guys, let's get through the video because there may be some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time out. Yeah, yeah. Time out. I'm not calling Yeah, time out because we did this on my video. Let Brandon play some more. There may be some interesting revelations. Yeah, let Brandon play some more. Let's finish this up. Right? Obsidian, ivory, <laughs> gold, of linens, right, and by the second cataract in Nubia. Archaeologists have determined that the tomb. Ready? You can't even get a damn job. Hold on, hold on. Let me play the video. The video, gold, and boxes of linens. Carbon fourteen dating has indicated that these objects were placed in the tomb between the years thirty-two hundred to thirty-one hundred BC. In addition, the early hieroglyphs on labels of the remaining grave goods seem to identify many cities and towns in Egypt. This has led many scholars to believe that these were all areas that the so-called King Scorpion may have held authority over. And it could also be possible that the scorpion etchings found on the two stone cliffs were to mark territory that he ruled over, or at least campaigned in. With such little information, though, it's very difficult to know for sure. Around 3100 BC, another man seems to enter the historical record. One who, as far as we can tell, became an extremely important king. In 1897, British archaeologists James Kibble and Frederick Green were excavating the ruins of a mound at Hierakonpolis. There had once been a temple dedicated to the god Horus, 
on top of the mound, but most of that was long gone, save for a few sandstone blocks. It was there, though, that Kibble and Green dug up what turned out to be a cache of objects, the likes of which had never been seen. There was a golden image of a hawk with eyes made of obsidian, and two life-size pharaonic statues made of copper that turned out to be of Pharaoh Pepi I and his son, Marenre, of the Sixth Dynasty. In addition to these were two intricately carved sandstone pallets, slaughtering knives, hundreds of pieces of carved ivory, and numerous engraved mace heads. I tell you what, that pallet keeps showing up, right? As a recurring theme, right? In all of these early pre-dynastic conversations, right? So I think that's, uh, I guess that's a very important sort of uh, archeological piece, right? I'm just adding some commentary in here to keep going. According to Green's notes, this temple cache had been deposited into three main groups. The first, which included the two copper statues and the golden hawk, had been dated to around the 24th century BC. The second, which was composed of numerous figurines and other objects, was believed to have been a few hundred years older, perhaps dating to the first few dynasties of Egypt. The third group was the strangest of all, because it contained objects that were quite rare in their design when compared to other known Egyptian artifacts. We now know that many of them were reminiscent of the Nakada culture, and it was within this group that the engraved mace heads and two siltstone pallets belonged. On this latter object was the name of a king, spelled out in what might be one of the earliest examples of Egyptian hieroglyphic writing. The glyph read, Narmer who today scholars recognize as being the first pharaoh of Egypt. At the time of discovery, nobody knew who Narmer was, but eventually he was thought by many to have been the king known as Menes, who was found in the Egyptian priest Menito's work, Egypt. So I think, I think we've, we've gone over this in, um, extensively in terms of the, the history of Narmer. So I don't, I don't want to go into Narmer anymore, but I thought this whole excerpt, right, this video and talking about the Nakata culture was something that was interesting. That's why I kind of wanted to share that. So I'll stop here because, uh, again, we've talked about Narmer um, ad nauseum here. So if you guys want to add some context to it, peace, Thunder, as he Thunder uh, joined, the, uh, joined the stream. Peace. Happy Fourth, brother. Well, the question I would ask you um, is, was now we're looking at Narmer in the scheme of these other civilizations, uh, particularly Nakata, which is in proximity to Abydos and to Tinnis, right? So the question is, before Narmer, was he part of another culture? Was he Egyptian or was he part of another culture? That was another culture because Egypt Egypt didn't exist at the time, right? That's correct. This culture that he was part of, which is Nakata culture, is the precursor um, <coughs> all that we can see from the iconography and the artifacts that Egypt, what we call ancient Egypt, absorbs. 
I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Yeah, the re- chef, you supposed to be having his back. No, I don't agree with that because <laughs> th- that's like saying that George Washington was an American because he was the first American president. Like everything that led up to America, he was a part of it. So that if Norma wasn't Egyptian, if he established Egypt, then he was Egypt. He was the if he was the first Egyptian motherfucking ruler. um ruler pharaoh right then and then it had to exist before he united the two lands anyway he he just united the the two lands so the, the they what in egypt like what are we saying or are we just playing with words you just no, lost the comrade right words. what it is is that do you see do you see egypt on the normal palette you don't you don't see that you know what you see it's like when you read the Bible and you have uh, uh, preconceived notions, right? As far as they were concerned, at this particular point, they knew that there was two lands, and all they did was unite the two lands, and it became Tawi. And the uniting cult was called Shmai Tawi. And that Egypt, if we want to use it, is how we are uh, taught. But what they called it was the unification of two lands. They always knew there was two fragile lands that needed to be united. So was George Washington uh, American? Uh, yes, he became American when there was a, a constitution. Prior to that, he was part of the Revolutionary Army, right? And so, so- but, He was part of the calendar, yo. He was what? Remember, he was fighting, yo. He was fighting yeah, against he the turned French. into army, the revolutionary uh, army. So then, then they ratified, they created a constitution. And um, but um, you didn't say you didn't say to the public that, that I can't get a job. Is that you didn't say that, did you? Joke, Reggie. You talk shit, Reggie. So I'm talking shit back. But if you, you can't handle it, don't talk shit on, to me. You hit me. You hit me back on my economics. I, I, we talk about ah, Reggie. You keep no. talking about a degree you got 30 years ago. That holds no relevance. Hold on, holds no relevance to this conversation. So just because you got a degree in computer science, don't mean that you alone can determine. The origin of fucking writing. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. Okay, let me explain. And there's a there's, a there's a logical fallacy there, bro. Let me let me explain something to you. So you don't have to explain it to me. You leave with no, your degree me, for no reason. To I, I have got a degree, degree but I don't have science. One. So you know I don't what have one. Science was it was experimental. Right. You know what we did, right? We wrote programs. We wrote no, what's the point, Reggie? Reggie, you know what, what they got to do with the meta you, Reggie, I, you, I, that's something you didn't do. I was, Reggie, I, I learned to science. You act like I'm sitting here science. fighting you about a you goddamn can't tell degree. Me all I'm just I, doing. I can tell you, Reggie, that we don't believe you. You don't even believe no, yourself. You don't, I don't want you. You don't believe me. yourself, Reggie. I don't want if you. If you believed me. yourself, you wouldn't be on here. Right. If you <laughs> believe that you found the origin. A fucking right, nigga. You would not be on this one. No, I'm. I'm. I'm so you be somewhere in France, some goddamn way, talking to them niggas, not me. Yeah. So you don't believe Let me it, just right? tell you this. Let, let and your computer you degree this. does not put you any step closer. No, no to but it. it gives me thirty years. So, so yeah. when is when is the normal palette dated at? 
about 30, uh, about 30, about 3100 BC. All right, so check this out, right? 30, no. 30, 32 to 3100 BC. All right, so boom. So when was those, um, those rock art formations with the scorpion and shit on it? 89. What the what? Those are 30, those are roughly anywhere between 30, 33 to 3400, the, the previous 200 years. Scorpion King is the Oh, yeah, well, the, well then I, I, I would agree with Reggie then. Right. That was the, if you see those same symbols in the writing system, um, the note in the same things, that was the precursor to writing. Yeah. So, it was, if, if it's only a 400 year difference, yeah. Reggie yeah. on or something, yo. Yeah, we're not arguing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're not man, arguing. Man, man, Reggie ain't no arguing shit. precursor. Reggie saying that that is right. I'm the greens of her with writing on it. Yo, stay with the conversation, Jeff. No, but no, we, shit, we, Reggie we, saying we, everybody already saying that. Let Reggie. me tell you about my special skills, right? Mm, we, okay, we just deal with the information instead of wait. Just... No, I got. I'm, I'm getting with the information. So Reggie, right, yo. When when you Reggie right about what Reggie? What do you think you right about? We, we agreed. We, we agreed. Up, we agreed about the precursor part. Reggie is saying that the precursor part, though, no, that is right. See, what you, no, what, it built up what, to what, it. See, no, we don't even know what Reggie is saying. What you don't understand. And I won't be here Reggie, long. I take it back. But I won't be here long because you know there's a. Oh, you here long enough to say you won't be here long. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You could have cut that I, I, short I'll and just you, not be you, here, Reggie. I tell you, that's the point. program. Let me get it out. Let me get it out. I started out with punch codes, right? Right. To a similar right. language to actually uh, Fortran and Pascal. What it does okay. is it gives you an idea of being able to manage symbols, right? Symbols, mm -hmm. and so when you're looking at this early work, I'm using my skill set. No, Reggie, you know what, Reggie? You too goddamn sensitive. Let me say this: I've been wanting to say this for a while. You too goddamn sensitive to have a wild ass mouth like you got, bro. I'm gonna let you know that. So you fire everybody <laughs> up, and then as soon as I come back with a good one, then you get mad. Hey, uh, you always gonna be my friend. But <laughs> yeah, that don't change. You always gonna be my friend. So that's not the problem. Yeah, the wild mouth, dude. You're the unlearned. You unlearned. Yeah, we unlearned. Like, God I never said Unk is unlearned. Unk is a genius. I never say he unlearned. I say that I say that when people start attacking me and I just say, wait, wait, hold up. You know, know, know where you stand in because you you got to have you one thing I do is I do have certifications and skill sets. I pass tests. I passed tests, right? What certification you got for 2022? I mean, you know I know a little bit about that. You got to have 2022 certification. No, I don't have 22. 30 years ago ain't going to work, yo. They gonna no, laugh I don't have 2022 certification. <laughs> I'm 58 years old. At some point. <laughs> at some point. Yo, they had dollar. Yo, I got a pseudo killer yeah, certification. Yo, what's the game they had with the light on it, yo? When you, 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 make, you knock the light back and forth with two sticks. That's what you got certification. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did this when I was a child. Um, I did this when I was a young man, right? Right, right. Come on, yo. So I'm older now. Yeah, you did it. You did the thing, yo. I ain't taking that from you. Did more yeah, yeah. than me, yo. On so, that. So back to. So the all right, all right. What's your assertion then? That the uh, the right is on the part of yo. I'm not saying this. Gunther Dwyer made the assertion. No, that, he didn't. Gunther Dwyer said the trading seals. That's the symbol. We all agree with Gunther Dwyer. I talked about Gunther Dwyer nine years Right, ago. but he said that's the precursor of Egyptian writing. We agree. Yes, he's precursor. right. Yeah, agree. that's right. Okay, yeah, so what he did it. was, because I'm at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, okay. right, all the time, 
I looked right. at the period before that, right? Okay. What you got? And then I seen the ev I seen the evolution to the Abydos labels. So the okay. Abydos labels are uh, of uh, uh, two two hundred years later than another uh, of also writing, which is uh, the Nakata vases and uh, and 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 Nubian A, which is the Custel. Bruce Williams. Uh, argues that it's uh, not writing, but it's iconography. But if you look at it closely, you can see elements of writing in logograms. Yeah, yeah, you you took it a step further than going to draw is what you're saying. Yeah, I just added to his method. Yeah, you added to his Yeah, method. we just don't. We just don't believe you can do it. We don't believe everybody missed that. Sure. Okay. I'm just saying, just take the next step and go ahead, get it done, bro. That's all. Right. Okay. No problem. Yeah, so so I don't right believe, now, we, right same now, thing we tell us Same thing we tell us right, I don't believe the museum missed it, yo. I don't believe they didn't see the same shit you say, nigga. They when they catalog the artifact, nigga, they look what's on the motherfucker. I don't believe they missed that. They don't got a degree in computer science, though. Um, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. My fault. Yeah, that, that does kind of help the melanin in your eyes and make you see them something better. I get it, man. Right. Okay. I agree. No, but Reggie, you know, I could argue with, with, with the, 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 you, you can make with the article Stone Age Code. Okay. You, I mean, listen, then, you have a, you have a, look, look. No, nah, are you familiar with that though? Stone Age Code. How we missed the origin of writing. Pritzer. It's a lady named Pritzer. She, she actually goes around and she's detailed caves and the symbols that they found in caves. It's found the oldest such cave is coming out of Africa to Southern France. All right, Shab Cage, y'all familiar with that. But you find these symbols first in Africa and these symbols moving early, man. So we could really go all the way in, but that's still not right. But you do find the same symbols. Okay. They started the category, my catalog, these symbols in caves, bro. Okay, so the now you have to talk about, Now you have to talk about what makes it writing, right? So there's principles that make it writing. Right, that's different. Right, one, right, is, that's different. one is morphology, right? And the other is the rebus um, principle. So the rebus principle is when you use a symbol and it makes a sound, right? Morphology is when you can uh, use a symbol to do things like suffixes and uh, uh, make things male and female. Then what, what happens is when you look at the string, you can see things like an agreement. Does it have some type of grammar, agreement, a, fem, a feminine agreement, a masculine agreement when the symbols are laid together? And so those are the elements that begin to piece together how you, and then there's action words, right? And then there's nouns. And so you can begin to piece together uh, because writing just didn't pop up. The, the guy who was talking about it, he said that writing did not just uh, pop up. He said that. So if it didn't pop up, there has to be a gestation period. It just pops up. So how do you so how do you reconcile Gunter, Gunter Dry missing what what you caught? Oh, I don't I don't um um what he did is he he didn't miss anything. He created a method. He just didn't live long enough to look at the next series of materials. Ah, uh, okay. So the next no, and nobody and, and nobody else did the work. Uh, no, most of the 
the most mm. of the people what they did is they look at it as not vignettes, vignettes. They look at it as um, symbols. Mm. So graph, there's a there's a few scholars and they are symbiologists, and they look at materials as just that because the reason why they missed it is because you you also have to know some things about the Egyptian language. And so you're saying that, and you're saying that they did. Yeah, they they, they didn't. Um, Gunther Dwyer did. But the people that people that preceded Gunther Dwyer studied it, but didn't know the language. Right. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't look at the language while it's looking at the uh, uh, looking at the material. Sounds familiar. So you need Ray Assange. Ray Assange. Ray Very similar. Well, here's the thing. Um, I presented at two conferences. So I presented at ASCAC. On writing? At, on writing? Uh, yes, on writing. I presented in front of uh, Samarka Kite, uh, Dr. Sulu of uh, Uncle Online. Samarka Kiriata. Samarka Kiriata. Right. What do you say? What do you say? I presented and um, uh, um, Annalisa, um, Annalisa Morrison, who is a co-curator at the Brooklyn Museum of uh, the Brooklyn, the, the Brooklyn Museum. And, and they, they agree with your, and they agree with your hypothesis, Reggie. Yeah. Hell why no. didn't Why didn't you go further? Why, why have you Why didn't you go further? And I presented in. Why they ain't offer you tenure? Why they ain't offering you tenure at a college? <laughs> And I presented at um at um um in front of uh, um Dr. Uh, Mario Baby, mm -hmm. right? And um they um they they um they all accepted they all accepted my work. And then um a person I've been working with, Jed M. Ankh, he um he he presented he just recently presented at the uh at the American um uh uh. uh uh, we, um, the American research on, on, on Egyptian studies or uh, on ARC, and he presented a part of my work um, in front of the Egyptologists. So in, in front of ARC, so as, as a methods. So he used some of the work that I, um, that I, that I worked with him on, and he presented it at the uh, American, um, at, the, at the Egyptologist conference. So- That's awesome. So, um, I mean, I have, I have, um, I have the video. At the end, he gives Dr. Ricchetti credit. Um, um, they didn't show that he gives Dr. Ricchetti credit, and he gives me credit for his presentation. So, um, hey, listen, but listen, it, you're right. It's not about me, but one thing it is about is about these people, these Kemet people. They don't know enough. They when when you talk to them. You can, Sheffrin, Gordon, any of you can bust their ass because they can't tell you about Nakata and Nubian culture. They're going to tell you about the Ka and the Ba. They're going to talk about funerary ceremonies. They're going to talk about... You're switching pivots, though, right now. Huh, huh Sosa? You're kind of switching pivots right now. Switching what? Hey, Reggie. Travel. Let me, Reggie, let me help you out a little bit, Reggie. If we let you do it, then every Yahoo running around here could do it. No, we don't believe it. Okay. But he's certified, though. <laughs> hey, y'all niggas crazy. No, but you know the If I was dealing with computers, yo, I would, I would, I would fuck with you, baby. 
But you know what it is? Um, no, he was dealing not, with Dr. Ben and them. Unk, I'm not Thanks. selling you anything. I'm no, you're not. not selling you anything. I'm not selling you nothing. I hardly sell no, I anything. No, we agree that, but you're not. Right? So I'm not telling you. I'm just saying, I got a question for you. I got a good question for you. Are you sitting here telling us that everybody missed that? Think about think about what you're claiming. Think about how easy it is to make that assertion. Like, you know, I could look shit up and it'll talk about everything you just said, yo. Like, that idea has been rejected, though, right? You do realize that, though, right? Well, just, I know you don't think you got the first groundbreaking idea on that. Do you think that? I do. Okay, all right. So I'm going to find it for you. I'm going to show you how the pots, because you know I'm a pot man, right? I'm going to show you. You're not. Okay. Hey, no, but, but, but here's the thing is, when I first what? came around this community, even me and you, we weren't, we weren't really friend friends. Because hey, well, some, good now. somehow. But you know, what? I want to tell you the only reason why we're friends, though. Only reason why we friends because I don't agree with my friends all the time. Okay. Right? And and if and if you get mad at me, stop fucking with me because I don't agree with your shit, then you really never was my friend. No, I just bullshit ass nigga. Outside about the job thing, I ain't like. I gotta admit, I ain't got the I, I did a federal case against my employer, right? You Google you, you all all employer has to do is just Google my name and they see that I'm involved in the federal court, right? And, and we're not underestimating your brilliance, Reggie. I did that because you hit us with the room. You yeah. do some slurs. I just threw one back. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't slur on you. You did. You was like, y'all niggas don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all yeah, say, yo, I'm talking to you. That's your. That's that's a group of collective. When you hit a you person. You were talking to me though, Reggie, and you fired off. Yo, you might ain't mean it, but you fired. But I'm saying I didn't take offense to it because I got a smart ass mouth too. Yeah, I just but came back. It, I didn't make it personal to you. I was there. You know, I, was I, was like, I, I threw idiot. a rock and it hit you in the head and, and, and you barked. I didn't right. I threw, I, I threw a rock and hit everybody. You just hit Doug the holler. Yeah, but I wasn't hit Doug the holler. I was in I was actually engaged in the conversation with you. It was just me and you talking. No, you just kept saying, no, nah, you can't do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I can't, I can't, you know, when a person says you can't do something, like, like, like. You haven't done it. If you do it, then do it. You haven't done hey, it. Can you, can you show a mass exodus of black people from, um, from Egypt? That's his other paper. You put lecture on food science, Thunder, and, and teach us about food science? I know. <laughs> Hey Thunder, he already failed. We ain't doing that. He already failed at that mission, yo. He tried yeah, to show a mass accident. No now he, now he attempting to show that the pygmies uh, rule <laughs> Egypt, and yeah. that writing started in Nubia. Go ahead, Reggie. It's on you. Hey Reggie, did, hey, did I hear you say the American Egyptology Conference? Is that what you yes. said? Yes. Arc, whatever it's arc, 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 or something, or something like that. Yeah. Right, developing Nubia, and the people of Nubia didn't even start writing to way, way later. Yeah, that's stupid as shit. Crap. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I'm gonna tell you something, Reggie. The, New the Egyptians taught the Nubians how to write, yo. The what? The Egyptians taught the Nubians how to write. 
Um, Shepherd. Yes, Shepherd, sir. I can't be because what you're calling Egypt was not developed at the time that we're talking. It just becomes developed at the time of Nomer. So I'm going to say this again. The Egyptians taught the Nubians how to write. The Nakata civilization. I ain't say nothing about Nakata. That is a Nubian civilization. I ain't say nothing about Nakata. I said that the. But they got right in the Hold on, hold on. She said Nakata was a Nubian civilization. Did, right. did, we just did showed Nubia, that that shit was up there by Abydos. I, I thought Nubia didn't exist during that time. When did when did right? Nubia... So the so because it doesn't have a name, right? Because it doesn't have a name, it's still part of that territory. No, the plan, the no, stop. See, this is how they dance around, y'all. They didn't got us off the damn. What I just said. Now they want to bog the, the the shit down with the technical terms of the name didn't exist at this time. Listen, Egyptians taught what we call Nubians in the South how to write. That's what I'm saying. But you do know what Reggie said. The Egyptians was writing before the people in Nubia. Now, y'all can fuck that up all kind of ways. Go ahead, I'm going to sit back and listen. I'm saying, so do they got writing in the Carter period? No. What 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 are you saying? Like what? No, I'm asking do they have writing in the counterpart. I'm just asking the question. No, that's what I'm no, saying. I'm no, the no, they don't. No, they what, don't. What there's what they're what the experts say is that the early hieroglyphic <laughs> system emerged out of Nakata two and three. Thank you. I and thought it, I thought so. Right. So why you say no? Why you say they no? Would, they wouldn't they, they wouldn't writing. Because I, I don't agree with that shit. It emerged. They, 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 they talk about how it emerges from it, but that's not. They don't consider but, but, that writing. Writing. When, when, when they say that, they what? say that, that there was a form of a hieroglyphic system. Right, y'all tripping on that, man. Y'all ain't right? looking. We at this can shit agree with that, but they don't. They don't consider that writing. That's what you could just pull up. Pull up the origin. All right, go. All right, go pull it up. Go find that. Put the origin right writing. now. Yeah, go find that right now. Oh, go find it. So y'all saying the Nubian? So y'all saying that? I ain't saying that. Was written before the Egyptians? No, if you're saying that, you're just y'all saying that. That's Reggie saying that. Oh, y'all threw that Nakata shit in there. Y'all threw that Dolores Nakata shit in there. Oh, he's going crazy. Hold on. I ain't saying no Nakata. No, but you do know you got the A group. Oh my God, yo, are they, are they, no, you gotta know that, don't you? Who was writing first, the Egyptians or the Nubians? No, nigga, I don't know about this shit, but I do know you got So why is you in the why would you bring that up? Because it's important to bring that up. Why? We can bring that up. What relevance is this? First of all, you tried to alleviate the Nakata period. You can't do it. Who are the Nakata? Where's Nakata at? Right with the angry man. Where's Nakata? Please, somebody, it's, somebody, it's, can somebody it's, answer it's, a simple it's, question. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we saw said, it. Upper Egypt, what, nigga. what it is? It's, an, Egypt. it's, a, it's, a, it's an Upper Egypt, right? And First it, cataract, and expand, and expands, right? The the borders at some point, right? Expands into both Nubia and Upper Egypt, and in right. some portions of Lower Egypt, right? Because it right. expanded over time. So that was the right. Nakata cult. That that's right. It, it was it was pretty big, right? Yeah. And when do they say so writing began? At the Nakata, when yeah, just say so writing began? Oh my God! Oh, 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 o
I'll, I'll pull it up. Let's let's pull. Well, this hold up, on, Brendan. Before I, you pull I it up, Brendan, let me just make this statement, Brendan. And then the A group ruled in a smaller area than the Kata, but it's still in that area. That's all I'm saying. No matter what y'all niggas say, right? I don't know what now, you I didn't saying, say they right. I didn't say they invented right. So I then, why would you throw that out there? Because, because, it, because it's, you it's, forgot because it's, it's relevant to the conversation. I, I, I said yeah. that I the Egyptians. Writing. I said the Egyptians taught the Nubians how to write. So and then what you interjected in there was irrelevant. So then, yes, it was. So then, why wouldn't the people in the Qatar who was clearly writing not deal with the A group in that? Why is that not a possibility? Then why and they, 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 they keep? Then why they keep writing? Right, I'm not saying that what they was doing. Obviously, that wasn't something. Something they, it's something they didn't hey, brother, do. Brother, brother, I made a definitive statement. Yeah, but you I said you yeah, said talking about possibility. There's a lot of things possible, my nigga. I said that the Egyptians taught the Nubians how to write. Is is that is that what the experts say or? No, that's what he's that, saying. Yeah, that's what the experts say. Yeah, all right, go get that. Don't tell us what to look it up at. That's what the experts say. Go tell us. Well, then there's three scenarios that's going on here, right? Summer if, school. If, they, had a, they had a Nubian if y'all not saying, if y'all not, If y'all not saying that the Nakata people are Nubians, right? Either the Nakata people are Nubians or... I don't know what y'all think. I think, I think that's what we're messing it up. The, yeah, the, 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 Nicado, the Nicados are people are the Nicada people. Let's let's quit calling right. them Nubians. mixed multitude. Let's let's quit calling them Nubians or right. Egyptians. And that's how y'all fucking it up. So, yeah, the fact that, that he let's, interjected let's the Nicada. Listen, the effect, the fact that he interjected Nicada into it's my important. statement. Is, is is he basically trying to say the Nakata motherfuckers were Nubians? Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we 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 gotta stop that, right? Well, gotta because, stop. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we we can't do that. So, in in term again, right? The, the, the experts say we can pull up the sources. They say that never the hieroglyphic Chef system, never <laughs> an early form of the hieroglyphic system existed Wait. in the early Nakata period. Right. That's Thank you. It sort of came out. Thank you. But again, you. if we pull this up, let's let's pull up the source. Right. We want to talk about uh, say, OK, well, when did the hieroglyphic system actually emerge? Right. Man, 3600 BCE. Oh, oh. Um, and this is um, I think this sort of lens. This is back to Reggie's sort of conversation about early writing here. And I like this map. If you guys can see this, I may have to um, zoom in just a bit here. Um, now, he talks about Egyptian hieroglyphs, right? 3200 BCE, right? That's this particular source. This is the Smithsonian. They date it at 3200 BCE, right? Um, when the hieroglyphic system emerged. I don't know if you guys um, are, have, have some, a problem with that dating. Um, what date? What date you got? What you say? This says 3200 BCE, right? 3200. Yeah, it, it could be 32 to 34. It don't. Yeah, it, it's yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. Very, very. Some say it's summer. Say 34. Some say. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is where it see it, you see it, right? And if you can t take a look at this orange, this sort of orange gradient here, 
right? Um, I don't know how far you guys. That's where it's spread at. Exactly. This is this is the area of that of the hieroglyphic system. But again, this is just you know they're not saying the emergence. This is just a hieroglyphic system in general, right? Again, mm-hmm. this is a very general sort of uh, reference. The Smithsonian they don't go into the you know what was the precursors or anything like that, but. This is just a, uh, a, a a data point for us, right? 3,200, 3,400, and somewhere inside of that, that time frame, right? It say yeah. the Egyptians developed. Hold on, click that back on, please, please. I mean, because we, we got to read it, yo. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll pull it back. Wait, go ahead. Go ahead. It said the Egyptians invented hieroglyphic dagger. Uh, how you, uh, mm-hmm. how you the Egyptians about? developed their hieroglyph. Towards the end of the fourth millennia BCE, y'all hear me? It didn't say that the new. Oh, what? Yep. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it didn't say that the Nubians developed hieroglyphics. It said the Egyptians developed the hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. They didn't say the Egyptians and the Nubians developed the hieroglyphics. It said the Egyptians. <laughs> <laughs> The hieroglyphics. It didn't say Nakata, Nakata one <laughs> developed hieroglyphics. It say the Egyptians. So when anybody start running off a bunch of nonsense, you gotta stop them in their tracks because they're practicing deception. Now y'all can continue. Yeah. So basically, you're saying right, right, just popped up out of nowhere. That's what you. Basically. I didn't say nothing about popping. Nah, that don't mean. Yeah, you got the pop up. There you go. There you go again. I thought you. There you go again. Yeah, you got the build up. The build up to writing. Writing is writing. The build up to writing is not. No, 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 bro. We're not doing that whole. We can't read game. That whole Time Life magazine game. Like we understand what pre-dynastic Egypt was, pre-pre-pre-dynasty period. <sighs> These niggas is not called fucking Egyptians. You got Nakata period. We can start pulling up shit on Nakata period, bro. You tripping? So it you was called Nino. Egyptian. So uh, it was, it was called, called Egypt. No, no, it's called so Nakata. So it was called. When, when was it called Egypt? No, when the hell was it called five, Egypt? Because I think everything it's before that time, BCE. It's not so Egypt, bro. It's everything before 2300 ain't Egypt, then, according to your logic. Not. Of course not. Oh my so God. So what the fuck? I can't even talk. Of course not. I can't even do it. This is crazy. Of course not, nigga. Y'all it's not, not even in a realistic Egypt. conversation, yo. Yo, so you saying the Qatar period is Egypt? I'm just asking you, bro. So we so are having a realistic conversation. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this one more time. Is Nakata 1 and 2 Egypt, my nigga? Yes. That's what I want to know. Why you talking shit? I answered you. I'll go get that sense. Hey, Brendan, pull it up, Brendan. Pull it up. Which one? Yeah, pull it up, Brendan. Yeah, pull it up, yo. If you saying it wasn't Egypt because it didn't have that name, when did it get the name? Then you said it didn't get... Yo, let me talk, bro. Let me talk. You said it didn't get the name until 2300 or something. So everything before 2300, the 3100, that wasn't Egypt? Right. So you're saying it, that when... It don't make sense. Yeah, so, he's okay, saying that so, when, so you're saying that when Narmer united the, the two kingdoms, rest of 3100 BC, they're not, that's not Egypt. That's what you're okay, saying. That's, that, okay, that's Egypt. So y- y- y'all going to stick with that train of thought? 
Are y'all ready to stick to the trade talk? Yeah. We know who Okay, so hold on. We can go in one quick second. Okay, so I'm going to have a special guest came up. In the history, it says that the Egyptian put down the A group, 3100 BCE. That's what it says. We already read that, bro. 3100 BCE, the, the first dynasty put down the Nubian A group. But the point is they're in an environment. You watch this using the same type of symbols, right? So you what? Yeah, I'm just gonna get off there. I'm gonna let y'all have it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna let y'all have it. Just draw a circle around them niggas. Just draw a circle around them niggas. We're gonna draw the draw the circle around them niggas. Obviously, in they they in the Kata, they got a form of writing, obviously. But them niggas right there, they, they use everything but that. Although you can look at the shit and see the same exact shit, but them niggas don't got nothing to do with writing at all. All right, I'm done. You want me to pull up the Britannica? This you want me to pull up Britannica? I'm just done. I'm just done. I'm just done. No, let me pull up. Let me pull up the Britannica. No, it's a circle around the Britannica, my nigga. No, it's a circle around them niggas. Fuck it. I'm gonna see who started how we look. No, we never. I'm gonna look at the Britannica. I'm not gonna listen to you. I'm gonna listen to Britannica. You don't need to listen to me. What you could have did was pulled up Nakata one and two though, but no way. I'm gonna pull up Britannica. I'm no, gonna pull up Britannica. Yeah, yeah, yeah pull up Britannica, Nakata yeah. one and two, though. Yeah. Pull that up. Yeah. Why, why would I do that? Egypt and prehistoric Egypt. Okay. You're saying like the first dynasty ain't goddamn Egypt. That's crazy. It is Egypt. How's the first dynasty? Because the first, the date you gave, the date you gave, lower than the first dynasty. Yeah, you did give a date. You said 2300 is when they started. Man, and I okay, said so. Three hundred some years after the goddamn first dynasty. So I said so. Everything before thirty one hundred. I mean, everything uh, before twenty three hundred. I was ain't talking Egypt. about Nakata, yeah. yo. I was talking nah, about nah, Nakata. You just brought up Nakata, yo. That's what I'm talking about, though. Because we talking about Nakata. No, he wasn't. Yo, I was talking about. Nah, you said so. Nah, you said. Are you saying that Egypt is what he said? Yeah, I'm standing on shit. You said okay. Cause you were saying that that shit ain't Egypt, bro. Come on, man. You don't play like that. That's what you said. Okay. And I still say it wasn't Egypt. Like it was called something else. So pre-dynastic yeah. Egypt, that ain't you know because that ain't Egypt either. No, nigga, because it ain't called Egypt. Okay. So you got to so get the name. So it has. So it has to get just the like name. pre-colonial. Yeah. Oh, so let me call pre-colonial. When did when did when did, when did, when did Nubia get the name? They don't call that shit no motherfucker. Oh, they ain't never. They don't know. Let's ask them again. They don't know the motherfucker. How about that? When was it called? Hold on, you're not asking the question, man. You saying what I'm saying? 
So I'm gonna make this point here. Nigga, they don't know the name of them. Now, it's crazy. they don't. So when was it called Egypt? Around, around 2,300 years ago. I mean, 2,300, I believe. That's when the name uh, started being called. Not uh, Egypt, but uh, Kemet. The word Kemet. Kemet, Kemet don't come to like no, way we were talking about Egypt. Yo, way, yo, way they, later, they, bro. Way, way later. Yo, yeah, yo, like a thousand ah, years later. Yeah. No, the word Egypt don't come before the word Kemet. Kemet comes we, a thousand years so later. If we bro. the word Egypt and you keep using it, then you know what we're talking about. Why bring Kemet oh, up? Yo, now? I'm saying Kemet. No, because that's what that I'm I'm Kemet was it was uh two thousand. Uh, nah, no, it was not, no, no, it was not, Reggie. Yeah. Reggie, when did when did Egyptians start using <laughs> Kemet as a place name, Reggie? What day? It's in the tenth dynasty. The term started emerging in, in the tenth dynasty. Give a day. So now we're talking about Kemet and not Egypt. Right, so Egypt. Yeah, I'm um, thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Egypt. Oh, oh. Egypt it was called Egypt, though. Yo, the you're name Egypt appeared now. in the late in the Ptolemy period. Right, man. Now you right. Know, it was Why do we got to go through all this when we know bro. what we're talking about? Okay, so I'm saying, every time you niggas get backed in the corner, y'all fuck with, y'all start fucking around because with because the magic and throw us off. Because the terminology you is yourself wrong. Off. So when yeah, you, you start talking about, I'm on you like a bloodhound. You ain't shaking nah, me at all. Okay, so then, so, like so, 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 so here's my point. So, so let me up my Yo, game a little bit. So let me Yo, so hold on, Reggie. Don't Reggie. Why the fuck you talking when this nigga talk? Don't talk when I'm fucking talking. Don't talk when that nigga talking. Don't talk when I'm talking. This nigga swinging at you. Yeah, he's swinging at me. He ain't swinging at you. So I'm no, saying, cool. when niggas talk cool. about writing around this motherfucker, uh, when niggas talk about writing, you gotta go to the goddamn Mikado Prix. I know what the fuck I'm saying. But I'm gonna stand on that. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stand on that, though. No matter what y'all say. Next to Pitney, you're gonna start writing. Writing don't pop out of no motherfucking way, yo. Nobody said writing pops out of no way. Right, so it's the guy. So then I asked y'all niggas, well, what's going on in the Mikado Prix? I tell you that they make the, I told them that when they does the A group, I said, when does the A group occur? They make a That's distinction between early form. They make a distinction between precursor and, and, and writing, bro. Like even when they look at the seals that they use for counting, they say that, that that is the beginning of writing, but they don't say that that itself is writing. This That's these are some fine. of the, these are some of the elements that. that would emerge and become writing, but you can't that, then go back further than that and say that that's writing. So, so I'm not arguing about that. Oh, yeah. I'm making a point that, that we can look at all the symbols that the A group had. We already it's agreed. similar to the motherfuckers in the collar. Am I wrong? Nobody disagrees with nobody else. Okay, okay, so then if they're using the same fucking symbols that would later on become writing, then what the fuck is we talking about? They was all using as a form of communication. It might not have been writing, writing. Now I know what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know I don't what you mean. What you mean by writing, writing? What do you mean by writing, writing? I'm saying there's a word writing, writing. What does there's that mean? Finishing. I'm saying that there's a finishing product. Is it writing? That that is the finishing product. But they use a system of communication, obviously, and they use symbols. Yeah, nobody. But had, the finished nobody. product appears at a certain time period. And yes, so I'm saying is, how do you leave the A group out of that, though? How do you leave the A group out of that?
I don't know who left the A group out. I don't know who left the A group out. We, we did a, we when I said it, they were waiting for bananas. Because you said a bunch of fellatious shit in the, in the midst of that. Because first you were trying to say that that was right. Now, you, now you're not saying no, that. I that never said now that you just switched up and said it ain't right. I right. never said that niggas was writing. And I said the, I said the, I said the beginning stages of writing is in, is in the caterpillar. That's what I said. Yeah, you said that that would Then I said writing just don't pop up out of nowhere. I know I said that though. Come on, Sosa. And you said the Nakata people were. You got a piece. No, Reggie said that, my nigga. Yeah, fuck it. Get that shit straight. Right. I know what the fucking A group is. Reggie so said that. Any right on here, he can tell you he said the that. The A group and the Nakata group. The A group and the Nakata group. Hey, Reggie. The A group and the Nakata culture kind of coincide in the same time. Hold on, Sosa. Hold on, Sosa. Hold on, Sosa. Reggie, did you not say Nakata was the motherfucking Nubian? Did you say that or not? I said that. Thank you. Fuck that shit. No, the fuck I said. I'm talking about. You know what you're arguing right now, bro. I know exactly. I'm not arguing. I know exactly what I'm saying. You trying to play the fifth man mix and match? That's what you're doing. No, playing that game. Back up a little bit and tell us why you why you upset. Cause I'm, I'm not upset. I don't I'm actually not upset. I'm in my car, so of course it's gonna sound. I'm not upset. Yeah, and I'm trying to play the cool off, switch it up. I heard you and Sosa. Sosa playing that game. Oh, yo, you said the writing starting to kind of play. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah the early right. Everything that we said, you said. You said that shit. Everything that we said, you said, you said it, yo. Damn, nah, I ain't even listening to you. Reggie just sit up here and said he said that. I ain't listening to you. Oh, Reggie said it. Reggie said that too. No, you said that. Reggie said that. No, too. you said that. I'm Reggie not you said that. You said that. Matter of fact, you and Sosa said that. Damn it, I'm not gonna lie to you. Then you push back Egypt to 2300 BC because of what in Egypt, and you say that ain't Egypt till it became Kemet, and then the Egypt that even go back further than that shit. So you was all over the goddamn place, bro. No, Reggie said that. No, Reggie said that. Reggie said so that. So why bro. did you bring up Nakata then? That. You said that. But I said oh, I fuck. brought up Nakata period because that's the period I brought up Nakata period because that's the period where you find the Nubian A group. You said that. And they have the exact same symbology and all did that. You, did you say I that easy? So I said if Nakata. Did you say that easy to begin the Hold on, bro. I'm not. I'm not answering your question in the middle of my explanation. That's called a tactic of flim flam. You're doing too much explaining, yo. I gotta explain it because y'all niggas is cutting back and forth. So I'm smacking up two niggas at one time with one No, That's you actually just repeated. No, I'm not. I'm saying what is. I said. I'm saying exactly what I said. I said in the Kata, they was obviously using a communication system with early symbols. Simple as that. And I'm saying the A group was a part of that. And y'all niggas take it like y'all want to take it now. Nah, but you ain't say all that. Do you still stand on Egypt? Do you still stand on the fact that it wasn't Egypt? And I'm gonna stand on, and I'm gonna stand, and I'm gonna stand on the fact that we know shit don't pop out of nowhere. So just because the name is not there, bro, that don't mean it's not the same picture. People, you know, I know that. The Egypt begin at 2300 BC. The name did, my nigga. The name Egypt. And then no Kemet. 
The name Egypt is not until the fucking pharaonic time. No, nah, they don't get chemical comes a little later than that. 2300. What? The ready go ready there. Them niggas ain't calling their land Egypt. But now you when we're talking English, that's the whole point about semantics. No, nigga, right? ain't talking English, nigga. We're talking Egypt English. What you doing? what you doing is like when we say Africa, niggas be like, nigga, what did even call Africa back then? That's crazy shit. Crazy shit, bro. We know what we're talking about. So you trying to tell me that I don't know that the people exist before the name come up now? Is that the silly shit you trying well, to say? Why are you arguing that it wasn't called Egypt? Why would you argue it? Because I, because I felt like saying So when you say, hold on, when you feel like saying something like that, right, in the middle of us making a point or asking you a question, it's like you're trying to contradict. No, it wasn't in the We're middle of y'all making. It wasn't in the middle. Hold on. It wasn't in the middle. Listen, but it wasn't in the middle of nothing. It was in the middle of Sosa trying to act like that. That wasn't an account period. Clearly, with an. Yo, angry. I clearly let you clear up everything that you wanted to clear up. Yeah, but it took so soon as I start talking, now you want to clear up some more. I don't gotta clear up no more. Now you so why would jumbling. you cut me off? I cut you off because you didn't cut me off. Yo, but so you so had already got your point out. Oh, well, so I decided to cut you off. Like, you decided to cut me off in the middle of uh, Sosa asking me a question in no. the middle of trying to explain to you. He asked me a we question. Got, we middle, got to a point where we were trying to let each other clear everything up. Okay, well, I wasn't ready for that point then. Now I'm ready. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what the hell is going on around this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> so look, Shit. stop playing games. Up, we on to you, bro. <laughs> you ain't on to me. We you ain't on to me. You are you doing what you normally do? Why? 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 Why did you cut me off again? You know what you normally do because you because you starting down that trail again. You're on that trail again. Cut me off. Let me get yeah, my you, off, bro. Yeah, yo, but it's hard. Yo, but you actually off. said that I said the cotton was let's, deep. Let's take a let's take a and look. that the Nubian started right. Now. I ain't said that crazy can, ass can, shit. Yo, you why see, won't let me get my shit off? Man, go ahead. Oh, you gotta see my uh screener. Oh, no, I I just wanna pull up something here just so that we can have a data point to come back to. Um, because we were talking about the early Egyptian hieroglyphic inscriptions and whether it was in the Kata or were not, right? So, um, do I say the Nubian hieroglyphics? What is that? Uh, Read that. Oh, uh, uh, it says, uh, <clears throat> it's a Egyptian hieroglyphics. Let's go here, right? It says, for all we know, I don't like how that starts, for all we know. <laughs> The, old, the wow. oldest hieroglyphs found by archaeologists that have been securely dated were from the period of Nakata II, right? This is 3500 to 3200 BCE, which makes this script no less than 5,000 years old, right? As it seems the first hieroglyphs were used mainly as decoration as the ones from Nakata II and Nakata III were found on pottery, right? So it, again, right, these early hieroglyphic inscriptions, they do say they were dated back into the Nakata II, Nakata III period, right? 
um, again, and I don't think this date really um, contradicts from what the Smithsonian was saying, 3500 to 3200 BCE, right? Again, when they talk about this, Nakata 2, Nakata 3, they don't make a distinguish, uh, they don't distinguish the Nakata period from the Egyptian period doesn't seem like um, in some sources. But I, I think in terms of some of the detail that we're talking about, right, um, that's important, right? Because this Nakata, this Nakata 2 and 3, officially it's not really considered Egypt. Am I correct? Or, or well, I can not? I explain? Yep, go wrong. That's wrong. Nakata is in Egypt. Man, can, no, can I explain? No, no. Is does this predate Egypt or right, can is I this Egypt? So I, that's I'm asking a question. Right. Yeah. So Brendan, I'm going to explain. So the formation of Egypt, as far as the state is concerned, is in Abydos, Abju. Formerly, that was Nakata. So when the two uh, lands were unified, then Egypt, well, the, the new ruler absorbed that, those areas into Egypt. So when people... They argue, made up Nakata. They made up Nakata. Nakata. Show me a document oh, no. where they call themselves Nakata. No, Nakata is... Uh, Nakata is a, 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 a place oh. in, in, in uh, as far as like an area or a cemetery, uh, area... Um, within that area, within uh, next to Abydos, right? But the, the, so they didn't call it Nakata, but the convention, Thank you. the convention Thank you. is called Nakata. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, so, 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 it, it, so if I use y'all, if I so, use so us logic, then let, there's let no finish. Nakata either. Let me, let me. I'm finish. saying, what do, what do, so what do we do with, let what me they finish. consider, let me ask you this before you go. Let you me can... finish. I was talking. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Right, so you have a culture of a people, and they label that culture of the people Nakata, right? When um, and it, and and when the formation of the state Egypt takes uh that we the, uh, another convention that we call Egypt, right, takes over that it gets absorbed within that territory. So when they're talking about Egypt. They're really just talking about the area, not the cultures, right? They, the, they're talking about the area where Nakata used to be is still, you could call it Nakata, you could call it Egypt. We, we, we're designating a place. I'll stop. Thank you, Reggie. Reggie. That's exactly so what Reggie. we're doing. No, Reggie. So you, Reggie, is not Nakata culture a different culture, yo? Yes, Nakata culture is a different culture. So why the fuck is they acting like that ain't what it is, yo? This whole time trying to play everybody super silly, super stupid, so diving in halfway wrong, halfway crook. It's, that's why they call it Nakata, because of the culture, the material culture, the wares and all that. I never said that it was. I never I'm said. not even listening. Nigga, you yeah. said it was Egypt, nigga. That's what you said. And I'm saying it's not. How it's did a different I, how, culture. Oh, my God. That's what you said, bro. Go for Ron and Tate and see if I said that, bro. Ron and Tate and see if I said that. that was your I said it wasn't Egypt. You all, chef, y'all all. It Egypt. is Egypt. See, I told you. So, so, so you agree with that, Sosa? Then the Kata 1 and 2 is Egypt. You agree with that, Sosa? I want to, I'm it's, trying to understand what I'm do we do. I'm asking you a question. No, I'm asking you a question, though, bro. Don't, don't do that. I agree with you. I agree. I agree. Listen, I agree because I, what I want to ask is that what do we, 
No, what are you what are we doing? Don't what are we doing? Hold on. I, I want let you me, to stay there. Don't ask the question. Me, when I ask your question because y'all was running. I already hard. answered your question. Now I want to make my statement, bro. You didn't answer the question. Bro. I said, I That's said agreed. yes, and I want to ask a question, bro. Yes, 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 so, yes, on, yes, 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 yes. Nakata is Egypt. I want to ask. I want to ask. Now I want to make a statement. I heard that. Yeah. What do we do? What do we do with what scholars consider pre-dynastic Egypt? Right. Which spans at about six thousand BC. What are we doing with that? Why is it called pre-dynastic Egypt? That's the point of it. So they're looking now at periods of time. One, so a pre-dynastic Egypt is a time period before the dynasties. And so they're looking at those civilizations that would be uh, Nakata 3, Nakata 2, Nakata 1, which goes to, which goes to 4,000. So they're not doing a place. They're actually doing a chronology. So then they talk about the other civilizations that also prior, the Bedarian and the rest of them that are prior to Nakata, but they circle on the Nakata period and the Nubian A culture because of the particular high innovations that those societies brought and ultimately that would form the state of Egypt. Okie dokie. Y'all niggas love fucking shit up for no reason. So this is ridiculous. As always. You know, why why is it ridiculous when remember this it's a multidisciplinary topic? There are all these factors. And so if you're looking at the pottery, you have different terminology. If you're looking at the language, you have different terminology. If you're looking at the chronology, you have a different time. If you're looking at the areas and the cultures, you have different terminologies. So what it is, is uh, a person to handle this subject has to understand the different terminologies, right, to the speaking audience. Um, and so it's as simple as that. When you're looking at what do we call the people prior to ancient Egypt, in this, in this point of view, we call them- Hey, Reggie, you know what I realized, Reggie? You know what I realized, Reggie? What? I'm in between a whole bunch of foolery at this point. I got enough sense to know that Nakata three, right, kind of runs with pre-dynastic Egypt. Listen to these fools, because that's what they is. They don't know what Nakata wanted. They don't know that. All of it is pre-dynastic Egypt. They think that it runs, it, it runs, oh, it runs with a Nakata three, bro, pre-dynastic Egypt. I don't care what y'all say. You don't know what y'all talking about. So, run around here, holler about Nakata one is Egyptian, all that shit. Y'all flat out crazy with that. Y'all spread misinformation. You don't, you ain't on me. Misinformation, bro. Now I'm home. Let me pull up the sources. Y'all, some misinformation. Egypt. tell you different. I'm saying that pre dynastic Egypt, nigga, is continued. Con hold on. Let's go. Let's go to Nakata three. Nakata, the final phase, the final phase of Nakata culture. Is Nakata three, which is all of it is pre-dynastic Egypt. Pre 
Yeah, I'm gonna share my screen so you can see. Why the fuck would you do that in the middle of me saying that? Let me get off this motherfucker. It is not, nigga. I'm reading you it. The information. Phase, the final phase of Nakata culture. The final phase of Nakata three. So that's the final, which is what co-timorous with the proto-dynastic period. Proto-dynastic period. Right, early Jesus Bronze Age, three thousand two hundred to three hundred BCE in ancient Egypt. So you don't you don't see that pre-dynastic Egypt and pre-dynastic Egypt, Egypt spanned the period from the earliest human settlement to the beginning of early dynastic period around thirty one hundred BC. You get that? Everything in Egypt, everything in Egypt before dynastic Egypt is pre-dynastic Egypt. So Nakata 1, 2, and 3, Yanubia A, B, C, all that shit, the Badarian, all that shit y'all like to talk about, pre-dynastic Egypt, bro. Yeah, the, the dynasty is referenced it's to not. Uh, the a dynasty is referenced to the term dynasty. In terms of um, uh, when you started establishing a dynasty through relationship to through that process, nah, through family rule, that, yeah, through family rule. That's when you get a dynasty. So you have proto dynastic. That means before. So you don't see the dynasty. So you don't, so, so you my don't screen see is right shared. Here, my screen is shared. Yeah, I see. Oh yeah, do you see this? You want to see Wikipedia? I'm gonna stop sharing this. You can show something different than what I got here. Go ahead. Yeah, you see that? Hello, Wikipedia. Go I mean, is you looking at this? Mm-hmm. The Chocolithic pre-dynastic Egypt. Look, it said right. You know what? Let me. I'm gonna stop talking. I'm gonna let y'all genius now. Now, where you at? Where you? So, so we. Hey, so, so go ahead, read this. What is it? What's the final? What that say? The final phase in the Carter culture is the Carter three. Yeah, which is which is Codominius with the Proto-Dynastic period. I'm listening. You read that, please. You want me to keep reading? Yeah, it's right here. We're looking up that word. Cota minimus. Multiplicity. Okay. Who's your name, bro? I don't see where we got off the rails with debating whether if Nakata was pre-dynastic or not, right? I, I thought that was the whole point of Man, the Man, so now, so now the Bulgarian. Yeah. Oh, so let's, let's get a definition for uh, uh, wow. That means having the same boundaries or extended space-time. Right. right. So you, that bro. means so that, that the means Egyptian, that, right, that the Egyptian boundaries have, they had the same boundaries or extent in that space-time. But I think we, I think we agree to that though. That no. what, what we're disagreeing with is the fucking culture. See, this is what we're disagreeing. No, I want to stay with And y'all act like we know this. What about the pre-dynastic It's in the same area. We're not, we're not doubting that. We were saying That's that the, the pro-dynastic phase that. went I'm through. I'm saying the Nakata is different from pre-dynastic. It's in the same area, but it's a different culture. Like y'all don't Nobody, we, that. see now you try to switch it to say that. But a that's all point. I ever was no, saying no, though. No, no, you always, you always, always was ever saying that. No, bro, always do that. no, bro, hold on, bro. Hold He's on, bro. always You never knew what you were saying. You were saying something. So you mean to tell me that we sit on this bitch and art. So y'all clearly understood that the Bardarians, that Nakata one, two, and three 
is the was only in the same er, was no no it's not it's in the same area <laughs> as pre-dynastic time pre-dynastic Egypt <gasps> but it's a different culture oh, we don't know that no it is not man it's in the times it's in the same er, we looked up the word what it meant all right, I ain't gonna argue with you. Yeah, so the fact that the fact that I'm yeah. wrong with that though, yo, I'm saying so. Yeah, you, you wrong as shit, but I okay, okay, I'll be wrong. So okay, I ain't gonna talk. So so sir, what I am saying is, is that the Bardarians <laughs> is a particular culture, and I'm saying the Bardarians aren't the Egypt. So you saying I'm wrong? I don't even know how we switch to if the Bardarians are Egyptians. I don't. I, I, I don't even know how that because of the, because of a dirty pre-dynastic Egyptians. Yes, I'm saying it. Yeah, I don't see. But it's how, clear how that we, how do we get there? Yeah, but it's clear that <laughs> pre-dynastic Egypt runs through because the because we we started this country. conversation with a video that talked about pre-dynastic Egypt, and they talked about Nakata, they talked mm -hmm. about the Darians, they talked Thank about you. the Fayum. All of this was in the context of pre-dynastic Egypt. So Thank you. I don't. I, 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 but, but I'm just. I'm trying to Craziness. figure out what's what's the what's what's the purpose of that point. I because don't I think all of what we're talking about. Because we were we. It, it's always was a conversation about pre-dynastic Egypt, right? He keeps saying pre, that's pre not pre-dynastic. Pre-dynastic pre meaning before there was an Egypt, there was no Egypt before dynastic. Before there was a yeah. dynasty. Right. Pre-dynastic. Pre there was the dynast no. the dy the dynasty marked the beginning of Egypt, right? The dynasty no, marked dynasty the beginning zero. of the beginning of, of the dynasty. Dynasty zero. Yeah, of a dynasty. Right. Yeah, a dynasty. But, but was there was family, there family rule? Family dynasty? rule. Family was there, rule. Was there in Egypt before a dynasty? Before the dynasty? Yeah, dynasty. dynasty. Pre-dynastic Egypt. Yeah. yeah. They call it dynasty zero. Dynasty dynasty refers to family. That's what we keep. That's why we keep saying that. So they have proto before family rule, proto dynastic. But was there an Egyptian state? That that, that that's the, the the point that I'm making, right? Was there an Egyptian state before Dynasty Zero? Not not that that not, my my question is yeah, not, yeah, yeah, they is, had is not my my, my question isn't if there was a region, right? We we know the region was there, right? It's been there time and memorial, right? Right. right. The question was: There an Egyptian state at the time? Yes, they had kingships there already. They they already had kingships before the unification. So would a kingship represent a state, right? An Egyptian state. I'm. I'm. My my question is the Egyptian state, right? Uh, y'all confusing me now. Like I. Right, right. We know there was local chieftains and all that. You know, there was a series of local chieftains up and down the Nile. You're talking that, about that doesn't make yeah. You know, those chieftains about, Egypt, right? I don't see how you how you how you separate. Are you talking right. about when, you, when they become unified, and then there was like, you know what I'm saying more of a unified process, but. It, that's like right, saying in, in, in my, that's like yeah, saying Nubia mind, Nubia right, don't my, exist right in my mind because they didn't because they had chieftains right in, in my mind right the Egyptian state started starts at Dynasty Zero anything beyond that right you when say, is Dynasty pre, Zero when, when you say pre dynastic Egypt right that isn't the official Egyptian state that's not the Egyptian state when we talk about Egypt right pre dynastic is anything before the formation of the Egyptian state.
right? So okay, good. that's when we. That's that's, that's when. Uh, that's that's, that's a good what point. I understand it, right? Right. I, so mm -hmm. so so let's tease that out. Mm -hmm. So what about the intermediary periods? Was that still Egypt? No, those those were those were periods after the formation. So we we know what but, that is. We know right, what but is. it descended into the same thing that before pre-dynastic Egypt. It descended in the, into that same type of thing where you had different people claiming that they were kings no, in I, different I, regions no, I, all I, I through wanna, Egypt. I, I don't want to move the goalpost on that though. No, but you just moved it. it. No, 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 no. I, I want to. I wanted to stay in the pre-dynastic times. I didn't want to move into intermediate periods because we, we have a tendency to do that. Right. And I think, I think it, 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 it confuses things a bit, you know, for me. Dynasty zero would be the Nakata three period in terms of, uh, that's what dynasty, they would put dynasty zero. Right, right, right. The end, the, the very end of Nakata three moving into the, into dynastic Egypt. Right. Right. I wouldn't separate e Egypt is Egypt. The cultures that developed in Egypt are Egyptian. You know, you, have, you can have different phases of it, right? Um, all of American culture didn't uh, didn't um, make it to present day, but it's still American. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the old West, that culture died out, right? But we don't say that that wasn't a, that's not American culture. It's just culture that died out here. But it existed here. You know what I mean? You had a German phase in in, in um northern part of the United States that, you know, got drowned out. Um you you had uh you know, um so so it's different, you know, group mm -hmm. the the Spanish um areas of Florida, right, was once uh was once Spanish and all of that. You have yeah. French, and, and I can you understand have the your point. French I, I, middle I, of the country, yeah, and, I, and, and I those phases out, but we—it's all yeah, America. Yeah, and I, I, and I can understand your point when you guys say that. Okay, well, it wasn't a, a Egypt in terms of how I think of it, right? Because when we always talk about Egypt, we talk about you know the beginning of Egypt started with the pharaohs, right? Um, but I, I see what you guys are saying in terms of it was Egypt. But it wasn't the official dynastic period, but you can still consider it Egypt because the I guess you would say the foundations of it was being laid. I I I, yeah, I can I can follow that. So I I, I, I see. I see, that in the I see the logic. I see the logic. What you say? Hmm? There's another point to this. Mm -hmm. We we have been so uh, um, scientific racism has so no, messed up that. our processes <laughs> that the fact is that we that the narrative is that these are these people right or not african people up until the up until the recent period so there was there's been a need to separate egypt from the other cultures to make it uh special right mm -hmm. to make it different and and so different. now modern modern science archaeology right is showing that that is not the case. They were all connected. These but there connected. were differences, though. They show, that's what was in that, that video I played. Yeah, there were assimilation. There were adoption. There were adaptation. Yes. So there were differences. But yes. again, that, that muddies up the waters even more because when you when you talk about the Nakata periods, what about the period when the Nakata's borders span into Nubia, right? Was, was, was that Egypt as well? 
You, you see what I'm saying? Because because those those borders in for Nakata in its in it in its southern in its very southern part was beyond what we know as Egypt. And, so and, that's why I say that you know it can kick it can get kind of hairy when you Brendan, talk about you're correct. that. You're, you're correct. And what happens is they start to designate themselves. And so in Nubia A culture, you see them with the white crown. And in Kata, you see them with the red crown. Okay. So then when the king wins, he's able to put on both crowns. But when he puts on the, the, the white crown, he's putting on a white crown of what they call Nubian A culture. And when he puts on the, the red crown, he's putting the Kata on. And the, the, both of those crowns signify a basically a joint culture, right? And so, um, so the, the, the waters get muddy if you, don't, if you don't know the different time frames and terminology and connections. Nubia A and Nakata are talking to each other. They're communicating with each other. They're trading and so, so, so there's aspects that are, are between both of them. I'll stop. Thank you for your time. Yes, yeah, expand that. I like that red there. You see where Upper Egypt, you see that very southern tip? That goes all the way down into Nubia there, right? No, 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 it stops short. I see Kush, right? I see Kush down below. Right. But in terms of some of the sources I was I was that I was seeing. Right. They say that Nakata's borders spanned into areas of Nubia. Right. So. So in what period was that? Was that Nakata one, two or three when its borders were all the way down south into Nubian territory? Is this, you, I think this know? first this first cataract. Did that that's what they considered Nub, Nubian? territory so there's what you call a gray area so these mm -hmm. are things are not uh completely um drawn there are gray areas where there's trading so you so in cultures like this they usually have a neutral area it's like north korea south korea there's there's, mm -hmm. there's a neutral area right and so in that neutral area is where you could there's a certain amount of trust you could trade and so there they are trading their 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 wares and their different wares uh and, mm. and, and sharing culture um because they are two separate cultures that are related but separate and and so you have to see it as having neutral periods and so sometimes when one area gets stronger they're able to kind of push forward so it's a push there's always been a push and pull between those two cultures, right? And friction until there was unification. Then what happened is, then there were kings and chiefs and rulers that says, I'm not going along with Norma, right? We're just going back further south and, and we're not messing with that, right? And we'll see you when we see you. Don't let, don't let us catch you uh, lacking, right? And 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 then there was and then and so there was always increased tensions because there was just teams that wasn't gonna sign on to what what Norma was doing. They like yo, it's like like y'all talk to me. Who's Reggie? They're like yo, who Norma? He grew up with us, man. We used to throw rocks together and fish together. He ain't nobody. I'm better than him. And so there's this tension between cultures, 
but they still trade. And then what happens is that when Egypt becomes very strong, Nubia, the, the, the Nubia is having difficulty surviving because they can only trade with the Red Sea. They can no longer trade with the Levant, right? So they can't get wealthy because New and Egypt is sucking up all of that. And so they say, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. So then you have other civilizations that, uh, that come on like Kerma, right? Kush and Kerma. And then there's friction between them until Egypt is so powerful, so wealthy, and has, has the uh, weapons of the Levant, right? The chariots and the horses, they just stomp all over uh, Kerma. Kerma. Kerma did, could not evolve. They didn't have the horses and the chariots and the compound bow. bow. So they fell because Egypt had much more of a trans-regional trade. Yeah, I, I like that map. I like that map, Sosa. Be because you always hear they say, well, well, Nakata's borders went into Nubia, right? But it doesn't show you how far south they got. That's why that that map shows how far south it went, right? And it wasn't it wasn't as far south as I would initially thought, right? Um, but that but again, that 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 was a that was a good source there. That was a good map. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like I said, this is... I still have my guest coming on. He's uh Yeah, yeah. Is so... he coming tonight? Good. Yeah, he's coming on just for a few minutes. He yeah, was at the American ready. Research uh uh center in Egypt. He he um We're rocking, Reggie. Pretty good. We're gonna be rocking though. Uh he yeah, so he's he's working on uh his phone is updating, so he he promised to be on. So if y'all can wait a little while longer, yeah, we're good, Reggie. We good, bro. We good. Yeah, that, and then you'll see uh, a person who was a student of Dr. Ricchetti, an advanced student of Dr. Ricchetti, um, and Benanti Montgomery. Uh, he works with me um, sometime at the Met, and he builds on my methodology. And he he's not an expert, but he presented at a expert conference. And, and 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 that's 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 what I want him to talk about. Hey Reggie, Reggie, I can hear you. I'm not playing with these Neanderthals, yo. <laughs> not playing with them, yo. Let's do this. Let's get this in, right? You know how they say. You know how they say, yo, with the police, like, yo, ignorance of the law is no excuse, right? It's no excuse. Let me get them out of here. They fav they favorite movement is called, quote, unquote, uh, Wikipedia. Let's go straight here. All right. Let's have a great, let's have a great conversation. This is where I want to come to. Nope. I don't want to come to this section. Nope. Uh, hold on. Yeah, come right here. I want to come to the monuments and excavation. Let me get to that. <laughs> monuments and excavation. Okay. I want to come to the environment. And I want to come to the craniometric section, right? All right. And let's see if they still want to play the Egyptian game. Let's see, Reggie. Let's see if they want to play the Egyptian game. Watch they switch it up. Okay, 
All righty. All righty. We're going to come here. Watch this, Reggie. Watch they change their tune. Watch all of a sudden the car to become something different. How much you want bet, Reggie? How much you want bet for I read it? Watch how they switch up. Okay. Some craniometric analysis of pre-dynastic Nakata fossils, right? So this exists in an environment pre-dynasty, right? Fossils found that they were closely related to other Afro-Asiatic speaking populations inhabited the Horn of Africa, the Maghreb, as well as the Bronze Age and, and medieval periods, uh, period Nubians, all right? <laughs> Do I gotta read that again? Let me read it again. Some craniometric analysis of pre-dynastic kind of fossils found that they were closely related to other Afro-Asiatic speakers' population inhabiting the Horn of Africa, the Maghreb, and as well as Bronze Age medieval period Nubians and the specimens from ancient Jericho. Watch this. It says the Nakata skeletons were also morphologically, uh, uh, was proximate to modern astrological series from Europe and India subcontinent. Right. However, the Nakata fossils and these ancient and recent skeletons were, 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 were phenotypically distinct from the fossils belonging to the modern Nagel Congo speaker populations inhabiting tropical Africa, as well as the Mesolithic skeletons excavated Wadi Hafa in the Nile Valley. All right. However, the word however there, however, other craniometric studies have found the cytoskeleton remains uh, to have strong African biological affinities, right? They give you all the sources right here, all right? I like this right here, an examination of Nubian Egyptian biological distance, support for biological diffusion or suet development. And watch this. In 1996, Lovell and Prowls reported the presence of individuals buried at Nakata in what they interpreted to be elite high status tombs, showing them to be enormous ruling, ruling or elite uh, segment who were significantly different from the individuals buried into other apparently non-elite cemeteries and more closely related, morphologically to the modern population, to the modern population in Northern Nubia than those in Southern Egypt. Did they change their mind yet? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if they change their mind about these Nakata individuals. It's a biological anthropologist, Samitha Kiata and A.G. Boyce have stated that the studies of the, crane, uh, the crana from the southern pre-dynastic Egypt uh, form a formative period of 4,301 BCE show them usually to be more similar to the cranial of ancient Nubian Kushites Saharians and other modern groups from the Horn of Africa than those of dynastic Northern Egyptians or ancient or modern Southern Europeans. Let's see. It says in 2018, God assessed population's uh, relationship in the Nile Valley by comparing the cranial of 18 Egyptians and Nubian groups spanning from Lower Egypt to Lower Nubian across 7,400 years. Overall, the results showed that the Mesolithic Nubian sample had a greater similarity to the Nakata, to, to the Kala, similarity with Nakata Egyptians. It's a similar lower Nubians and upper Egyptian samples clustered together. However, 
the lower Egyptian samples formed a homogenous unit and there was a north-south gradient in the data. So y'all still want to do that? We still going to do the Nakata thing? All right, yeah, all right, Nakata is Egyptian. That's how we doing it. That's how they want to do it, Reggie? I didn't make that up, Reggie. We just read that last part. Um, go back. What did that mean? You read it. In goddess assessed population relationship in an valley by comparing Crini from 18 Egyptians and Nubian groups spanning from Lower East to Lower Nubia across 7,400 years. Overall, the route with the results showed that the, the Mesolithic Nubian sample had a greater similarity with Nakata Egyptians. Keep reading. Right? Similarly, Lower Nubia and Upper Egyptian samples clustered together. However, the low Egyptian samples formed a more homogeneous unit, and there was a north-south gradient in the data set. So what you saying? So did the Egyptians get the Nubians right? No, or were they all mixed up? <laughs> what we saying? I'm done, yo. Yeah, because... I didn't uh, never say they gave them nothing, but it seems to me that the shit is all mixed up. You if anybody said anything different what I just read is ridiculous. Nah, you went from when people come up and be, so you're saying because we I'm can't, not saying nothing. Yo. So you're saying because we can't tell who is who through genetics. Now you differentiate. Now you don't know. I'm not doing man. See, not, I told you. Hold on. Hold on. Because because you just used crania. Right. Genetic samples. Right. So now we're not talking culture. Right. I just want to be clear. We're not you talking culture. Up. And I thought the conversation was about Nakata. Yeah, who they were. But I'm saying you're using genetics to show because you use no genetics. You use, I use cranial metrics. Study of, study of cranial metrics, but you're not using culture. You're using study of cranial metrics. So I'm at a so what are you because, saying right now? Because I'm you saying just, that you're saying you that just say nothing right now. No, you're saying that you for what I'm Nakata. saying is that the, 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 the morphology and the cranial metrics. I, I knew it, I knew it. It's not gonna support your argument of what was culture. I'm done, yo. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, just because they're chronologically morphologically. Appreciate saying, that, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. bro. Okay. Yeah. I think um um if you have a few seconds, I think Jay, Jay. I heard you. So you so we're gonna throw the Nakata out. You heard me, but you don't get it, basically. Nah, so the Nakata really ain't Egyptians, are they? I ain't saying that. I'm asking you. I'm telling you that 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 I've always <sighs> so said there's found, a multiple. You know, there's a multiple. Found, people, they just found they elite, just one people. They found elite niggas is, that was more similar to the Nubians, the elite. They had different morphologically, yeah. morphologically, elite group. Yeah, morphologically. Okay, so then who are the people from the Kata? Are we gonna look at the culture or are we look at the skulls? Because no, no, is wait it a the minute. same argument, bro? It's so we no, so we I'm asking you do you do you realize what you're doing? So we use right the now, skull right? to determine culture. No, do you realize what you're doing right now? Because I'm if it had said anything else but Nubians, you wouldn't have said shit. I don't have an issue with so, sir. You're using that thing. I'm not using I'm not using anything, so sir. Let what? me make my statement so I can tell the people what you're doing. You're using crania. I'm not quality. using nothing. Let me so make my statement. Why would so you bring that up. shit up then, um? If we was talking about culture, why would you bring up that the Nakata people was morphologically similar to motherfucking horned Africans in them if we're talking about culture? Why did you do that? Ngozi Ben told us about this. Because the skeletons... <laughs> well, why did you do that? Because the skeletons... 
the skeleton remains tells you who those people are similar. No, we, I asked, I asked a specific. Y'all know why I brought that up. Y'all Egyptian us to death. Y'all said in the cattle was the fucking Egyptians to death. Y'all know why I bought. Don't play me. Go play somebody down the street. So what? What, what did yeah, I brought that up to get back into what the hell? I don't know what y'all was talking about. So what do, what do the what do what do the cranial measurements got to do with that? I simply read what they said that the cattle. So what do the cranial measurements have to do with that? They was more morphologically closer to the motherfucking Nubian groups. Nigga. Was we talking about said. that morphology? So is you agreeing or disagreeing with that? We was Stay talking right about there. that culture. Do you agree or disagree with that? We were talking right there. about whether you they agree or disagree oh what I just read. Y'all no, see the shit that be happening, y'all. Hey, y'all yeah, see what be happening. I, hey, Reggie, what I tell you they was going to do? What I say, Reggie? Yeah, so I asked him again. What y'all say about the people from Nakata again? Right. Obviously, the Nakata culture, the way they was buried, represented a culture. The way they was buried, they knew they was Nakata culture. What? But the people that practiced that culture were more closely related to the Nubians. Um, what are we saying? Um, so we talking um, culture, we talking culture, but we're talking about um, burial sites um, and skeletons. A, 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 and the way they a, was a, buried um, was buried in a particular way, which represented a culture. What are we, hold what on. Are we saying? Can, can, we, can, can, no, can we look? Can, can, hold on. Hold on. Can we look at the same? I'm done. No. Reggie, I'm finished with these Listen, dudes. Can we Reggie, do I'm can done we with these dudes. All they had to say was, I agree with the source and move on and get back into it. I said, watch what they do. Then I, Reggie, I say, watch what they start. Now it's borders. Now it's this. All that shit. Ain't nobody say nothing about borders. What you said? Nobody said nothing about borders, my nigga. Hey, Chef, why you upset right now, though? No, because, yo, you just fucking changed the shit. Why you we upset? was talking about pre-dynastic Egypt. We was talking about pre-dynastic Egypt and motherfucking culture, the Nakata culture. You just went through, who the fuck do you think they are racially? No, I did no such thing as race. That's, that's, that's what Cranology do. Chef, why are you yelling and screaming, Chef? That's what Cranology do. Why are you hound? No, it don't. It don't identify. No, oh about, my God. About, it's not talking about. Hey, Reggie, race. is he hounding and screaming right now, man, though? That's talking right. about race, man. Hey, hey, hey Reggie, <laughs> is he hounding and screaming right now, Reggie? Is he yeah, upset? Hey, 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 Sosa, you see, the minute we ain't talking about race, right? And we got them on uh, culture, listen. then they switch it back to race. But they now they switch it to race. race. So now I switch it to race. The cranial morphology and their damn clusters. Oh, that's race. Because the goals you come on here and talk oh. about morphology, cranial That's race. You said, no, no that's nigga, race. The culture, that's that's you determine the culture. The culture determines the people. Now you switched up and using cranial. Oh, say, so I'm gonna do it again. So I'm gonna do it again for y'all, right? And y'all did exactly what I said. Y'all, I'm trying to figure what y'all upset. Because this right here says. This right, this article says, what to say, Reggie? Read this for me, Reggie. What it say? How you on the Carter culture? That's what we were talking about. Now, Carter? when I read it, is this part of the Carter culture? I went to them, I went to the section that says what? Monuments and excavations of what? The culture, the people. So what are we talking about? Of Nakata. Just say, yo, look, all you guys say is, yo, Unc, you right about that point. They all you point? said they was Egyptian. I agree with you, Chef. A uh, chef. And y'all right. They the kind of was the Egyptians. Y'all y'all got me, yo. You right. 
Okay, uh, can I can I do this? I have my guest on. So yeah. when was that? Man, I ain't trying to hear uh, that shit. Okay, <laughs> bring that. I have my guest on. Can you just talk for a few minutes? Hold on, yo, you about see? I'm uh, all right. Go ahead. I ain't gonna all be just. Right. Jed, Jed, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Yo. Can y'all okay, hear me? Okay, so I I just want him to so um Jed introduce yourself. We're gonna put a pin in that though, Reggie. Hey, chef, we'll put a pin in that conversation. Okay, so um. Uh, um, Jedem Ankh is a uh, a, a advanced student of uh, Dr. Riketty um, Amin, and so he's one of uh, he, he is really, in my opinion, one of the best uh, uh, one of the best metanature, uh, not the best, but one of the best metanature uh, people that we actually have. Um, and I want to introduce you to him because. Um, we've had an opportunity to work together. He came to New York to take my museum tour and we found some common research goals and he ended up uh, um, uh, working on an abstract and presenting at the uh, uh, American Research Center in Egypt. For right? sure. So Jed, can you introduce yourself uh, to this community? Uh, okay, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Peace to everybody on on the panel and in the chat and in the archive. Um, I had went uh, last year, and I had taken Reggie's tour because I was doing literature review on these these pre dynastic pots, and at that time I was probably about a year and a half in on my literature review, and but I had to go see the pots. We've only got like two or three here where I am, but. I had to go and take Reggie's tour so I could see the ones that they have in the Met. So, um, so we went to the Met and I looked at those. And then later on, we went to the Brooklyn Museum earlier this year. And I look, we looked at those. And I, I, when I was writing my abstract, by the time I had, uh, started working on it, I was about two and a half years in on my literature review. And these pots are really, they're understudied. You, you're talking about maybe within the past 25 years that people have actually started looking at them because they weren't looked at as being significant, but there's a lot of information on these pots. you're talking about the pots of what period? We're talking about uh, the Nakata period. Right. So and, Nakata one, Nakata two, and Nakata three. Right. And so you could continue. So we're looking at, so what part of the conversation we had was is Nakata Egypt. Nakata is a precursor to Egypt. Um, it's in the same area. Nubia is in the lower parts or the upper parts of uh, uh, Egypt. But Nakata is around Abydos, Abdu, and uh, Tennis, right? So there was a particular innovation that was happening uh, in that area. Can you can you continue? Okay. Well. <clears throat> there's, there's been a lot of talk over the past, you know, 40, 50 years about how Medunetra kind of pops up out of nowhere, right? And that it, it's fully formed. But the, one of the reasons why that perception was put out there was because people weren't really looking at the pots because the pottery and also the ostrich uh, eggshells that were used before the pottery was used it represents a transitional phase from the rock art and the cave art into the metanature. 
And so some of the first uh, funerary scenes, for example, we see on the pots and they moved to a more streamlined style. Uh, once, especially once uh, the pottery makes its way into Kemet and across the Green Sahara from West Africa. And that process starts around 9,500 BCE. And then there's um, about a half dozen sites where we see this pottery and it gets younger and younger and younger as it gets over into the uh, Nile Valley. And so once they go to this more streamlined style, we see elements that are that's in the cave art and on the rock art, but then we see other things, <clears throat> excuse me, that we don't see there. And so once you have this innovation of, you know, everything's portable. So it's not so much like, it, it's kind of like you're, like when you look at like the rock art and stuff, you think of it like a billboard, right? Like you're driving down 95 and it's a billboard. But if you want to see those billboards, you have to go down 95 where the billboards are. But what these pots represent is that you actually have them like in a book or a magazine and you can just fold it up or put it in a bag and take it with you. That was really important um, because writing actually comes out of that from that technological process. And so now I'm not necessarily saying that everything that's on the pots is writing but you're starting to see these elements that we later see in the Metonecture, like you start to see these multiliteral symbols. And one thing in particular, when you look at the boats that are on the pots, you have these two uh, shrines usually that are on it, usually one or two. And there's a standard on the corner of one of them. And then there's a netter symbol on the top. And so, it's possible that what we're looking at when we look at that is that you're actually looking at the name of a netter as a symbol, but it's actually a word. That's a little different from the other things that are on the pots that are like pictographic. And sometimes the figures on the pots have an interaction with those, um, the netters on the standard. Sometimes like the figures will lean towards them and things like that. And if you were to take the scene on the pot and lay it out flat on a piece of paper, um, everything is happening around that, that, um, that netcher symbol on the flag, right? Like everything in the scene is happening around it. So it's almost like it's facilitating in the story that's being told, it's facilitating everything. And one of the reasons why it's possible that it went, it was missed for so long is because these pots have just been understudied. So, um, I presented uh, at the uh, ARCE conference at the end of April. And once I was done, you know, I, I got a standing ovation and there was an archeologist that actually works on the pots and he was outside selling tours at a booth. So he and I had a conversation for about a half hour. And there were two points that I made that he didn't agree with. So we talked about that for a few minutes. And then, you know, we were just kind of like, you know, hey, we'll, We'll split the difference on that because time will tell what's actually happening if we just keep doing the work. So, you know, so, and, but we spent more time talking about everything else that we agreed, we agreed about. Okay, so let's backtrack and so- Can, can we hear what they didn't agree on, please? Yeah, um, there was a point that I made about the symbols that are on the pots. Sometimes they look like Zs, sometimes they look like Ss. So, um, by my estimation, they're uh, 
parts of water ripples because you know you always see the wavy lines at the top of the pots right and on the sides so uh, as near as I could tell that the uh, diseased what looks like Z's or S's are just because um, they're always like in a line so um, by my estimation when you see them looking like Z's they're they're uh, par they're uh, not parallel what's the word I'm looking for they're like horizontal I mean uh, yeah horizontal and those represent like water that runs on its own, like a river or a stream or something like that. And then the other ones, they represent like water falling from the sky. So in other words, they would be like rain. So you would think about them as raindrops. But uh, earlier on, we do see the raindrops, but they're little dots. But then after about a certain, after like maybe around 37, 36, 3,500, they start to look like those Z's and then you just see them because they're always like falling either straight down or slanted, right? So he said that he thought that they were uh, birds that were flying in like, you know, sometimes like ducks and things, they'll fly in that Z pattern, right? So he thought that that's what it was because he's done work in like Khartoum and South Africa in those mountains and stuff. And, you know, the, the, the flamingos especially, they tend to fly in a pattern like that. So he thought that that's what they were. And there was a bird on it that I said was an ostrich. And he thought that they were flamingos, which usually you'll go into the museums. And a lot of times they'll tell you that they're flamingos. I just told him I didn't agree. But those were just the two things. But everything else um, we, we agreed on. And there were some things that I demonstrated to him that he didn't catch. But he told me that once I put it on the screen and he was able to actually see it and I explained it, he knew exactly what I was talking about because he had seen it in the field. Okay, so here's a, here's a couple quick questions. And so mm -hmm. um, the, the method that you used was the Gunter Dwyer method, that you extended the Gunter Dwyer method to, to tease out the possibility of writing, right? Right. Or, is that correct? Right. All right. And so uh, you saw me present at Beyond West Africa, and you saw me at the ASCAC conference present, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, my, intro in my introductory work to this, correct? Right. Uh, the people in the Beyond West Africa, Soy Kite and uh, Dr. Salou, Dr. Nasiri, and the others, and, and in ASCAC, uh, was my proposition accepted, agreed on? Um, yes. Right. So the issue is that I am not an expert. I'm an advanced student, right? But I was able to present in two conferences. And then when I met you, I was able to help uh, confirm what you had already been thinking fast track it and help you prepare for that conference. Is that true? Right, correct. Along with Dr. Ricchetti and Dr. Bonacci and some others, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not gonna consider yourself an expert, but what you would consider yourself is that when you went to that conference, you gave them new innovations, new thinking, is that correct? Well, uh, yes, because I devised a method for doing it. And in my literature review, there was no method that existed to be able to identify the things that were on the pots. 
So because they were looking at it as like a whole big piece, right? Kind of like how you would try to look at a wall and Kim and try to figure out what's happening. And so the method that I came up with was you just take things individually and try to figure out what they are and identify them and then put them back into the context of the rest of the scene. Because if you know what the animals and the plants and things are, then you can figure out why they would actually be on the pot in a funerary scene. And it makes more sense. But from doing the literature review and also from talking to archeologists who were going on these digs and studying these pots, everybody that I asked about the methods they were using to try to figure things out, they all told me that they didn't have a method. And for the most part, they were trying to make the best guesses that they could. Okay. So now the, the issue is, again, you're not an expert. I'm not an expert. We're very advanced students. So this innovation, the, the, the conversation that we had earlier, it was a number of conversations, but the, the, you answered the question as how they missed it. They, they missed it because you need the material in front of you, right? bulk of it so you can look at all Nakata 1, Nakata 2, and Nakata 3. And you have to have some type of advanced uh, meta-nature training, right? You have to know the language of, of ancient Egyptian uh, of, of, from, from different time periods, Old Kingdom, right? Uh, Middle Kingdom, right? But particularly Old Kingdom and Middle Kingdom. And then you can contrast, then you can use what Gunther Dwyer did you could backtrack and look for um, relationships, right? And, right. and to, to make a point. And that's what, that's what you have done and that's what I've done, right? Right. So my work on it, you've, you've, you've seen my work. Uh, um, everything could be actually challenged, but the fact of the matter is um, you were able to extend aspects of my work and go to the American Research Center of Egyptologists or OSH, right? And present new information. And, and the team that you work with, who was the team that you work with to, to get this done? Stan Hendricks, right? You talked to Stan Hendricks. Yeah, I, t I talked to him. Um, and uh, there was a few people that I, I corresponded with. Um, I had, uh, that I just, I talked to uh, Dr. Jeremy Pope. Um, he was somebody else that I talked to. Um, and he and I correspond regularly, like just on other stuff. Cause, um, but, um, you know, there were some other people that I, I can't, I'm not recalling their names right now, but I talked to quite a few people in the two and a half years that I was doing this literature review. And, okay, so I'll know, stop if they wanna, yeah. cause I know I, I took you from what you was doing. If they wanna have uh, some, some quick questions, that would be fine. And then we can, because um, uh, I don't want to interrupt their show. I just want to introduce you uh, to the community as someone from these communities that we are on, but actually was able to uh, get your abstract accepted and present, right? And you watch me get my abstracts uh, presented in other forms and present, right? And yeah. And, and so that seems to be the uh, process. So it's not rocket science, it's just having a good methodology. That, is, that, is that correct? And Yeah, it, it, helped, it helped me out too, because you know, primarily 
when I study Africa, I study the natural world. So a lot of the things going on with the animals and the plants and things and with the climate, I was already familiar with. And I think that's also one of the problems is that when they go on these digs, they don't take any like animal or plant experts with them, you know? So you're kind of left to your own devices if you don't have anybody that has a familiarity with it. Because everything on those pots um, exists. Like there's nothing that's, you know, there's nothing really supernatural there or anything. I mean, it's just animals, plants, man-made items like boats and things like that, you know? So uh, if you understand the culture somewhat and you're able to discern what animals they are and why they would possibly be there and things like that. If, you, if you're able to do that, you can figure this stuff out, you know, because um, it's not impossible, but there, there's just a lot of work that has to be done, you know, and you always have to leave room for you maybe to, you know, to make adjustments because that's what science is, you know, you don't have to stick to this one rigid thing, you know, you have to leave room that you might be wrong and something might need to be corrected later. And that's a big part of creating a method, you know, is that you have to be able to have checks and balances because that's really what it's for, you know. Now, you've heard us have these other conversations. Excellent. Like Agreed. I'll stop because the sister wants to speak, so I won't answer, ask you my question. So go ahead, sister. Jelanja. I was saying excellent point. Agreed. I wasn't trying to break your bell, dear. No, no. You, you have uh, your hand up as well. Did you have a Oh, I did, but Reggie was still talking. Um, I wanted to ask our guests a couple of questions from the chat, if it's appropriate to do so right now. For sure, for sure. So uh, just to clear it up for the chat, can you please clarify your credentials, if you don't mind? My credentials? Um yeah. Well, I'm, I'm an independent researcher. I always have been. You know, I, I don't claim to be anything or anything like that. I'm just another guy out here trying, that's all. And so, um, you know, everything starts with a general interest. And it's just, you're just trying to figure things out. I'm not trying to prove or disprove anything. You know, you're just trying to figure things out. That's all. So do you consider yourself an autodidact? Um, are you degreed in any certain concentration? And could uh, you clarify the... Um, conference uh, that you were um that you participated in uh the oh, AR yeah. something yeah the arce is uh it's an acronym for the american uh, research center in egypt uh they just they have a conference yearly um and i went to that this year and presented because i'm a member you know so um you don't necessarily have to be a member i don't think but you have to pay a fee it's just a a bigger fee but um but I do read Meadu Netcher. Uh, I finished Moot Riketti school. So, you know, I, I read the Meadu Netcher. Um, I have an, an, an associate's degree in information technology. But as far as like the other stuff, I'm not degreed in any of that stuff. Your presentation is on YouTube, right? Where, where is uh... um, it's on It's on the ARCE channel, but it's not on YouTube. They have a channel on Vimeo. Okay, so I will I will uh, find I will find the link and I will put it in the uh, chat, right, so that they can mm -hmm. actually see your presentation, in from our, from those questions for me was to no disrespect to you, uh, I just wanted to clarify it was questions asked in the chat. We sometimes have these these discussions on you know how do we 
um, qualify an expert and things of that nature. So I wanted you to just explain, you know, your own personal situation. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's that's fine. That's that's a fair question. There's no problem. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, he's not an expert, but he's an advanced student of uh, Mook Riketti, Dr. Riketti Ahmed. So he is uh, one of the best MetaNature readers that we have. And so uh, one of the best, not, I mean, he watches Smash, right? Um, uh, what, do you, what do you think about Smash? Jonathan Owens. Uh, what do I think about him? Yeah, Jed, you've seen his work. What do you think about him? His yeah, I mean, um, well, you know, I don't, I don't watch a lot of YouTube stuff, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, I, do, I do check out, you know, his channel. Um, and um, I, I think that ultimately, as long as we're trying to get to the end of something, ultimately, it's, it's all good with me, right? And that, that's kind of how I feel about it. As long as it's not pointless and, you know, it's, it's not, you know, it's not a, a, a peeing contest or anything like that, it, it's cool with me. I, I don't knock anybody for what they do. As long as you, you're trying to get answers, that's the main thing and that you're willing to put the work in to get the answers, I wish you know. I wish you're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the, um, the booklet, right? So give them your government name. Uh, what is your government name? So oh, they look um, at the booklet uh, so they know who, who it is. So I'm gonna put the booklet in the uh, in the regular chat. And okay, oh, the abstract booklet. Yes, I'm gonna put the abstract booklet in the regular uh, chat and then I'll okay. find the video. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, it's in there. It's in, oh, Reg, it's in alphabetical <clears throat> order by the first name. Um, I can't remember what page it's on, but yeah, my name's Lamarson Ford. It's on the video too. You can you can see okay, it if you so if you get the video. The, right. I'm yeah. going to find the uh, I'm going to find the video and I'm gonna post it. And unless there's any more questions, I, I, I have I, a think- I have a quick question mm-hmm. because I, I I really like how the brother sort of talked about the multidisciplinary approach, right? Uh, the importance of that, right? Um, we always talk about that on this channel in terms of. You know, how, how do you really get to the bottom of, you know, and, and, and have a, a, a really firm scientific understanding of, of when you're doing these studies, right? And you mentioned um, having, introducing climate science into the conversation, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I really would like to, for you to kind of dig into that, right? The importance of maybe having that, the multidisciplinary approach just a bit more. You, you kind of touched on it, but I would really like mm-hmm. for you to sort of tease that out just a bit more. How, how, how that, how climate science and that multidisciplinary approach actually mm-hmm. helped you in your uh, advanced studies? Oh, well, what happens is if you try to take one approach, you know, you, you just use one discipline, you're going to run into problems because what happens is if you approach it from one angle and you're, if you're actually getting somewhere with your research, you're going to end up having more questions. That's just a natural mm-hmm. part of it, right? You're going to end up. So like, um, if you, if you ask one question and you try to solve it, you're going to get 10 more along the way. Right. So mm-hmm. some of those questions you have are not going to fall within that one discipline that you're trying to work with. Right. So you're You're going to have to go into other disciplines to get your answers. You know, and you have to be willing if, if it's a discipline that you're not really familiar with, 
you have to either a put in the, the effort and get into that discipline yourself and just be willing to take the time that it takes. I mean, it, it's not going to be something necessarily that you can do in a week or something. Sometimes it takes you years, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can just defer to people who already have it, right? And so, but all of that's a part of doing a literature review because, you know, obviously I can't go to these places and get this stuff out of the ground. So I can't do that. So I have to refer to the people that do it. So you end up in the journals and things like that, right? right. So, and you read a lot of articles and things like that. And um, it's, it's important too, to study the chronology of the scholarship on a subject. You have to go back as far as you can and see how the scholarship has developed and where it's gone in the subsequent years between you and the time it was first studied. Because if you have a chronology, it helps you to contextualize the things you're looking at, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you look, like I looked at stuff from, you know, just hundreds of years ago when they were first starting to dig the stuff out of the ground in Kemet and just work my way up. And when you're doing a literature review, you know, it takes time, you know, it takes a lot of time. Like I said, I did it for two and a half years. And there's things that are constantly coming out, you know, so there's going to be things you haven't seen yet. So you have to be like, okay, I need to stop and do this. And I got to check this out and those kinds of things. And when you're doing that kind of work, you're going to see things from different disciplines, right? So even if it's not your thing, you do have to have kind of a grasp on it to at least be able to understand it, right? right. And so, because sure. you're talking culture, right? So culture is not just made up of one thing, you know? So you have to engage all of those different things in some kind of way, right. especially and, when it's just and, you. Like, I don't have a team. It's just me, you know, right. so I kind of have to. And, yeah. and that's the interesting thing. When you're doing advanced research, you're going through, you're doing your initial literature review. Then you go in and say, OK, well, how do I actually analyze some of the data that I'm that I that I've collected so far? How do I build models? And then in the middle of it, I have to go back. Right. And do an updated literature review. Right. Try right. To, to kind of figure out what what is what has transpired since the last time I took a look at right. the existing body of literature. So it's, right. it's like this ever evolving, growing thing in the middle. It's sort of like building the plane while you're flying it when you're doing advanced right. research as well. Absolutely. Right. So yep. that's a that's a that's a really good point. Yeah. I put yep. the video of I, I put the abstract um, booklet. And I also put his uh, video of his uh, presentation in it. And you, when you listen to his presentation, you are going to hear a lot of similar stuff that I've um, talked about in this uh, chat, um, this, these presentations about uh, on the origin of writing. Um, the, the other thing is, can you, uh, just a shameless shout on plug for me, how valuable is my museum torch? <laughs> um, well, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of the, the things that we have here at the museum where I am, most of it comes from the Metropolitan Museum anyway. So, and the, the Kemet section is small. Like it's, it's like in one room. So I knew I had to actually go and see the pots, right? So because Reggie knows his way around the museum. Like, you know, he walks around that place like it's his living room. And, and I, I give tours at the museum here. And um, just to see him do that in a big place like that, like it, it's crazy, you know? Um, and, um, and there's a lot of stuff in the, in the Met to actually go through, even like with these pots, you know, there's a lot. 
And so it helps when you have somebody who knows what they're doing in the museum, because it's not it's it's not as easy as it looks sometimes, you know, because you have to keep track of so much. And if I would have went there on my own and I've never been there before, like the first when I went, that was my first time going, period. So um, having, you know, having somebody with you that that knows where everything is and they can get you to it quickly and you can take your notes and, and all of that kind of stuff. It helps because that's one less thing you have to worry about. So you can do what you need to do because you have somebody that's like, okay, this is where we are here. And there's some other stuff over here that you're going to need to look at for what you're doing. Let's just go over here. We're going to bypass this. Cause you know, that really doesn't have that room over there. There's nothing there that really concerns what you do. You, you know, otherwise you'll, you can spend five hours in, in the, in the Kemet section of the Met easy, but no problem. And you could come out of there potentially and have almost nothing. Okay, so I left you one day. President, let me Wait, ask one, you one quick second. Let's get to last, it, last part. Last part, and I'm finished. Yeah, so tough, I left you one question, day. President. I left you one day, and I left you at the um. I um. I got you into the library, right? So can you tell about the um? So I got you into the Met Museum Library, right? Mm -hmm. And got you a card. Can you tell them about your experience there? And I'll stop. No more. Nothing. No more comments from me. Yeah, because you're making it easy. <laughs> um yeah um yeah the uh the museum in the met is um it's it's great it's wonderful if you like to read a lot it's definitely a place you can go like i i spent a few hours just browsing the collection of the stuff that the met has put out you know because they have it all in there on the wall so just being in there and um now so like whenever i go because when i go to a museum that's usually the first place i like to go to is the library so okay um, so, yeah so that so, was great you had yeah a question i'll stop yeah, based off, how you doing, brother? I met you yeah. before. You yeah, doing? yeah, peace, brother. Ankh, how are you? Doing pretty good. All right. Uh, based off of your research, mm -hmm. Reggie says, tell me if I'm wrong, Reggie. Reggie says that the writing started amongst the Egypt and amongst the Nubians. Uh, brother Sheffernell says that the Egyptians taught the Nubians. I say. That, that that early forms of writing is found in an Akata period with different uh, groups based off the skeletal demand, I mean, remains. What do you say based off your research, writing started amongst what? Did the Egyptians teach the Nubians? Did the Nubians teach the Egyptians? Was it, what, what say you? Well, what I think happened is you're basically talking about a group effort because there were all types of people that were in that area, right? Because mm -hmm. like you said, you, you don't necessarily have these national identities yet. So uh, because of what was happening in the environment with the, with the Sahara starting to, to dry out, right? And those lakes and those ponds and those streams and everything, you know, that's, that's usually the first thing to go. Those things dry up and then the animals leave. So what ends up happening is that these people who ended up staying um, and there was a little bit of everybody there. There were people there like from further in Central Africa. There are people there from East Africa. There's people there from West Africa, so on and so forth. So um, what ends up happening is they, it's, it's almost like how, you know, you have the cave art and then there's motifs that are there in the, in the, in the cave art, you know, that's painted. And then you have the rock art where they're carving things. And so what ends up happening is 
still in the in the pre-dynastic period <clears throat> these people that have these different you know traditions and things like that they all end up kind of working together because the culture is there already so um writing actually comes out of that process and so once you have the pottery for example as one of the ways to transmit um the transitional phase between just the strictly pictographs and then you have the rebus principle all of that that stuff is is you're starting to see it on the pottery so what ends up happening is before you get to narmer and all of that right at the at the end of the pre-dynastic period those things are already already happening so you know we tend to think about writing as somebody going and putting a sentence on a piece of paper or something right but the move from the uh, pictographs to a writing system is the rebus principle once you have that you have a writing system even if you're just writing names or just whatever you know it's no longer just about what the images are you can actually take these symbols and construct other words that have nothing to do with the symbol once you have that you have writing and so that process is already starting to happen in the pre-normer period and then it gets canonized you know, in the pre-dynastic period before, you know, Narmer takes the throne, it's, it's already set up, you know, and um, so that's already done by the time you get, you know, uh, Kemet as, you know, whether it, it's Tawi or Ta-Mary or, or Kenu or whatever it is, the writing's already in place before you even get to Narmer. Mm. So the answer is, uh, there's no, you're saying so it's basically no 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 distinction just groups of people coming together working and uh formulated system basically so you wouldn't put it on the what later on would be called the egyptians or later on be called the nubians so you wouldn't actually put it you wouldn't put it that way you just say it was a collection of people prior to the onset of nubia in egypt putting together collections of symbols is that your answer or am i mixing it up no, I mean, no, that, that's pretty much what I'm saying. Um, because I think if, if we if we get into, because we you pretty much, like you said, you have these people that are in the Sudan, then you have the people that are in the area that would later become Egypt. Um, and what happens is, I think, you know, the culture's already there. So, you know, at that point, they could call themselves whatever they want, right? But it's already there. Mm. And, you know, obviously you have these, that these, you know, there's a divergence and then you have what would later be, you know, Kush and things like that. And then what would later be Kemet, right? That comes out of that process. So, you know, I tend to think of it more as a process and things that like a continuum and things that are already happening as opposed to getting bogged down in, you know, putting labels on who was here and this was here. And the statehood wasn't really there yet, right? Mm -hmm. So it gets mm -hmm. to a point where when you approach it that way, it becomes problematic because details start slipping through the cracks. Mm -hmm. Oh, see that that statehood detail is very important. That's that's what I I keep emphasizing. Right? There's mm -hmm. a difference between what you would say the emergence of culture and the emo the emergence of the Egyptian or the Nubian state. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a that's a very important nuance. So that's that's good. Mm -hmm. So, where you at? Um, I was. Yeah. Let me ask though. Um, in, in terms of the 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 the, uh, the development of writing, you see, um, it normally correlates with, um, with with agriculture. 
right? So I'm saying like, if we're looking at uh, two different cultures specifically and one are farmers and one are pastoralists, uh, in terms of fine tuning, right? Cause just gathering symbols and actually putting it uh, to, to the, to the just restraints becoming an actual language would be by a society that can grow large through farming. And then, you know, you, you know, it's about also the ability to uh, have the type of wealth to uh, have a, a group of scribes, you know what I'm saying? You know, but all that comes with sustainability. So wouldn't it make more sense though that you would, even though you've seen the symbolisms of it, right? Because it, right, it don't come out of nowhere, but the actual development and formation of what to become writing, which they date at the Egyptian period is based on the fact that one was agricultural and, and one were pastoralists. Um, so I, I want to make sure I, I understand the question you're asking. So are, are you saying that like writing is the, it comes out of the agriculture as a comparison uh, to like the pastoral traditions? We see, we see it aligned with, with agriculture. Okay. Because in order, right. you got because, you know, it, you got to develop forms of sedentary, uh, sedentary situations normally, mostly when mm -hmm. you, right. And so, mm -hmm. You know, with agriculture, like I said, now you get you gain wealth. People don't have to go out and hunt. You have people you can send people out to get food or farm, and now you can assert uh, manpower to scribes. You understand? So that advantage would be way more um, fruitful than than a pastoralist culture, especially in the area that they were in. Uh, some of the stuff uh, weren't as fertile. weren't as fertile when you're dealing with the Fertile yeah. crescent and such. Well, so, Jed, I think um, the, I think. Let him answer. Let him answer. Right wait, no, I'm, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, add to it. Um, was he? I'm just. Reggie, gonna, how you jumping like that, though, Reggie? I'm gonna add to because I can, because he's, uh, he's, because uh, I can. Because you can. Was, answer though to the question. Was was Reggie. both? Reggie, that's rude. Was the culture both? Reggie, that's rude. Reggie, we don't need you coaching. Did that man I'm answer the question, Reggie? You is. Let the man answer the question. He, I work with him. See, the so what? So what, Reggie? With him. So what, Reggie? I don't mean you can coach him and answer the question. Okay, then I'm coaching you. Answer doing. the question. Thank you. Then you okay. can come in if you don't think it was answers good enough. They work together. Jesus Christ! But they work together. Why, Reggie? Getting answer. <laughs> Why y'all being, just being like the that? contrarian right now, yo? So don't do that to me. If a person asks me a question, Chef, let me fall on my sword. Y'all let me answer for you. No, you no, you go back and forth. If Smash is on or somebody We're not else, going back and you forth go, right you go now. Back you're and causing forth and the back dialogue. and forth, Reggie. Reggie, you're actually causing the back and forth right now. We calm. We I, cool, no, I know the game. Okay, We're not even doing that game. Saying, tell me what I'm, what I'm saying makes sense. Are you that man that pretty forgot the question by now, yo. Go ahead, Reggie. Answer the question, Reggie. I refuse to hear him say it now. I want you to do what you was doing, Reggie. I'm not going to answer the question. Now do whatever I you was going to do. What I was trying to do is the, the question was a little confusing. He was making one over the other. So I... Um, no, no, I didn't make one over the other. I was making, I was making a position, uh, not necessarily one over the other. You get the symbols. But but I mean you have to the argument is about I mean my argument is clear is about resources and having an ability to deep to divert uh 
manpower you was sent for food. Now you can uh, put that towards scribes and artists. Is like that's these are some. That's why it coalines with agriculture and not not pastoralism as a rule. That's what I was saying. Like he can explain to me how my thinking is incorrect or whatever. I just want to hear his his response. Well, I mean, I don't I don't think what you're saying is like wrong, like wholesale, because it, it happens like that sometimes. But um, one of the problems is that you, you have to look at what was happening in the in the Sahara at the time. Mm -hmm. And so over time, what's happening is, you know, as um, it's the the drying of the Sahara is initiated from the upper part of the Sahara. Right. Um, because what ended up causing it was this there was this Arctic wind that was blowing down from the north right, and it pushed all the warm air out, right? So, so um, what happens is, this is why you end up with the Sahil, for example, because the Sahil is an ecotone, it's a transitional ecosystem between the savanna and the desert. So when, when you think about it from that perspective, um, these people were already cultivating things, right? And so, because when they look at farming now, they don't necessarily look at it like agriculture and stuff. It used to be they looked at it like it was just like this big thing. It signals civilization. They don't really look at it like that anymore. Like they haven't for probably about 20 years or so. But when it comes to what you're talking about, I think you're, you're talking about um, you're talking about like counting and, you know, keeping account of, you know, what you have and things like that when it comes to grain and stuff. And, 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 and if a, I'm correct in understanding. And the resources to divert. Uh -huh muscle that would go to food collection uh -huh. and that can be diverted to actual scribes and now you can develop your yeah. specifics your, your artisans your you see what i'm saying yeah okay okay i understand what you're saying i understand what you're saying so yeah yeah i see what you're saying okay all right um but i and that's why i was saying what i was saying about what was happening with the, with the sahara because for me with uh, the, for me with that yeah yeah and so yeah i mean i'm just laying a base for the conversation that's all but um, what was happening with that, you know, it's just like anything else. It's like, what's important to you, right? So um, when you have pictographs, see, that's the thing with the metanature is that it doesn't like become an alphabet or anything and it, and it doesn't become like abstract, right? You start with images and then the script itself is based of those same images. So what happens is a little different than like, you know, how you're talking about how like, you know, you, you have to, it comes out, you know, a lot of these scripts, they come out of counting and then, you know, so on and so forth. And yeah, then there's that, a process to start. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think that there's something happening there. Cause like I said, there's more work we have to do, but I think that there's something else happening there. Um, especially when you consider, like I said, with the meta nature, it starts out pictographic and then it doesn't lose its, its, its pictographic value, but you can use those pictographs in different ways. So, yeah, the the way that they can borrow it, yeah, they could just borrow what was already culturally, yeah, and right, right, right. So, the actual system, right? Yeah, I, I think you know, like I said, there's more work that needs to be done on it, right? Um, and I'm, I'll be the first one to tell you, uh, brother, I don't have all the answers, you know, because we we don't have enough people doing that that actual work, and they haven't been doing it long enough, right? So there's so much more to do. There's so many more questions I have. Like I have a moleskin that, and you know, there's like a hundred pages in it and it's just research questions, right? Just on this particular topic. So, um, and I haven't even gotten halfway through it yet, 
right? So uh, it's going to be a while. So uh, when it comes to that, which I, which is actually one of the questions I had about about what you were talking about, but I don't really know if I'd be comfortable answering that question as of right now, because I don't think that I that I really have enough information to answer it definitively. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that answer right there. Yeah, see Reggie, see how see how smooth that was. Reggie was on your mind. <laughs> chef, where you at, Chef? Don't don't be quiet now. Don't I'm, not I'm not engaging in this. I'm still on you. All right, good. Yeah, we right here. Good. Stay stay on me. And then the next up, the Bedarian culture. Yeah, that's how we're gonna do that. So okay. Uh, so your studies extend to the Metanesha. Are you familiar with cultures in pre-dynastic time, times, like the Bedarian culture and the Kala culture? Um, yeah, I, I looked at um, I looked at the Bedarian culture as in like the pottery and stuff too, um, because I was like I said, I was trying to I tried to go back as far as I could. Mm -hmm. So I ended up having to look at all of that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's like when it comes to the pots in particular, yeah. So how do you distinguish Bedarian culture, Nakata culture, um, Nakata one, Nakata two, um, the Gizian culture, which is probably um, Nakata two culture, I think that's it, mm -hmm. and what later on become Egyptian culture. Is there distinguishing factors there or is it just, all Egypt, or is it or is it cultures geographically located in these areas, upper and lower Egypt? How do you make that determination? I'll tell you what I'm thinking. What mm -hmm. I always thought, and if I'm wrong, y'all just correct me. I thought they were distinct cultures. Okay, and and out of these distinct cultures, you would end up having civilizations like Egypt and a quote unquote Nubia like your A group, your C group, your X group. That's what I always thought. But I never thought that the kind of Bedarian culture was actually Egyptian culture. I never thought that. Now, if I'm wrong, just tell me I'm wrong, brother. That's just, that's where our argument is right now. Okay. Now, that, that's a good question. Um, if, if I'm looking at, like, the pottery, you can see how, like, the motifs change. And a lot of the times, the motifs will change according to the necessities of people. A lot of the times, right? Because this this stuff is functional. It would have been used, except for like the um, like the funerary pottery. That seems to to uh, be something that people would put in a grave, just like how you know we might put a memento or something in somebody's coffin today, right? So, um, but when you look at the, at the pottery, um, it it can give you a lot of information on that stuff, but like I said, we're just really, really far behind on it. But um, I do think that there were groups of people during certain times that were kind of doing their own, that were doing their thing, kind of like what you were talking about with the, you know, you have these different cultures and they're all kind of doing stuff, right? But then they're also engaging together, you know, because when you get people together in close proximity like that, you know, they're going to interact with one another. I mean, there's there's no way about it. They, you know, they're probably trading just like how you might go next door to your neighbor and say, hey, can I get a cup of sugar or whatever? And they just moved in and you don't know them. That kind of stuff, I'm sure, was happening, right? Because, you know, they're human beings. So we have to keep the humanity intact when we talk to, 
talk about this stuff because that's where all of the, the information is about what their 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 aspirations and things were. So when you're talking about culture, um, I, I tend to kind of lean in your direction with it, you know, um, because we end up seeing later, like even before you have the statehood, you already have kind of like these city states, right? And so those kinds of, uh, you know, people groupings, they don't just happen out of nowhere, right? Because there's, it's not like, you know, you can say, hey, I'm moving to New York City. New York City has been around for hundreds of years. You know, you don't have that. So, you know, where the people are is just kind of where they find themselves. And then you get these city states out of it, right? And then you have the people moving back and forth and stuff like that. So wherever you have, you know, different values and things like that, you're going to have that cultural exchange. So it just, it just seems to me that at some point, these cultures kind of, the cultures kind of converged and just became like a singular thing. And then you end up getting these other things that are offshoots of it, like Kemet. And then you end up getting like the stuff that was happening in, you know, Tosseti and, and all of that kind of stuff. So I, I think I kind of lead towards, you know, where you are with it, but, you know, like I said, I could be wrong, but I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not speaking definitively on it, but I'm kind of where you are with it. Can I ask you a quick question? So the quick question is, now these conventions that we use, Nubia and Nakata, right? And do you think that these are planned uh, conventions to always try to designate Egypt as something else, even in its roots of Nakata? to make Nakata separate. So why isn't Nakata Nubian? When I say that Egypt is born out of Nubian civilizations, I see that Nakata civilization is a Nubian civilization, mm. right? It's multicultural, right? Do you, or, or you do not think that there are different populations on No, I do, I do think they are, but there's still, uh, the culture is more similar than it is different. Yeah, right? of course. And so uh, do you do you think that it's just terminology to say that, well, since this we know now that the Nakata people was absorbed by ancient Egypt, they can't be Nubian, right? Instead of seeing it as it really is in its place, Egypt, um, the Nile Valley in its place, as all of it, the same groups of people and not a Semitic population or Oriental population or uh, a, a special population that Petrie tried to do with eugenics. Do, do you see that convention interesting? Yeah, no, nobody's on here is making those kind of arguments, so. No, I'm just asking him the question. Um, I'm just asking, I'm not saying that anybody is here, but we do have people um, who come on this chat that start talking about a Mediterranean, for example, is Egypt a Mediterranean population? Let's just start there. Uh, Chad uh, and Mom, is, is Egypt a Mediterranean population? No, nah, they all on their best behavior. Scared to death to talk. They argue with me, though, but right now, everybody's scared to death to have the guy. Chef, where you at, Chef? Now, I don't think, I, I wouldn't say the Nakata culture was Nubian culture. He asked say. that man the question, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm jumping in. Oh, I thought we could. I thought we could. uh, He's talking to you, Chef. No, he was talking to his. You know what? I'm deaf. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're right, Uncle. Fred, you talking to me. 
Reggie, why are you telling them and then I you ask them a question? A rock, I was throwing a rock in the air Thank to you. hit somebody while I, I was asking the question. But so, uh, so, so. You said, let's start there. You was talking. Hold on, Reggie. Who was you talking to? You said Egypt and Mediterranean culture. Let's start there. You was talking. No, to... uh, no, Reggie. Was who was you talking part. to? So he was I just talking to the to... brother, yo. But then All he right, threw so the rocket action. So since, oh. since since he's here and he <laughs> and he studies the pottery and the cultures, uh, would, you, would you ever call? Would you ever call the Nile Valley culture a Mediterranean culture? Would you or would you not? And I don't. If you have to go, let us know. Uh, I'm gonna keep you all night. Yes, if easy. Um, um, I got a few more minutes I can hang around. But um, uh, when we when we're talking about the the formation of the state, you're talking about something that happens uh, closer to uh, what we would call the South today, because that's that's where it takes place at. That's where the orientation of it is. So it wouldn't be oriented in the Mediterranean, right? So I, I don't really think you could say that and leave it at that and just say flat that that's what it is just because of that right um because you would have to stretch the mediterranean so far down in a lot of ways you would have to stretch it into what people like to call sub-saharan africa even though i don't like to use that term that's just the term that people use right um if we're going to use the term like mediterranean you know which honestly i don't even think it's necessary to even use that term So why isn't it, so then why, why or they draw a hard line between the Qatar and Nubian A in conventions? Why is there such a hard line between, oh, that's Nakata one, two, and three, and then there's Nubian. Where's the gray area? Why, why do you, so I'll just- Are, are there cultural, are there cultural differences between Nubian A group and, and what they're labeling in the Qatar group? Do they can see, do they see distinctions? Where's Nakata at? Like, let's stop playing. There you go. There you go, Chef. Yeah, are they able to make distinctions between? Why, why do they do that? I'm asking. Are, are there cultural distinctions, uh, Jay? Um, yeah, like, uh, what the way I would put it, just to draw like a modern parallel, it's like um, if you have, you know, like us that are here in America now, right? There's cultural distinctions between those of us who live in Mississippi and those of us who live in California, those of us who live in, you know, uh, Maryland or wherever, right? But there's a thematic unity in the culture, right? So um, the same kind of thing seems to have been happening there. So while you have these other people who are coming from these other places, and you know your culture is something you don't even have to put that in your back pocket, right? You you just bring it with you because it's your culture. It's wherever you are, right? So there's a lot of that going on. And so what ends up happening is these cultures all kind of culminate, right? So um, when you have that kind of stuff going on, you can expect to see you know the distinctions, and you can also expect to see things that are similar, right? And so what ends up because culture really is just an agreed upon paradigm to help people solve their problems. That's really all it is, right? Um, and in a nutshell. So when you, have, when you have those kinds of things going on, you're gonna see things that are similar and then there's gonna be stuff that may not be so similar, right? So um, 
I tend to not necessarily focus on one or the other. I just try to see what's there, right? And so you're going to see those differences and you're going to see those similarities, right? So um, it's just something that you kind of expect from a cultural anthropological um, perspective. Yeah, so everybody good? See, Unk zoned out, falling back. I ain't zoned out. Can't believe y'all. Scared to death. Scared of what? I already asked my question. He said he don't feel Chef, scared to death. Where you at, Chef? I think we had a good we had a good conversation going on about Nakata, A group, and all that. We we want to hear your stance on it. No, nah, I want to argue with you. Okay, I figured it. I figured that's what it was. I was winning last time I checked. <laughs> no, mad. no, no. Yeah, because you ran off and did some wild shit like you usually do. You know what I mean? But I didn't. I didn't look up the words, the the the, the sketchy parts. So I, I, I'm I'm on you. I'm, I'm Go ahead. You. What's the sketchy part? No, no. Finish your conversation. No, this, with we the talking problem. about the color. Me, me, and you got all week. Like they ain't okay, even. All right, okay. Yeah. So what's this? I want to hear the sketchy part though. No, see, you all okay. you get focused on with you, and uh, okay. we got somebody on here that we can have a cold conversation with, and you won't worry about how you wrong. You always wrong. Don't okay, worry so about that. Yeah, what do you so Jay, what, uh, what do you consider uh the beginning of Egypt or what we would call Egypt? Egypt. Like what 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 time, what date would you put that? What what date you talk you talking about the formation of the state, you mean? Yeah, like what would you consider okay, this is Egypt. Um, that, and you know what, uh, brother, that, that's, that can be a hard question to answer sometimes because a lot of that stuff is older than they say it is. Right. And so when you start getting into dates like that, it can be problematic sometimes just because of that. But, um, but what I can tell you is that the culture is, is already in place. I think sometimes, uh, we tend to think about it like Narma comes and he unifies the two regions. And then when he does that, the culture pops up, right? <laughs> I, I, you, you know what I mean? And it, mm -hmm. it, it's not its not quite that simple, you know? Um, you, you have to kind of have something to stand on first, right? So um, I him. would, yeah, I, I would tell you that, you know, the culture is actually in place first. Dang. And then, you know, the, uh, the two regions get unified. And then there's a lot that comes along with that when you have that statehood and things like that. And then, you know, because everybody kind of has something to kind of rally it under, you know, and so but the city states and stuff are still there. You know, that actually leads to the to the first intermediate period because you had these guys doing power grabs in these city states because they wasn't feeling having to pay taxes to the to, you know, the ruler, for example. Right. Really? And so th that's one of the things that leads to the first intermediate period because they were fighting over the resources and things. But um so it, it wasn't something that was smooth transition and it wasn't something that, you know, everybody was on board for it. But, um, but yeah, the culture was already, you know, pretty much solid before Narmer comes forth and unifies the two regions. So, um, yeah. So, so generally, I just, I just tend to try to leave it right there. So, but Normal was not Egyptian. What was his culture? What? Normer was not Egyptian. He was Nubian. What was he? I can't do this shit. He was Nubian. Like make it. I knew I was gonna throw a rock. What was he? He was. He wasn't Egyptian. He was what? Like, All right, let's ask him. 
Let's ask the yeah. guests. What, what do you think? He was Mesopotamian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jed, he was the scorpion king. Where you at, Jed? Yeah, Jed, I'm, you, I'm here. You are here. a troublemaker, sir. What do you, what do you say? What do you say? Uh, Norma was. Well, I tell you right now, he definitely wasn't a Mesopotamian. I tell you that. But um, was he an Egyptian? Well, um, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be that before you have the state identity, right? Because that's really all it is. It's just a state identity, right? Yeah, argue me down about that. Yeah, I can't. That, that's really all it is. Um, but because you know the culture was already in place. You know, it was the what same cult, thing. What the, culture? What it culture? was the same thing in the United States, for example, right? Um, you know, they wouldn't have called themselves Americans, you know, or or whatever, because that had the statehood hadn't been established yet. But George Washington and them was calling themselves America before the state uh was codified. Yeah, they may have been. Well, right? We have their documents. But, yeah, right. But yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. But what I'm saying is that there wasn't this state identity of we're all Americans and this is what we're doing and, and all of that. That didn't quite exist yet in the subsequent periods when you have these people coming over here on these boats and things like that. That was something that happened closer to the time of the state formation when you know they were fighting the red coat situation and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like this situation with John Hansen. John Hansen was not the first president of the United States because there wasn't a United States. It was the Continental Congress. Right. Right. And so to make the mistake to say that John Hansen was the president of the United States or the first president of the United States, let alone the pseudo claim that he was a black person, which is ridiculous, but to stay on fact. And to stay on point, John Hansen would, would never been considered uh, president of the uh, United States, right? He was in charge, he was uh, elected uh, in charge of the Continental Congress. And there were several people uh, before him that were in charge of the Continental Congress. Two separate things right there. So I think that's probably a better example. But mm-hmm. he know, was a president, but huh? Was he a president? No, he wasn't. The, the term was. president wasn't even in play yet. Nope. He wasn't ever like president. Bet money. Bet. 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 Con- yeah, he wasn't. He was not the president of the United States. He was the Continental Congress. I said, was he a president? No, he couldn't, couldn't have been a president. President of what, Chef? Of the Continental Congress, which you just said. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. That was a trick question, Rock. He was going to get you with the president. No, nah, he wasn't the president of Continental Congress. He had put some money you on You just that. said he was. I didn't say that. I said he was not the president of the United States. I said he was elected a leader, official of the Continental Congress, leader. not, not the president. Say, you said president, but oh, we can move on. Okay, and go yeah, we can hit the rewind on that. On, but I but I did ask Jed for a few minutes of his time. So Appreciate I that, Jed. So yeah, no, no problem. No, why are you rushing them off? <laughs> I'm not, because I asked him to come on. You saw me on the phone trying to get him on, right? And he said he had a few minutes. So I don't want to take advantage All of right, him. Sure, bro. Yeah, for sure, nah, bro. Yeah, yeah I, I, I really do got to run. I, I got some reading to do before I go to bed. And I got to get up in like four hours and do some more reading. So, yeah, it, but no, I, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I, I really, really do. I appreciate it. Got to come back and talk about the black top pottery. I got some questions about that in terms of just getting it. 
really into some of the uh, the architectural wares that you're looking into. So uh, okay. I'm, I'm kind of interested in that as well. John okay. has no problem. President, uh, you're always welcome on the panel, man. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all. Thank you so much. Yeah, it went it went better than you thought it was gonna go, didn't it? Brendan is my dude. He's somebody you could talk to because he does do some research. Okay, hold on, Reggie. Hey, Jed, it definitely went better than you thought it was gonna go. See what I'm saying? We know how to do our guests. We ask some hard questions, but we know how to straighten up, yo. Like, don't be confused about the back and forth that we do, yo. But we, but we respect guests that come on the show. And there's always a different type of decorum. We're gonna throw some shots, but it's gonna be it's gonna be like it was. So we appreciate your expertise on your subject matter, bro. Don't appreciate you. Him. I got two black eyes. Yes, I'm like a raccoon around here. <laughs> hey, hey, the, 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 the brother backed up my Glad point you. between the Egyptian statehood and the culture. We need to uh, look at those nuances. So I'm 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 perfectly content with the conversation, right? Yeah, for sure. Good. Yeah, don't talk that black top pottery though. That, that, that get all y'all. That's a Bedarian, that's a Nubians. Explicit in black top pottery. That later on Egypt would adopt. We gotta tell, we gotta tease that out. They don't want yeah. that. See, they don't. Uh, okay, right. not the wavy line. We got, we gotta talk about. Oh, so we in the twilight zone. So black top pottery. They make very distinction between that black top and what they were doing. No, you know what the problem is, and Jed, you could go right now after I say that. Anytime you say black on this show. They go bananas. So they work. The black top pottery. They go nuts. Black. So anyway, Jeff, good night, man. You out of here. All right. Y'all y'all take it easy. I appreciate it. All right, bro. Appreciate you, man. All right. Yep. So that was a good interview. Thanks for bringing them on, Reggie. Thanks, job, Reggie. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you that that farming pastoral is bird flutter on us. Yeah, that farming and pastoralism that comes up all the time when you're talking about writing. What? What'd you say, yo? He always making something up about farming. So, so what you, yeah. what? He, he didn't have an answer. How you gonna write when you farm? You ain't got time, you know, no write when you farming. That's the reverse of what they say. That's how you, you said the opposite <laughs> of what they say. Yeah, yeah, you know, I stay wrong. That up, so, so. Yeah, yeah. President of the Continental Congress. Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> what? President, not leader, uh, not leader. Oh, President. Man. I don't believe. Stop your madness. You just started a whole bunch of lies talking about John Hansen wasn't the president. Then you gave some mixed up explanation why he wasn't the president. And he clearly was the president of the Continental Congress. Yeah, he wasn't the president of the daggone. Uh, and that you said he wasn't the president. I don't. I ain't that wasn't. That. Hold on. See. Okay. So I can take that. that. Yeah, yeah. You just said that. No, no, no. I can okay. accept that. But that wasn't the example. The example was that he was the president of the United States. Was that was clearly why I was saying it. Whether I got the president of the Continental Congress part right, that wasn't it. And you know it. Then once again, you try to take advantage of me making a mistake on something. You make too many mistakes. You the whole thing. You, you, you talk. Know. You talk too tough to make those type of mistakes. That's my <laughs> point, my nigga. You let them swing. You got You let them die swing. I can take that. I can take that blow. Lord mm. have mercy. We ain't goes yet.
Let, let's get in Gozy out the way before I run over Uncle real quick. <laughs> she ain't running over me. I'm going to run your ass over. Yeah. At 11 o'clock at night, and I'm getting up in the morning. I'm about out anyway. You yeah, you might as well get off here now because yeah, that just... wild shit that you pulled was crazy. So, okay, so what did I pull, though? I'm asking you. You, you, pulled, you, actually, pulled, you actually pulled the hamstring. Okay, what got, did I pull? I'm listening. It's time for you to get benched. No, what did I pull? Pull the hamstring and it's time for you to get benched. Okay, so what uh, happened? Who, uh, let me... who, who is Nakata? Who, who? Who's in Grave Sites? What? Get on his head, Chef. Get on Yeah, yeah I'm, on, I'm on him. <laughs> Who's in them Grave Sites? Who in them Grave Sites? Yeah, and Nakata. The people was in them Grave Sites was the same mixed multitude that was in Egypt that we already then talked about for the last two months. Oh, so, 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 so a Nubian type. No, motherfucker. Uh -huh. That's the part, that's the part where you mixing it up. Oh, so Yo, uh, it, these, pe the, the, uh, these people, these uh, people, hope uh, then, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna uh, let you, go ahead. Uh, are you, you up? You upping, you upping for no reason. Are you, are you conceding that there are Nubian types in Nakata that you would later on find in Egypt. So if they in Egypt, the Nubian types would still be considered Egyptian. Are you conceding to this point? Mixed multitude? Hold on. No. When did we ever say that those types wasn't in oh, okay. Egypt? Okay, well, I'm done. You know, I know no, 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 no. I'm so, done. so why? Hold on. If no, was, I'm saying you can again, see I'm done. God damn, yo. I just said I'm done. Go ahead. If that's what you're saying, you no. conceded that I'm, I've had enough. No, why would you make me concede that point when that wasn't the point? Oh, that's How? not the point? Are you conceding? You're not, you're not conceding? Oh, fuck. You know what, yo? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> what? No, I'm good, yo. Now, what you trying to say? I'm asking you. Yo, that was not the point, man, Sosa was making yo okay what was your point because your point you might have been about, right we were talking you right. about pre-dynastic okay egypt and whether nakata was egyptian you went to cranial and skeletal remains talking about they were horn africans they should say that they was similar to people in jericho you know where that shit is at in the levant they say it was people in the maghrib you know where the Maghreb is at? That's North Africa, Morocco, and all of that shit. So to, to try to nail it down and say, and, and then the skull morphology of um, horn Africans, right, that got a high concentration of um, Western Eurasians in them, all of that shit could be clustered together anyway. But guess what it said? That Central Africans, Sub-Saharan Africans and West Africans, that wasn't the type at all. At all, my nigga. But it clustered with Horn Africans, uh, people in Western Asia, and people in motherfucking um, in the Maghreb, which is North Africa, west of Egypt. So if all of those three populations are right, it's consistent, yo. That, that's saying that they, they are consistent you know what I mean? Group of people, and then they call them homogenous, moving north to south. <laughs> like all the other sources about Egypt say. 
So that that was crazy to try to piggyback that like that. But that's what you do. Confuse so, it. You finish? Get everybody all miscombobulated. So you finish. So as usual, you do the flim flam bamboo and you leave out essential parts. You do it all the time on a regular basis. You seem to leave out the element that people would consider to be more closely related, right, to people in the South. You left it out. And let me show you what you left out. And you did it on purpose. You actually did that on purpose. I can't believe you did that on purpose. You did that on purpose. You actually did. Wow. Wow. Didn't think you would do it, but you actually did it. So let me share my screen and show you the parts he left out. And he did that on purpose. Didn't I say the horn African? Nah, nah. You left out the important part. Like the elite group. See? See, we're that talking was two about people. That was only two people that they found. Nah, 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 nah. You left them out. The leadership. You left the, you, the, the royalty. You left them out. Why would you leave them out? Like you, you think got I did that on purpose? This what you did. Yeah, you did this. I just gave you a synopsis. No, nah, but you left out something that you, you left out. Oh, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Explain. I was explain, making, explain. You left that out. Explain. Like you did this. You did the afro asian speakers. You did the Horn Act, did the McGrave, you did the Bronze Age. You left out the Bronze Age, uh, 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 medieval uh, period Nubians, left that out. The specimens, you, you, you threw that in, but you definitely left this out on purpose, you did. Uh, the the Kyler skeleton, also morphological, uh, uh, what's this, pro, pro mat? It say to modern- Proximate, proximate. My fault, proximate series from what Europe. What does that mean? What does that Put mean? That in, Prox approximate, nigga. I don't know what approximate means. It don't, that, don't mean that. that don't mean that. That don't mean that. That that other that other sub prefix is not on there. What you say? Approximate. The prefix that you just is not on it. It is approximate. What are you talking about? Approximate. Hell out of here. I said that. Okay, and I said I mispronounced it, but I I explained what it was. I said approximately, God damn it. And they closely related, here you go. Cause of something, closely relationship. Look, nigga, look, I can mispronounce something all day long. Yo, misread it real good. All right, get back to that. the point. Now we know what that means. Now let's get back to this. Now, now I, make that I, make I, sense. I, I, I ain't mad about uh, uh, misreading the word. Not even a little bit. So, all okay. right, no, so now you, you know what the word means. You left out the, 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 sub, the Indian subcontinent, then, it, then, it, then you left out this word, the however word. Why, right. why would I leave out the Indian subcontinent? You just left it out. You missed so, so you think I did that on purpose? I don't know, but you did You did this on purpose. Oh, hold on. So so I left the No, 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 no. I want to leave it. I want to leave and, you really and, left hold out. On. Nope. And, and I left the Indians out. In the water. Why would I leave the Indians out? I don't know. You, if I'm, I was not, I'm like, not mad at you. You didn't do that on purpose. So let me oh, get right but I, here. But I left the Nubians out on purpose, right? On purpose, yeah. Okay. They say, however, the Nakata fossils, and these ancient uh, recent skeletons were phenotypically distinct from fossils. This would you, you, you highlight this fossils yeah, belonging yeah. to the modern Niger Congo, speaking mm -hmm. population habitat, and tribal and, Africa. and have tribal Africa, as well as mm -hmm. the Mesolithic skeletons excavated at Wadi Hafa. We know what that said in the Nile Valley, right? Oh, 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 no, no, you don't know where Wadi Hafa at. I do know where Wadi Hafa at. Where, where, why? Don't click on Please don't click on it. We're not, we're not, we're right, not, that's it. That shit is right there in northern Nubia. Right, okay. 
Right. All right, now go ahead. All right, let's go back. I'm scared to know why they have. It said, however, other craniometric studies have found the cataskeleton remains to have strong African biological affinities, and they got all the sources right here. We can I, I, y'all should probably read that stuff like biological perspective of the relationship between New Guinea East and Near East and doing the uh, Near East, all that. Go ahead. Yeah, that's 2020. That's up to date stuff. Let's mm -hmm. say in 1996, Lovell and Pro and Provis uh, reported the presence of individuals buried uh, at Nakata individuals buried at Nakata and what they, you said it was two. I don't see the two, I see individuals, but you, you threw that word two in there and I think you did it on purpose. It says the presence of individuals buried at Nakata in what they interpreted to be elite, high status tombs. So you got some elite, high status tombs. It don't say two, he said it's two people. We hit a rewind. High status tune showing them to be and what? Like they're married. What'd you say? <laughs> they're married, like married couples. Endogamous. And they're making much in the mig uh Oh, yeah, that's the like they're married. They're married. In the same family, ethnic group, or right. related. Okay, ruling oily. No, but look it up. Look it up. All right, let's look it up. Don't take my word for it. I think I think you was right on that. Uh, mar yeah, marriage uh, within a specific group. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I figured you was right on that. I took your word on it. All right, now, now make that make sense with what we just read. A highly uh, showing them to be an enigmous. Am I saying it right? In endogamous mm -hmm. ruling or elite segment who were significantly different from individuals buried in two other uh, apparently uh, non-elite cemeteries. So it's basically saying that the people that was in the non-elite cemeteries uh, were different than the people buried in the uh, um, elite cemeteries. It say, and it say, and more closely related morphologically to the population in Northern Nubia. So in Northern, than those in Southern Egypt, okay? Then biological anthropologist Samadhi Kiata, and Do you remember what we just read about Wadi Hafa? Uh huh. That was in the previous uh, paragraph. Yeah. Uh huh. That was northern, the northern Nubian type. Okay. All right. Bala Pazes, Samata Kiata, and AJ Bruce have stated that the studies of the crani cranial from southern pre dynastic Egypt from the formative period, 4,000 to 3,100 show them usually to be more similar to the crania of ancient Nubians, Kushites, Saharians, or modern, would you say Saharians? That's right, right? Or Saharians or modern groups from the Horn of Africa than those of dynastic Northern Egyptians or ancient or modern Southern Europeans. So what you, what you, what's your point though? Where, where was I messing up at, bro? No, I'm good on that. Oh, okay, I'm good on that too. You yeah. wasn't finished reading? We didn't read all that. We'll read it again. What? You, this is the part where, where, where Sosa made his grand entrance as if it stopped anything. You want to make the grand entrance again? Sosa, dun, dun, dun. No, it was saying that the population, you know, was, was gradient and it changed when you went closer to the south. That's all that they were just giving you all of the particulars of it. It's something that we had already went over till we was blue in the face, yo. 
So how does reading that change anything? I just wanted to hear y'all say it. Oh my fuck! No. I just wanted to hear y'all say it. Uh, yeah, y'all y'all wouldn't say uh, it now. Y'all say yeah, it. But watch yeah, this. Yeah. Watch I, this. I can't. Here you go, Nubians. Look, an ethno-linguistic group of people who are indigenous in the regions which is now northern Sudan and southern Egypt. They originated from the early inhabitants of the Central Nile Valley, believed to be one of the earliest cradles of civilizations. Okay, they speak a Nubian language, parts of northern eastern Sudanic languages. Okay, all right, Neolithic settlers mm -hmm. have been found in central Nubia region dating back to 7,000 BC, with Wadi Hafa believed to be the oldest settlement of the central Nile Valley, parts of Nubia. All right, uh, particularly lower Nubia, where at times part of the ancient pharaonic Egypt and other times uh, rival states representing parts of Monroe, Kingdom, Cushman. Okay. Here we go. So the indigenous to these areas right here. So what we talking about, Chef? I don't know what you what you're doing. I, I know if they indigenous to Southern Egypt, we've been saying that. Yo, the border moved. That's what. Oh it man, here we go with the border, bro. The border it, ain't it, the border. No, suppose it wasn't the border. Are they indigenous to Southern Egypt, yo? Yes, that's a border that no 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 without the border before it so before you got a border. I don't want to get I don't want to get into that. What you because, mean? You would have to have a state to have a border. You have right, to have so, a formation of a state right that would determine borders, bro. Right. So why would we get into that? Okay, because, so because, because when I, I said indigenous saying, to this area, right, right. So when I saw that's all I said indigenous say. Uh, Egypt didn't exist at that time. No, I'm saying it was in the economy. No, I'm saying indigenous area, chef. Huh? I'm saying indigenous people in these areas oh, that I would later on become new in Egypt. My nigga, I understand what you're saying, okay. right? And so I can go along with you, right? But I want to be an asshole like you be an asshole oh, to muddy the situation when I know clearly what wow. you mean. Wow, let me get off that. When oh. I know clearly what you mean. What am right? I saying? What am when, I saying, when, when I say something clearly about Egypt. Let right? me hear a clear when, statement. When, when, no, when you get to a point that you don't like, oh, no, Egypt didn't exist then. That, that, that wasn't Egypt. You turned it all around, man. Come on. No, but that's what you do. That's what you do. Right. So, who started writing again? Oh shit! Did the did the Egyptians teach the Nubians how to write? I am a bloodhound. I'm gonna stay on my fucking point. All that horse and pony show that you did ain't gonna get away from my initial question in your ass. No, that was the Reggie though. No, it was the both of y'all. Now nah, I want to know both of us. That was the Reggie. You, well, you, know. you don't play. Been, don't play loud. That was Reggie said that. That right. was Reggie no, said no, that. I, My I, point's I, been clear. Don't play I me. Asked, I ain't silly. I asked the question and you dived in with the cop. I didn't. I and didn't dive in with that. You dived in with the cop. I can reenact what I said, though, Chef. If you so choose to hear it. Hold on. I said the Egyptians, right, taught the Nubians how to write, and then you dived in with Nakata. Why would I do that, though, Chef? I, I, I'm still trying to figure that part out. Okay, so let me tell you the part. So we just read that in Nakata, you had elite 
right, that, that were morphologically more closer to the Horn of Africa and Northern Nubians. And in the Nakata period, you have the precursor to writing. So these elite, obviously the elite would have, would have had to participate in this quote unquote pre-writing, bro. So morphology tells you who a people is? No, the culture itself. No, they was buried in the kind of graves. Uh, so, so, oh man, yo, this right. Is, so this, this bit, watch this. Over, this. So, I so like this. the, I like where you at. No, 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 no. Hold on, bro. Because, Remember listen, this, though. Remember so this. We, so, so listen. So, if we got grave sites uh -huh. that are clearly marked Egyptian, right? Right. That clearly had Egyptian wares in it, right? Mm -hmm. And if it's an Indo-European, uh, uh, quote unquote. Huddle group in there, then we can safely say that that Indo-European was a fucking Egyptian, and he practiced Egyptian know. culture based off the way he was buried, and there's no arguing with that. But on the other hand, if you find a Nubian type or a quote unquote what you call a Nubian huddle group buried in Egyptian wares and all that with Egyptian titles, then you would have to safely say the same thing. I know exactly what I'm saying, Chef. They wasn't Egyptian. They wasn't Egyptian. They wasn't Egyptian, though, right? Shy, man. I, I, According to you, they wasn't Egyptian. I'm done. I'm done. Was they Egyptian? I'm done. It's 11 o'clock at night. Or, or was they Nakadans? I'm going to give you some sleep, man. Which one sleep. was it? You switched it. You know the point I was no, making. No. I was talking about the Egyptians. I moved up to the Egyptian period. When I made the, when you asked a question, mm -hmm. I explained it. You tried to act like that we could not tell if a quote-unquote cranial metrics or, or skeletons, whatever the hell, was actually in a, a particular cultural grave site. I never said that. What the fuck? Oh, man. You got it, yo. You wild out. You got it, yo. Yo, you, you don't, yo, you argue for a year. So, hey, so you when prove, I, when I, I you say, yo, prove, a person you that you consider that to be a Egyptians, So you prove that the, that the Egyptians didn't give the Nubians right and because I didn't of, say that because of Nakata. No, I didn't say that though. That's no, the point. So what the fuck? So you agree? My, so no, you my agree point. No, my point was no, Mike. Come on, bro. Yeah, I know what my point was. My point was during the formative periods and, and, and the precursor to writing, you had the Nubian types down there, so you wouldn't have needed. Oh, you're talking about racism. You showed them about the pre, the pre quote unquote uh, writing system. Obviously, these elites had to participate in that. So you're talking about No, I did not now. say that the Egyptians did or didn't teach anybody. That was Reggie's stance. What's I said stance? he made the point. So, so you didn't move to race. Elite being in the Carter period. So what you didn't move stance? to race or something, yo? What you mean, a race? That wasn't no race. You're talking about skull formation. Uh, skulls it does not identify a race, oh bro. Oh, my it, it God, depends. yo. It, 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 it identifies. Listen, listen, Here's bro. a clarifying piece, though. If if we can find the earliest Nubian writing, right? Thousand years later. Right? That's a thousand years later. Let's determine what what was the origin of that <laughs> early Nubian writing, right? Thank was, you, Brendan. Thank is, you, Brendan. Was was that the Meroitic strip, or was that was that something that predates the Meroitic strip script? Well, they hadn't even deciphered that yet, and they got lucky with the Metanetra with the Rosetta Stone. Else they be talking so, the same shit. So how, how do we know? It, but but my question is, in terms of what what was that early Nubian script that they used? What was the first one that we know of? Hieroglyphics, the Egyptian writing. In Nubia, the I'm talking about in Nubia. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm talking about it in, in Nubia. Remember, in, in Nubia, 
Let me roll. In Nubia, their first writing that we find in Nubia is the Egyptian writing. Then they later on uh, use the Egyptian uh, characters to create their own, uh, to write in their own language and made their own uh, script off of the Egyptian characters. That's so, what they did. So, so, so you're saying that, in terms, just to clarify, you're saying that early Egyptian script that was found in Nubia, right, was something that was that was either borrowed or take or taken from Egypt, and it wasn't mm -hmm. something that developed there in that region. Exactly. So that 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 is something that that that's a that's a research point. We can figure out. We 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 should be able to to, to determine the correctness or incorrectness of that. Oh, it's correct. Oh, I'll already agreed to it. It's correct. Uh, but that's, that's why I don't, what I don't like Brendan. That's why argument hey, that Brendan, this one I don't like, like Brendan. They could put the writing. But, but, because, Brendan, again, this like. because again, we 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 talk about Nakata that a Nakata script or the the that early hieroglyphics that emerged out of Nakata, right? Are you are you guys talking? Is this something different than what? Than I'm that? not even talking about that. I'm talking about yeah, how I was talking about that though, and y'all know it. And y'all say, but why did this man read that article about Nakata? Because we was talking about Nakata, and when and when these Nubian types pop up in the Nakata, where the precursor to writing is, y'all act like I didn't know what the hell I was talking. Y'all played that whole game for two hours straight, and y'all still playing that game. That's the craziest shit to me that y'all don't get the comprehension that a Nubian type elite he's was talking in about race, y'all. He's talking so about race. Not, and then you and then you how about race, y'all? He's like, talking, what are you about, talking race? about bro. What's, like that's the funny, that's the funny style the, you're doing right now. What's this type thing that you're talking Man, about? Man, type the same type as you were later <laughs> find in Nubia. What are you what, saying? What's what's the time period of this <laughs> early Nubian? Brendan, am I losing my mind or something here, Brendan? No, no, no. I I, I want to keep going Why back this to man it. keep hollering, Rage, yo? What's yo that because early? that's what you're saying. No, oh, you saying that, bro? Yo, if we're Again. talking about culture yo, and writing, you're saying that, bro. We if we're talking oh, about wow, wow, if wow, we're talking wow. about culture and writing, how do you keep going back to a a skull type? And what what what? How how do those two things connect? Make that make sense to me. All right, all right so, so be quiet. Let me make that make sense. So during the periods where, where they start to form the precursor writing, there are there, there is a particular type that you cannot leave out. That is my point. Now, whether you want to call that a race, whatever the hell you want to keep throwing in the monkey, in, in, the monkey wrench in, at the end of the day, what I have clearly shown, that there is a quote-unquote Nubian type, northern mm -hmm. Nubian type, Right? That 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 that's in that that's in the area that is elite, right? And have the precursor to writing along with the rest of the types is down there. So you can't leave them out. That is my point. That, Whoever my tried point to leave now, Reggie, on the other hand, said that the that, that the Nubians gave Egyptians writing. I'm not in that conversation. I made my point, and I think it's clear. What I showed showed that type there. Whether you want to make that another race, like, type, whatever. Whatever. So you so saying there's another race? So, so we, got side, you, we, we got one side saying that the Nubians gave Egyptians writing, and then we got yeah, the other say side that. saying the the, the 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 Egyptians gave the Nubians writing. And then you got me saying so, that you so got you a mixed a group of, of individuals. 
that's at the origin of writing. That's what I'm saying. So, so you had a type that was in Egypt, and then you had a type that was in multicultural in, bro, in multi Nubia, right? Multi, yeah, yeah. Uh, morphologically what, what are these types? Speaking. Hold on, what are these types, yo? Go, go yeah, 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 the morphology. Go into that. No, I already read it. I don't got to go back to that. I done done it. Prove my point. Prove my point. We got we got to get to the bottom of this early Nubian script. Nah, man, it's clear that the Egyptian script predate the Nubian script. But that's not my argument. That's Reggie's argument. My, remember, my argument is that this quote-unquote Nubian type Oh my God! He our saying. elite, our elite, buried in elite cemeteries. Last time I checked, in the history of anything, the elite are the ones going to school and writing this shit. The yeah. regular commoner ain't doing it. Why am I the only one to hear ratio? No, no, no. The commoner ain't going to try. The scribes is going to be um, you know, people asserted to be scribes. And and and, 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 and I and I yeah, and, and I I. I, I in terms of some of the research that I, I was doing as well, when you mentioned the elites and the early early writings, I think it was um, sort of it was it was about the distribution of of um, of taxes and that kind of stuff. So I I can see what you're sort of hinting on there, right? Because they weren't just writing about you know just average stuff. They were writing about the distribution of of, of items of of value, right? So that that's what they were writing about, right? Um, so 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 it, it I, I see where you're heading with that, uh, Unc. Um, but again, I say we, we I think the the sources is gonna hash out this particular argument, but we have to get the argument sort of nailed down, right? Before we can really do it, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. two northern Nubian types are buried in the region, therefore. No, see why y'all keep now, y'all. Wow. Wow, yo, so you feed into it. It wasn't two, bro. Like, why you do that, yo? How many was it? It didn't say two, y'all. Like, why y'all do that? How many was it? How many was it? Just tell me. Hey, it didn't say, but it didn't say two. Damn, you you fell into what Chef just said. The two. I'm wrong on the two. I'll take that. That's cool. We don't know how many. We don't don't know how many. I'm done. Well, they sure as hell ain't West Africans. I bet you we can agree to that, can't (laughs) the people we came from we can be the movies is pastoralist and pastoralist. yo east east africans and horn african skull morphology is similar to western asians and maghrebis yo so that's the whole point yo like but yo he just muddied all of that up yo and where's Ngozi? Ngozi, please click what? the link, yo, and explain that Ngozi for when we one need him, right? minute, yo. He jumped down. Yeah. Uh, oh, there he is. There he is. He's on. He's on mute. Come on, mute. I'm gonna ask him to come on mute. Please, yo, explain that one, yo. Don't go nowhere. I ain't gotta go nowhere because at the end of the day, regardless of what you saying, it's still a Nubian type. It wouldn't matter now, would it? Whether you want to make the Nubians uh, another mythical people to come in Europe, that's on y'all. It's still the Nubian type. That's my but whole point. I don't know, care what it. How does the Nubian type make it's them? Still, it's they still, and so you saying it though, let me get this straight. The only way somebody can change that is that, are you trying to tell me that the Nubians aren't the Nubians now? 
Who are the Nubians? I don't care what you heard me. You give me the whole scenario about how they found Jesus somewhere over there, but they still Nubians, though, right? Were the Nubians mostly they were pastoralists, right? Bro, but I'm saying, no, 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 no. They drunk milk. I'm going to ask y'all one more time before I get off this show. Don't get off. Are the Nubians the goddamn Nubians? I don't care if they shit in Europe some goddamn way. They built the Kerma civilization and all that. That's what I'm saying. Y'all know what the hell I'm saying. I'm going to ask you one time, are the Nubians still the Nubians? I don't care where they shit more for lives we go. You can name you can name people all the way to goddamn Hong Kong. They still the newbies in Africa. That's my point. They was in the Tuvia. Yeah, okay, whatever. It was in the Tuvia skull yeah, that was similar. Yeah, See, that's I what know. you don't know. Yeah, you, don't read, you don't read the whole article. Man, that whole article saying about no damn the Tuvians down there in the Kata. Yeah, they got, um, <laughs> you, you, do you find they had contact or at least to, to change all the way up to that Mediterranean? You know? Yeah, they was in the Mediterranean. Oh, damn! What's the point? What's the point we making now? The Nubians ain't the Nubians now, huh? I'm just saying, <laughs> I, 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 I knew we was coming to that. So, I, I knew that was going to happen. We're now calling the Nubians at different stages. Same Nubians. At some point, we call the Nubians at different stages. Aren't going to be unnecessarily the same people. What? What? Now the Nubians ain't the same people. Nubians. So you saying uh, the Nubians is depicting the Nubians ain't just. No, they oh, say that Nubians oh. are a multitude of groups. It's not like it is one homogenous group called the Nubians. It's a, oh, okay. Now we get correct somewhere. Or is that incorrect? Is now that correct? we get now Nubians ain't the Nubians. Is that correct or is that incorrect? And then because the Nubians ain't the Nubians. No, are there other what? Are there other cultures? Are there other cultures? They know what they are. They're clearly southern tribes. So that's what they clearly are. Yo, they um, clearly yo, are a master at Merkian. How am I Merkian anything, whole yo? Whole situation. Oh, yo. Wow. Wow. yo, you did this, wow. yo. Just think wow. about this. Just, just when you go to sleep tonight, we all got to get off of here. Yo, just think about what you be doing, yo. Wow. Like, when we come wow. to clear points, yo, wow. we ask who created writing, right? You Reggie threw in- said what? No, you, I didn't know Reggie said you what? You threw the Nakata in. No, I didn't, bro. And then you got the arguing about Nubian types. You wow. just, just think about that, yo. Wow, wow, wow. Just think about that, wow. yo. Wow. Do, do you be when proud you be like, yo. We talking about culture, bro. Get out of here with right. all that craniometric bullshit, genetics, and all that more. Vibe. So, so really, so now y'all going to people to peak with nigga culture, nigga. Exactly. Uh, uh, so uh, once we start, um, once we catch on to how he's arguing, we start to argue uh, and, and get on board with what he's saying because you run the show, right? Whatever <laughs> you say, we we end up having to argue. The way that you want us to argue. Wow. The moment we start arguing the way that you want us to argue, then you switch it back to something else. Wow. That's what you do. That ain't what I did, bro. Y'all switched it. I didn't switch it. All right, bro. Yeah, I didn't switch that. I simply showed you the period where we were. When do we start talking about types, though, yo? When we read the article about what? the kind of culture and what was buried in the But we were talking site. about and writing. Talk okay, and we were and and you talked about writing, and I talked about the precursor to writing that you found in a particular culture called the Nakata culture. 
So how and I simply showed you people buried in the cot of grace and y'all went nuts. So how did we think we're talking race. about culture? Right, right? So, and anybody can be said, listen, anybody you force down our throats that anybody can be a Nubian and anybody can be an Egyptian, right? It's about the gods and the practices that they practice. So how do we get into type? Yeah, I'm understanding. <laughs> That's where I'm. Yeah, like why? why how? What, what's going on? Again. I'm gonna say this one more time. As you no, don't say it again. Through, don't say it again. I'm gonna say it one more time. We were talking about the Nakata culture. The Nakata culture is clearly the culture where the precursor to writing started. I was simply trying to show you that you had more than just what you would consider to be the Egyptian type, what y'all consider to be the Egyptian type. Oh, is it Egyptian? I said Nakata culture had an A group down there. And I said it a hundred times, bro. Now, A group is a culture. The Bedurians is a culture. So any type. And I simply showed there, you right? that within these cultures, they had different types. Now, back to the Egyptians. Y'all is stuck on Egyptians being one type of homo sapiens sapiens. Just, just a type, y'all stuck. And y'all and y'all always say, well, yo, but they Nubians. But wait a minute, but I said they Egyptians. So now I gotta go to the point where, yo, did, did you got different types of Africans? We was talking about culture. Y'all is an East African, a South African. They're, they're still Africans. When was we ever, when the last time we talked about a type, yo? You ran us off oh, of that, man. yo. We had to get you in culture because you were standing on culture. Yeah, yo, you. you that was your way of throwing out all genetics. No, all genetics because of culture. All right, all right, y'all, y'all won. All right, okay. You went to the culture. Okay. What makes an Egyptian an Egyptian? What what made the Egyptian an Egyptian, huh? Remember, remember his famous question. Oh, he ran. <laughs> he ran. He loved a weaving. Tangling everybody up, the audience, and he, like I said, he always was talking about race, y'all. Don't let him act like he wasn't. <laughs> now he's been talking about type for two hours, an Egyptian type, a Nubian type. <laughs> he's always been talking about race. <laughs> always. Trust me, <laughs> black African power. <laughs> hey, Uncle kill me sometimes where you'll make a point and then he'd be like, yeah, I got you, I got you. And he'd pull up a source. they would be dealing with something you ain't even dealing with. And then he'd be like, boom, there. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, got, I, got <laughs> I wasn't even arguing against that. You know what I'm saying? But he smooth yeah, with it. He smooth with it, man. He, yeah, he, he definitely do. He'll bring you down whole bunch of rabbit holes and, you know, the mob woman had to hear all this shit all over again. That's how I'm going to turn my fucking phone off, yo. <laughs> this man is obsessed. He's going he gonna to make each black. Before it's all, all over, we're going we to submit before he did. Trust. Yeah, that's, why, that's, that's why the focus is on Nubia. Because Nubia has been established as black. Right. See it. So 
That's why so they, they tried to make the culture of Egypt come from Nubia. The right and the people, everything got to come from Nubia or begin in Nubia. That's how they're going to try to steal Egypt away from the Egyptians. These niggas think they slick, yo. It came from black people. <laughs> Corey, Corey told y'all. <laughs> No, we gotta you gotta take Nubia out. That's 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 the queen on the chessboard. Right, and I be like, uh, why don't like even with the with it's like they seem to stop at like um, ASCAP. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but you you know you you got this bias there though. You got to assume right because certain people in a uh, particular type of thought process or certain things may be more. In line with what they think, so yeah, okay, I, yeah, 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 I agree with that. The only way to rule our bias is to do it internationally, right? Ask that guy to go take their show on the road. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and, and, and take that. You know what I mean, take them punches and, and give their punches. But it's like they stopping right there and making that the authority. Like you know what I mean? Like they, I did it there. They accepted it. Like okay, yeah, it becomes an echo chamber, right? Exactly. You can't, you can't do that. Anytime Masar and Reggie is presenting the ask that, like, what, what are we supposed to do with that? Right, like, if I'm presenting something contrary to your stance, if they accept it, then what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm curious if they do publish their conference proceedings outside. Um, I guess the broader academia, right? That would be, a, I guess, a, a, a starting question, right? Um, do they do that? Um, who knows? Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, respect the brother Reggie and all, but I, I just feel like they can't be being a, uh, uh, dropped off in like the, the highest the highest realm to really be uh, critiqued. I mean, like, it's just, too much complexities in it, you know what I mean? I, I, I just don't see the time the time being placed in the, because when you see the people that actually put the effort in, and you read how long they've been doing this one thing, you'd be like, God damn, bro, for real? 20 years on this? Right. <laughs> it's like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just the ability to switch, 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 switch. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical. I just said I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah, but your your video uh, yesterday uh, when they talked about you know how the Egyptians was colonizing the Nubians, um, so saying, you know what I mean? That that's that's the part that they uh, the Egyptians was you know um, Egyptianizing the Nubians, right? So they can control them. You know, so I mean, they they ruling that part out. That's why a lot of those Egyptian motifs end up down in Nubia, right? And then the Nubia was Nubians was mimicking a lot of the things that the Egyptians was doing. Like, but they hate to hear that. You feel me? If they all African, then what would be the problem? Right, right. Because you see what I'm saying? Because when they colonized and they took their things with them. Right, the arts and chiefs and all that shit down there with them. So yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So sometimes you're gonna see it in Nubian graves. Exactly. You dig what I'm saying? Exactly. So, I mean, they traded with them. So you're gonna find overlap of shit. 
and graves and and you know what I mean. So I, I don't get what it, it's just a bunch of mess, man. Like right. you know, your your source they they I think your source uh, Sosa uh, described it perfectly. They called it the cultural entanglement, right? Yeah. You so so they were they were so close that you couldn't really tell the differences. Uh, give give you an example. Um, in terms of the ideo ideology, right? From um, from a the, from a political perspective, that that whole idea of that um, that 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 sacred leader, that sacred king, the the the, 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 the um, what they call it, the, um, the 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 divine king. That was something that 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 spanned through Nubia, Egypt, all the way up towards the Mediterranean. That was one of those. Uh, I guess you would say um, that's those uh, human universalities. That, right, that, right. That, that was one of those things that 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 was a common denominator, right, throughout that entire culture, and you can see it sort of sort of move through that that entire region there, right. So so that was one element of entanglement that you have to be careful with when you're talking about okay, well, the, the differences between the cultures and all this, right. So. Um, and and that's that's from one of the sources that I was reading, right? Um, but yeah. Yeah, but they was giving examples in that video. That's why they they late. Right. They, you know, they, they outlined it. Right. I'm gonna show you adaption. Right. I'm gonna show you adoption. I'm gonna show. Y'all know we got a stripe on the channel for playing the um, Whitney Houston. That Jordan. Whitney Houston song. I was wondering if that was. Uh, I was wondering if that was um, history with Psy. But it, I, I, it, it probably was that Whitney Houston. Yes, yeah, it was the Whitney Houston joint. Who played that song? I, I did. I, that was my bad, man. Uh -huh. Hopefully, contested. Hopefully channel, said it was commentary. Hopefully, the channel don't get. No, we ain't get no um, penalty for it. Yeah, we I, we did put it up on No, they said nothing. It it wasn't. Um, we wasn't getting no nothing taken away from us. For they, we got they a warrant. They basically just took down the video. Right. Mm -hmm. We ain't get no strike. No, it's not nothing harmful. We, oh, we they go live. <laughs> they say English Brendan was ignorant. <laughs> hey, if, if not, we we wouldn't be live right now. Right. <laughs> no, you get three strikes though. That's not true. You get three strikes. Oh, that was the, that would be the third one because of the other one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, we had 116 late. Hey, hit the like button, man. Subscribe, man. Subscribe, man. Join the panel too, man. Don't be a chatty petty. Join the panel. All right, man. I'm done. I'm done with them Nubians, man. Them niggas already in Europe. I'm done. Yo, sir, they already in Europe. More philosophically, they didn't like you. A lot of Nubians, man. Yo, they're gonna take the whole Egyptian culture, put put that shit up in the Caucasus Mountains. Fucking I'm with y'all. Hell with it. Shit. What goes here? I thought he's gonna come through and scream. I think he had work. Oh yeah. But okay. but you know who they keep saying is morphologically different from all the motherfuckers? Sub-Saharan Africa. Yep. Western Central Africa. The shit that y'all keep trying to run away from. I ain't trying to run away from it. Yo, now the news. Look. What? We African for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the mother motherfuckers. They almost African. <laughs> yeah. And y'all, y'all love them the most.
<laughs> almost African niggas. <laughs> you say the Egyptians is almost African. <laughs> Damn, they're Africans. Then the white people got taught them they wanted to ride, so they just called them African. <laughs> yeah. well, man, oh, you look at the history. Like, say, yo, they did- say, yo, science has been corrupted. They don't want to make the niggas mad. <laughs> When you look at the history of them, man, like, yeah, they did some trade, but it's like Egypt stayed smashed. And every time they get to smash the niggas down, they knock the niggas head off like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, yeah, they wasn't playing. Every opportunity they got. They like, the Egyptians wasn't playing with them motherfucking dudes. No games you know? Yeah. <laughs> motherfucking, the Nubians came up into Egypt nicely, right? The, the, the new, when the Nubians took over Egypt, Man, they were so fucking happy to be up there. They, <laughs> they start rebuilding them temples and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Giving them all their money. All kind of goofy ass shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Championship. Like, finally, finally, we try to get Y'all these niggas. Stop look, it, look, look, look. The Egyptians was like, oh, these niggas are all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like when Obama became president. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, he ain't fuck no white people up. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> 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 so yo, the yo, Egyptians crazy, were like a, an Obama dynasty. Yeah, yeah. yo, the Nubians was the Obama dynasty. Yo, they came through <laughs> and forgot about forgot about motherfucking Egyptians. <laughs> motherfucking got whole wall reliefs on their temples when they running them over with chariots <laughs> and they all at the bottom of the man, man, that man. Touch shit when he smashed them that shit, yeah. shit look oh, like that. that's no room with chariots and shit oh, man he looked like fucking babies and shit like Marvel Comics figure like <laughs> smashing these new people like that shit was crazy yeah was not playing with them dudes bro. Wasn't playing with him at all. I'm disappointed in Nubia now, yo. And the same with them damn Magi. Like, they, they fuck with some of them. They had some on the team, and then some of the Magi, they were at war with, bro. It was... They oh, was yeah, they were funny as shit with the coaching, though, yo. What happened? He funny as shit. Yeah, and, and ain't that true that I was in the museum? Damn, yo, look at that man. <laughs> Yeah, he baited me. It ain't that true that I said the pirate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the man talk? Yeah, right. And, and can you tell him how important it is for Brother Reggie to do? <laughs> I never heard of such in my life. That's like some Umar Johnson type of shit. <laughs> hey, Chef, can you tell him how important Brother Uncle is to the little kids? Can you explain I'm that to the audience? Well, you have to. Oh, man. He... Well, who's, who's that? He just shot a bomb over top of his house. Yeah, he shot a bomb. <laughs> Boy, can... Happy four pseudo killers. Yeah, happy four. That's the business. That's the business. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm in California. It's just getting started. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got three miles. You got three miles. <laughs> Check this out. Check this out. I'm in, I'm in Marina Del Rey right now over the water. Uh-oh. Okay. That's fine. With my food truck. Oh, getting money. That's right. You're getting yeah, that money. Yeah. Yeah, well, look, check it out. Yeah, they're going to be hungry after all that drinking and smoking. For sure. Yeah, I, I just want to say shout out to y'all. I, uh, I was having a conversation with the uh, great deals y'all be having. 
Appreciate it. Yeah, we fight like hell. In some kind of way, we done lost Navy. I don't know how we lost Navy. You. <laughs> you and Reggie. <laughs> we done lost. That's a put that man. microscope on it. Hey, 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 So, so, so y'all trying to tell me now that Nubians ain't Sub-Saharan Africans? Oh my God, yo, where are we at with this now? I'm just asking y'all. I don't like the term, but I'm saying so. Is that what we're saying? Now? I just want to make sure I'm following the conversation. That's all, man. That's well, all. Who said anything yeah. about Sub-Saharan? Who were they? No, who were they? Uh, cranially? Yes. Who were they? Cranially and morphologically? No, they so then so then, <laughs> your argument that you presented. Uh what what yeah, yeah what we, you, you tell us what they were <laughs> based I'm, on cranium and morphology. Yeah, what what were they? Um uh, we're not type. using that. We're not using type. that. What type was they uh what type yeah, what type were you you've been using type all night? Type African American type. The Nubian was an African American type? No, no, I'm tripping. Obviously, shit with the European mix, right? Oh, I don't know, man. We got to put up the Nubian DNA and play that game next show. But Why? We, but we can't be so hard on the Nubians for holding on to empire, right? So yeah. The, 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 the best of them couldn't. It, it, it's very slippery, right? In terms of, you know, Egypt expanded its borders too, too broad, right? They lost it. Uh, the, the Greeks did it. Uh, Rome did it, right? It's it, hell. Uh, uh, great Alexander, he did it. He 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 tried to take his ass down there in the India and died. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know that 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 whole that that lust for empire, man. It's it's very slippery. Yeah, yeah. So, Plus, it's it's really like you know how they be like you, you fight with your neighbors. Mm-hmm. And when you an empire, everybody your neighbor. Mm-hmm. So now you after all these war, you keep having extended. To push back different conflicts that happen in different regions, so eventually you go on over over extend yourself. Right. You got so many neighbors, so many warring factions. You got to keep pushing back and extending and colonizing, and before you know it, you know I went to you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. went a bridge too far, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, chef. Yo. You see that? I put in the phone. You like that? Force of empire, right? That's the call. You think about that. That ain't bad, is it? Yeah, that's cool. Ain't bad. You know what? And that's what I like. I like that we have those conversations that go beyond just the cultural. We talk about the geopolitical pieces. We talk about the genetics. We again, it's 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 a multifaceted angles of conversations that we have, right? And I think that's that 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 really is is unique in terms of what we do on this channel. Yeah, we had, yeah, sure. we. Uh, family, that farming question, um, he was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got, I got, actually got that down. Question. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, since you got down the research question, then I guess we'll just stop at that. You know what I'm saying? Keep, keep, bringing, keep bringing up those, uh, those, those questions. So, so you, you know. Keep I almost didn't want that question answered, yo. We tried. North African Mike said he want to come on. <laughs> oh, not that no, Mike, I'm not telling you, Mike. Destroy him. Get on the mic, North African Mike. Come on, Mike. Click the link. You bad. I got five minutes with you, Mike. 
See if you can get around um Unc and the Nubians. <laughs> My point is, Unc, is like, you know, they, you know, and a lot of reason why I bring up pastoralism and agriculture because they mm-hmm. act like they don't really be seen sometimes the complexity of culture and the importance of agriculture and pastoralism. Don't, they don't dig into the advantages that come from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when I was talking about the ability to, 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 to uh, divert manpower to scribes, like, he, he, like they don't think, they don't even acknowledge that type of process happening. Like all of those layers happen. You know what I'm saying? Like hunter gatherers ain't worried about no goddamn writing. Maybe we gotta go get some food. We need everybody on deck <clears throat> to hunt. We need all of them on deck digging for scrubs and stuff. We don't got no time to be got niggas sitting down thinking about goddamn the Rebus principle and shit. Nah, <laughs> moving. You know what I'm saying? Fact. Only when you start sitting down, now you got the food. Now you can start, you know what I'm saying? You can put people towards building. You know what I'm saying? You can put people towards writing, uh, sculptures, uh, landscape, you know, things like that. Like, But if you're a pastoralist and you're constantly moving, even though they have some sedentary stations, it limits uh, who you can, uh, what type of force you can dive. Uh, diverge from your regular uh, practices. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, the the pastoralists and the, like you say that that migrate the, the 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 that culture that was sort of always on the move. They hadn't even got to the point where they could put down and, and think yet. They they couldn't even build, you know, uh, communities with large numbers yet. They hadn't even got to the point where they were doing urbanization yet. Right. So right. you have to you have to get the urbanization first. Right in large numbers before you can think about putting down the plow, and then just doing other things. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 You gotta have that. The you know the it's economic, stages, economic stages, resource. Right? Yeah, it's stages. Too. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, but I hear a lot of them make the arguments without even uh, you know just best. Like nobody thinks writing pops up, but I know nothing pops up. Out of nowhere. Yeah, that shit ain't no pop. Ain't no pop. Go to Wiz Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but there's a distinction between, you know, um grain collecting and farming. Right, right. That's why they say one is a precursor, but one is one is proper. Mm -hmm. And one you can sustain a more larger population. Right. That's why they say that urbanization only happened in areas where it was very conducive to uh to to uh to, to cultivating the land. Right, you know, like in uh, in Mesopotamia between Tigris and Euphrates and the Nile and the Indus Valley in those areas, yeah. So there's places where they could actually do that, right? Right. Yeah. Are you, okay. Uh, just show me writing before nigga get agriculture. That'd be very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga just roaming around and developing writing. Oh. That should be. Dope as hell, man. You but they, what about the work they put painting on the cave paintings, doing the artwork and all that? That's time out, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's something you can do. Everybody can do in their downtime when they're cave because they're going to do their work during the daytime and they're going to chill at night. You know what I'm saying? But then when daytime hit, they back on it. But they had, but I'm saying, but their cattle was more than enough food, though, yo. Like the beef industry ain't no joke. Mm, yeah, but that yeah, cattle, but that cattle can't. Systems. Yeah, that cattle gotta go. That cattle can like it's, they was talking about how certain, you know certain places are gonna be seasonal, so that cattle gotta be on the move. You know what I mean? But you can't just start knocking down your cattle to feed. You know what I'm saying? That's why they incorporated grain collecting. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta keep that cattle for the milk. 
you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and all the sustenance that come that comes from it. Right, and I think I think is a, a big distinction is you know in terms we, we talk about writing, right? That's it has to be in the context of transmission of communications, right? Right, a consistent way of doing that, right? So okay, well I I wanna I wanna transmit a, a message or transmit communications between right, like, parties, I'll, right? I'll be down there tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I I don't know if they were doing that in K with K writings, right? I don't. Um, yeah, they could just be you know drawing this around and drop drawing what's yeah. in their environment. Right, right. You know I what I mean, day to day, day to day life. Yeah, the transmissibility of it. You know that yeah. the writing 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 lends credence to that. I think. You know. Yeah. Hey, so hey, can I, can I ask a question? Yeah, what's up? Hey, what's up, Sosa? Hey, so basically, like, what you're saying is, like, so farmers had a higher chance to create a, a, a high, how you say, civilization based on that they were farmers? Right. Yeah, based on the fact that they're sedentary and they can right. now start to produce a larger population. Right, that's right. A lot they, of times... They can settle down and, right. and, and build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times that's why those agricultural societies will spread and then dominate those pastorally because they in time they outbreed them. The numbers right, become right. too so, large. Like like we can even transfer that to modern times. Like because like if you see what's going on in Africa now, right? Like like because of like the country being in shambles, like they don't even have time to really build, you know, to build up Africa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you still see this same thing playing out. It's it's not necessarily farmers and but you know it's the same concept though. Like, you know, if you don't have time to, you know, uh uh to build education and all these other things, then you know, your country gonna be in shambles. Right. And that larger country would basically get to a point where they'd be like, you know what, we're gonna take that block right there. Right, right. You 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 become easy to take advantage of. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's why. So is that why the uh, Egyptians uh, conquered over certain Nubian groups because they was more. They had a higher, higher, uh, you know, higher uh, way of living. Yeah, that I mean, I was, you know, that population group. You know what I'm saying? But but what we do know is that you know, from ancient times to now, pastoralists and farmers don't ride with each other. Though that's a counterculture to each other. Like they can't like you like they can't exist on the same playing field because one needs to roam around and you got a farming people carving out blocks that you can't right. come to now. And they want the right. best and they want the best they farm and they want the best areas. Right. So farmers make borders. Huh? The farmers the farmers is the ones that created the borders. Pretty much that's how they lay it out. You know what I'm saying? Like with that's the farming, you get then with the they, farming, you get classes, different classes. Because right, they, right, they ain't right. gonna go out there and goddamn cut a field. Right. Right. Because once you start farming, you like, okay, you can't come in this land no more. Right. You feel me? Like you can't be fucking on my crops and all that type shit. Right. You feel me? Yeah, and you you pastoralists, you might just say, fuck, I'm gonna run up in there and grab some of these going. You know? Right, right. So the pastoralists yeah. is, is basically nomads. They just travel. They, yeah, they, they weren't they weren't accumulating resources like that. And that that right. was a good point, what you just mentioned. We we talk about the class, the class pieces, right? It's like you don't right. really see a class distinction amongst uh nomadic uh tribes and nomadic people groups. 
you see that emerge out of sedentary groups because it's it's more conducive to the uh, to the accumulation of resources. As soon right. as you get hey, the hey. accumulation of resources, that's when you see the class distinctions start to happen. Hey, that's crazy because sure. it's still going on to this day, right? Because you know you For know sure. how like right we we all grew up in the ghetto and shit. So you know how our parents had to keep moving and shit. <laughs> you feel hey. me? Like we was we was never able really just to be in one spot in one good school. You know what I mean? Like we had to keep moving and shit. You gotta speak for yourself on that, but I emphatically disagree with y'all, one hundred percent, on what y'all just was talking about. There is no evidence that the Nubian population was smaller than the Egyptian population. There's no evidence that the Egyptians had more cachet and more money and more power. than them. There is no evidence in that at all. They traded, they did all that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, so I don't because know. The Nubians had, the Nubians had, the Nubians had, but you gotta, no, like but you gotta remember right? that, 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 that whole Nubian thing is it's more than one group. You feel me? So it's yeah. like, yeah. What group? What group we talking about? Yeah, you know? there you go. Where we're at, we're like, which yeah, one? Yeah, it's like what group we talk about? Yeah, because you got to, and then you you got to think, you got to think too. They had all the damn resources in Nubia. The gold and all all the all the shit that was really worth something was in Nubia. But it was yeah, so many Egypt groups. Was, so you don't know. Egypt was in the Fertile Crescent, but Egypt was in the Fertile Crescent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some areas of Nubia were farmable. Right. Yeah, some area of Nubia was farmable, but a lot of it was unfarmable. Wild plants. You can do nothing. Yeah, but but you're right. But when but when had farming, but when Nubia had the height of its trade, yeah, they weren't they weren't like moving around like that, right? They 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 had they what point, what period sort of I'm talking about when they were actually uh, doing trade with gold and all that stuff with 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 um, with Egypt. We, we, I guess you would say around the uh, the Middle Kingdom and stuff like that. They 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 were they were they weren't like nomadic, right? Well, the Nubians weren't. No, because like I said, they was they still had a, because I said some of the area was farmable, so they did have some a smaller farming community, but it was just much smaller mm-hmm. because the other parts of the land were. Unfarmable, you know what I'm saying? So they were main, so so they were mainly pastoralists, but they still had some farming communities also. So you okay, get no, a, a sedentary so, and movement. In, in where, where was most of the farming going on in Egypt? In the Delta, up near that black city that they brag about, that fertile land. And that what, which, so I'm saying which which part of Egypt was the most fertile? I, I can't. No, all the way to the first cataract. It was all fertile because the, the the river could actually uh cut through the dirt. But after yeah, the that, first cataract, they could. Well, happy lived. Yeah, happy lived at the first cataract. That's where the flood. That's where the flood happened at the first cataract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because that that's why that that trade that that trade route was very very critical to to Nubia. Right, because you know they they had those inner those goods coming in from inner Africa, right? The ivory and the gold and all that stuff, right? So it it wasn't that you know they they were just you know just underdeveloped. No, they, they you know that that trade that they had there, right? Yeah, so and Nubia was, was a, and like you know like they be talking about how you know Egypt became the middleman. Like 
they wouldn't allow Anubia to get their work they work off. And now the reason I'm saying like they've been doing. Once they start walling them off, they you know what I mean? They now they the middleman. I get this shit for newbie, all the shit for newbie, and y'all gotta come to us for all the shit for newbie. Plus, you gotta come to us for the shit we got in Egypt. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus newbie saying, nah, I'm gonna skip over y'all niggas. I ain't gotta deal with y'all niggas. I'm gonna skip over y'all and, and, and trade out there out in the Mediterranean. You know what I'm saying? So Nubia was kind of, I mean, not Nubia, Egypt was kind of like, you know, we'll be cop blocking in a sense. Mm-hmm. They the buffer between them getting to trade further out. You know what I'm saying? And they and they basically using Nubia for the, the inner Africa because the, the Egyptians didn't want to go down there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they talk about like, he ain't trying to go down there, like, you know, they, go on, they get under attack. So the Nubians would go grab the niggas, go grab the Chua and all other shit from the inner African stuff and bring it to the Egyptians, hmm. to the Egyptians, up at that little intermediate period, right around that first, I think right around that same first cataract. In the trading post of the Twas. You said the trade post, you crazy. You swapping the Twas at the trade post down there. Yeah. 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 They happy to be in Egypt. Singing and dancing and twirling around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, like, <laughs> the same man and shit. You like this king? <laughs> <laughs> come on, bro. We yeah, still about- definitely gonna stop that one. That, yeah. wasn't, that not wasn't on the normal palette, right? It was not gonna do that one. <laughs> hey, them boys, funny. Let's see, we got uh, well, well, I'm trying to see what it's saying in the chat. Damn, peace to everybody coming through. No, it's still right. It's bled over into Monday Night Madness, right? Egyptomaniac madness, right? It is my uh, Tuesday. You got me messed up. This? This you got me messed up. Yes, yeah, Tuesday. It's Tuesday? Yeah, I got me. <laughs> Damn, y'all so effed up. Great. Oh, man, it is Tuesday. Huh? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, ain't nobody oh, want yeah, to yeah, go now, to sleep. Right? After a while, I'm ready to jump on and start talking pygmies again and shit again. Crack. Yeah, nah, man, go right back to man. Hey, yo, I was going to go back and look over where, um, a song Kai had. I want to see them goddamn figurines. He had a little license of goddamn bikers. I want to look. <laughs> yeah, that oh, was man, funny what, as hell right that? there, that was yo. black and white pictures? Yeah, he was saying, but there was, you know what I'm saying, like, he was saying, I, I want to see what, what grave was from. Because them niggas had long beards and shit. Looking like them Sumerian niggas with them long beards oh, and shit. Man, that's probably like it's kind of like um, like uh, symbolic type of shit. They had helmets on. Yo, was they like astronauts? It's funny it's shit on the Hunters Palace. It's funny. It looked totally different. Yeah, like a whole. It's got to be symbolic. It's like some astronauts. Yo, yep. Did you ever really look at it? Mm, I mean, just generally. It seemed like I, I seemed like the pictures is a picture, and not necessarily them one in front of the other, but like mm-hmm. a side angle view, a side angle view mm-hmm. of them walking horizontally in front of the pharaoh. But from the side, it's being shown. It looks as if it's one behind each other. On the hottest palette. On enormous palette. Oh, you know what I'm saying. So the the. The, the height distinction could be a little dif- differentiated based on a side, based on a side angle view. Hmm. You know, what I mean? so so I was like, so I, yeah, 
There's a lot of questions about that. Oh, man. Reggie said those were the dwarfs. Yeah, yeah, he so we did. have to we yeah. have to hash that out. Uh, yeah, ready. Draw yourself out of here with that. I try to keep Gullah off his head. Gullah be ready. Gullah be ready. Five Gullah can't stand. <laughs> Gullah, Gullah be like ready. Gullah be like ready. Ready, ready. Yeah, ready, funny, yo, ready, ready. Hey, you and I. What other yeah, loose ends like we needed to tie up from um, the from, from the um, uh, 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 movies at the pseudo killers? Any other loose ends we needed to tie up from there? I think we did. We talked. We talked about the war on science piece earlier. I think before you jumped on. Uh, actually, hmm. I, you jumped on in the middle of it. Um. Any other things? Yeah, James. James is a <laughs> mass manipulator. Word. Well, he be talking about <laughs> hundred hey, miles. James, James, yeah, 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 James. James is definitely better than me. Right. Yeah, we hit, we we hit we hit that. Uh, we talked about the uh, cross domain violations that James is is committing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an aeronautic scientist. So right. Let me tell you about virology. Let me tell you about virology, man. I'm a scientist, aeronautics, nigga. Yeah, you know, what you say, what yo? Snails do is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a science in food, nigga. Now watch me tell you about construction. So when you get a brick, right? It's like the hell. That's funny. Y'all got a degree in computer programming. 40 years ago, allows me to see the glyphs clearer than y'all. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I got tired of hearing that shit. Oh, that nigga got a degree in the age of dial up, yo. <laughs> Macintosh is here. Damn, yo, the, the, the Atari, yo, when they had the, with the two light, with the two lights and the little light move across the screen. Remember that? Yeah, he lit yeah, up. Yeah. It be like this, remember? Yeah, yeah, hit the, yeah, you hit the white light going back and forth, yo. That's what he did. Yeah. Hardest game of his day. That shit was one of the most fantastic games that, of his that, time. Twenty six hundred, right? Yeah, the little yeah. cowboy cactus thing. You got to shoot yeah. a hole through the cactus, then ricochet through the cactus. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I ain't even talking about when they had the men, yo. I know. I ain't talking I about that. Just the, just the bar. Just the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The ball. I remember <laughs> playing that. You be playing Ooh. for hours. Yeah. Why is you playing that for hours? Yeah. That was the first video game. Yo, we old, yo. That's yeah. crazy. Be careful with the cross domain violations. We on Jesus. your head with that. Christ. Yeah. We, we see that. We see that. Be careful. Yeah. Yeah, North African Mike ain't jump on. He must must have been. Every time, hey, hey, he be dropping them sources though, huh? Doing. Yeah, yeah. When you make a statement, he, he be giving them bullets. I'll be let me look and see what you talking. What I'm trying to feel, what is he trying to prove, though? What is he trying to prove, North African Mike? Uh, the same component talk you were talking about, morphology and stuff like that. He'd be wanting to get into, you know, who who are the Nubians. And, you know, yeah, he's going to take them all out. He, gonna, he said, fuck National Geographic. Same thing. <laughs> I, mean, I think him and Gozi pretty much, they, they eye to eye on like 99.5%, no, no, no. bro. 
that last point five, they nah, they agree on everything, bro. It's a little slight little shit, and then he go off like you racist. <laughs> yeah, they agree on most of the shit. You do hit him with it. Hey yo, you ain't even seen you ain't seen this did you? I'm gonna send this to you, um Sosa. What's that? I'm gonna send it to you. It's 1230. I gotta get off this morning. Yeah, I figured they would get hot. You know, I figured they would have an issue with the 4th of July celebration. They'd be like, these niggas, these sort of killers, these Negro peens, these niggas over there celebrating the 4th. They, they could block our channel. They blocked our video. We played Whitney and it was over with. I don't know why y'all played. We know Bobby in heaven. We shouldn't have did that. We shouldn't have did that. I don't know why y'all played that music. Yo, we played the videos, yo. Yeah. Damn, you gotta you gotta talk. You got <laughs> did talk for a little while, like in a minute. And, 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 and we and we put up the disclaimer. But no, they yeah. weren't they weren't hearing that. They weren't hearing that. You tell you that song was like a classic. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah you know if people want the Whitney Houston, that that was the one that was like, you know what, this shit can be sang on some really fly shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, she got she got the most attention with that song. I think that shit sold separately and made one like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like me, this is the stars bang on bang uh, rendition. All right. Yeah. Hey, look at that, Sosa. Which phone you sent it to? Oh, I see. I think I see it coming. No, you said the my phone. Yeah. No, I see it now. You said no, I'm uh, Garrett. She think. Who did that? Me, nigga. <laughs> oh, that's when it started 2020? Right? <laughs> I think it's it, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's like about 2019. <laughs> really? Nah. It's like, it's, it's, bro, I'm messing up. The pandemic is two years old. We ain't had the pseudo killers on the pandemic. Y'all was pseudo killers before I joined the pseudo killers. Yeah, but that was, we're going to make it an even too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, is that the same people prior to the pseudo killers? Were they the same coat? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little trivia question. Yeah. Trivia question. But I'm saying, but the load, that ain't bad though, is it? No, no, it's not. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, American Dream came on OD'd off American culture though. Yeah, he did way too much. I, I was at the cookout. I couldn't even tell friend. He was like, God bless America. I was like, what? I, I, I let him on. I, I, I want to come on just so he can do that because I know he was gonna piss people off. He OD, the greatest country known to mankind since the beginning. I was like, God damn, American dream. Hey, Nobody like, else hey, on the planet Earth like, can you have this type of freedom. I was like, wow. He OD. Yeah, he's showing like, listen, I'm an ally. Like, don't even think about putting me out. I'm down. We need <laughs> to be celebrating. We need hey, to uh, celebrate. Uh huh. Did y'all go through um, the phases of, uh, of Egypt? I, I know I've been, I missed a lot. I know y'all went through it. Y'all done with it already? No, I didn't oh, say I was wrong, yo. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to get on the timeline when he asked about um, how old was Egypt? 
We know the term Egypt comes in a Ptolemaic phase around after they named the Hekapata of worship. So that's after the Ptolemaic phase. Then you get the term Kemet only in the 11th dynasty. Right. When Norman was alive, they called it Tawi, or somebody mm -hmm. say semi-Tawi, unification of two lands. But you got to follow North Africa or that portion of African history, man, from the beginning, from the Wadi Hafla to the Tyrians to the Comorusians, which gave rise to Neslet culture, to the Halfins, and the Halfins gave rise to the El Mawari or the Mahdi. And then you have the population that was in Fayum in the north around 7,800 years ago when you start to see those Neolithic Anatolian farming groups come in and a Fayum area toward the Delta. South, you had an intermediate population like the Sibelians, and then you have the Quadam. The Sibelians were kinship to the Capsian groups who were, who were also related to those Ibibo Marusians. And the Quadam were African, what they classify as, well, they all was Africans, but what they classify as the sub-Saharan in feature from the Quadam culture. Then you get the Harithians. Then you get from them, from the Harithians, you start getting into Badarian groups. And the Badarian groups, according to cranial metrics, they had mixed limb proportions, tropical. Then you get into Nakata 1, Nakata 2, and Nakata 3. But that Fayum population in that delta already had a network from the Levant um, going into the Mesopotamian near eastern area, but it's northern Mesopotamian region. And when you look at terms like Mesopotamian, sometimes Egypt is included in it, in the whole Levant. So we got to be careful with that. So it's not talking about any, any Mesopotamian group. There's a particular group of population that comes from those late Neolithic Iranians and those populations that come from near the Caucasus who are related to those uh, Calcolithic culture or the Kappa area that takes over even the Levant area and mix with those fragments of the Natufians before coming back into the Nile. And even in the Fayim area, you start to see those Anatolian populations start to come in in the north. So Egypt, or what we classify as Egypt, is a very zigzag place. And we have to also represent or respect the elements that come out of the Sahara because the, 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 the Nakata do have kinship with the Nubian A group that's distinct from the Nubian B and Nubian C group. And they have a Paleo-Saharic or a Saharic element that comes out of that Sahara that people try to denounce, you know. So it's, it's tricky. Yeah, yeah, they were saying like they consider that Nubian B group a really Nubian A group, but just devolved. Yeah, the Nubian A group well, a lot of them were those pastoralists, the people that you find over, over there. The people, they also had a Saharic kinship. You find those same cattle in the Sahara because there was always a population from the east to west. But what I'm saying is there was a, for anybody to try to denounce an element of tropical African flavor that was inserted in that. Like I got an article, I'm not even, I'm holding on to it, but I'm gonna wait and I don't even want to talk on it. But... <laughs> For people to try to play this game like there wasn't a tropical element there, and even just dealing with North Africa alone, they have unrested genes. And the population there is a representation of their history. You know, you know, Egypt or that North African area has been mixing for so long. It's also impossible for anybody to say that there wasn't a black presence there or a type of black presence there. Or it's also impossible for anyone to denounce the Anatolian farmer component that was there. And just because your population looked the way they look today don't mean that the earlier ancestors looked like that because in evolution, a lot of phenotypes are still developing and trait phenotypically. Then we have to understand uh, components of mechanisms in evolution like parallel evolution. You know, parallel evolution, when you can have different group populations 
sitting nearby or breeding through time and develop a lot of the similar traits. Because when you look at a North African HLAs or the human leukoantigens, it's very similar to populations in the Middle East. But that doesn't mean that they're the same overall. So you, that's why the, when we're dealing with the, the way they sequence DNA, you have to know what layers of their DNA is from there and what layers of it is not because it's so blurred with populations in the Near East and the Middle East for a long time. But for anybody to try to denounce the idea of what we classify as black, not being in those areas, that's some that I, to me I think that's racist and biased because I, I because I, I I'm not biased nor I, I can admit the Anatolian element. I can also admit the other elements that was there. But for anybody to try to denounce it like it's a hope, the populations partially from the Sahara, but early even the early Paleo-Saharan population, you know, dark skin just does not equate to Sub-Saharan African. And when people think about that shit, it makes them it's like it cleanses their skin to think that a dark skin population was somewhere outside of just being in sub-Saharan tropical Africa. It's kind of weird if you really listen to what these people are saying. Right, but uh, I think too, like even regardless of skin type, uh, talk, in terms of the barrier they found there, all of them had straight black, straight black and brown hair. Yes, well, they had the mutation for straight hair because a lot of the population that came from the Near East and a lot of those people that came from the early Near East, like the Iberomarusian, some of their ancestors that comes from the near that near caucus area, those populations, what they call the Daza, the, the Dazazania uh, cave, and um, I, uh, I, the brother Mike and me always talk about it. Those people are genetically very similar to the Vitas people of Sri Lanka. And if you look at what they look like, they have robust features. They were tall, but they had straight hair. That that Tyrian culture, who were there before that, who were Hadza-like genetically, because the Hadza also went through a lot of gene exchange and the Hadza also mingled and migrated. People don't know that. Just because they live in a certain area now, don't mean a lot of their genetics wasn't, was absent in certain areas. But they didn't look like that at first. So a lot of the earlier Tyrians had a loose curly type hair. The combination between those people and the people that come in, the Iberomarujas did have straight hair. But I got two articles, not just one. Talks about a pre-dynastic phase when a penetration of, of, of Nolotic-like populations before you even have Nubia start to penetrate an area and mingle. And the hair texture was totally different than the other groups of people. But I hold that. I'm holding that. <laughs> okay. For sure, for sure, for sure. It sounds it sound, it sound interesting. I'm just thinking like when they imagine that particular environment or area, they never think of the, the they never can reconcile that that straight black straight brown hair. I mean, we got to accept the straight hair, but they see it one way. They see it like you know, yeah. either Afro or, or die. Yeah, well, hair is a hair is a <laughs> hair, hair is not a determinant factor of Africa because even tropical thick hair that's that's that we develop to release heat to keep the body cool, you know, in tropical environments is is a later derived. The seal is not as old as the teal when you really get into the mutations of what we have. Early Homo sapiens hair wasn't like that. So, you know, you know, the earlier Homo sapien hair texture was very intermediate, like people in Australia, slightly curly. But you can tell based off the directions, like the jet black straight thick hair comes from a mutation called Adder locus, or EGGRA locus mutation that arrived around 30,000 years ago. So when you look at that mutation for jet black thick hair, it's a lot of mutations that cause these hair textures and the reason why they function the way it functions. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, People can't use that as a determinant factor to say what's a true African. Because Homo sapiens, regardless, 
we go to similar mutations. Sometimes we can have back mutations. Sometimes we have throwback polymorphisms for certain situations that occur. You have genetic drifts, you have founder effects. You can have two opposite groups that develop in similar regions that develop similar characteristics because they've been around each other for so long. Just like in today's time, you can look it up. African-Americans and white Americans skulls are getting thicker compared to the populations that we descend from. So what I'm saying is, is that yeah, a lot of shit, evolution don't stop. And with a zigzag place like North Africa, all the niggas is Africans, regardless of what that late downstream mutations or intermingling or mixing that they have. But I will say this, and I'm going to say this publicly. The predecessor root that carried an E marker was a nigga. I don't give a fuck who get mad. That was a black motherfucker that didn't have to root E in the beginning, all the way to EP2, all the way to EB38, all the way to EM215. At paternal root, they can say whatever they want to say, but that's just a fact. Because those early E carriers were dark-skinned people. They ain't got to be Congoid. They ain't got to be what they classify as Negroid or Nilotic. We're talking about what people would be classified if they seen the earlier carriers that happen to E. And if you run around here with happen to E, you come from a type of nigga based off what people would say if they seen them. That's all I wanted to say. Van African Design got a question, so you just explain it to him. He said, Amir, can a European have 100% non-African DNA? That's a question. Yeah, hell yeah, there are plenty of Europeans that's 100% European with non-African DNA. I, I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a year. Uh, there, there, there are Europeans with non-African DNA, especially living in Europe or populations in certain areas. But when it comes to African, yeah, explain to him why why that is because he because they can say, well, damn, if everybody's genetically African, then how can Europeans have 100% non-African DNA? That's you know what I mean. So, well, as a species, we are. 100% African, but they develop a lot of mutations outside of Africa that's non-African. When you start to go outside of the continent and you start to develop your own traits based off different situations, environmental factors, diet, sexual selection, and all types of things, you accumulate traits that you no longer have. But overall, at 99.9% of the human genome, is we're 99.9% the same. But the expressions, the way the gene expresses itself, a lot of those expressions derive outside of the continent of Africa. That doesn't denounce them from being a species of African called Homo sapiens sapiens because they're part of that naked, that naked ape that we all come out of. We're naked apes. Some people don't like the classification. I have no problem with it. But Homo sapiens sapiens is a naked ape that developed in the tropics. And our nakedness is a reminder that we develop in the tropical zones of Africa. And no one can denounce that. But those populations that are left out develop gene expressions and mutations that's unique and, and, and distinct from populations that they descend from earlier. But when you follow the phylogenetic tree, from having with A paternally, all the way to the last, you know, you can see what's going on with the migratory route, the way human beings have been going backwards and forwards. People develop different human leukoantigens, morphology starts to change, and it changes outside of the continent. Like, for example, the more gracile caucasoid or, 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 or paleococcusoid was very much more robust than the late neococcusoid. And I, and I can be bold enough to say that that paleococcusoid in morphology, which a lot of late Pleistocene Europeans had, was very much close to early Africans. And it actually developed in Africa from the population that extended out from the Eastern portions of the Aterian groups. So what I'm saying is, is that it gets very tricky. So these morphologies that they develop outside of the continent becomes distinct and it belongs to them based off the surroundings and the areas that they formed in. But that doesn't denounce them from being African species, homo sapiens sapiens. That's what we all are. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think too, uh, isn't it also with that, re, uh, that recombination? So, yes. when, when he, so when a European takes his test today, yeah, it's going to show up 100% non-African because after so long, he gets so down the line, he have certain genes that haven't contributed to his DNA. 
You know what I'm saying? So when a European takes a test in 2022 and he comes up 100% non-African, you can't apply that to Europeans and in, in the origin of European itself. That's real. That's yeah. real. Yeah. Because okay. they they're kind of confusing that. He's like, hey, my girl took a test and she had 100% non-African DNA. So they're confused about what, yeah, why. yeah, they can't denounce that. The genome itself when it comes to Homo sapiens, it, it, it's, it's totally that, that, that the expressions outside of the continent has nothing to do with what the population is, and that's a problem. And that's why people should get more involved in understanding uh, genetics and basic biology. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm saying North African Mike in the chat. Let's see what he was saying to you. He was saying, um, no, I'm right here, but I'm sorry. Yeah, we all, you know, basically all cultures descend from dark skin. Dark skin groups of people. And yeah, and a lot of those people that that was that's classified as dark skin. If you look at uh, Ch uh, Cheddar Man, uh, uh, Labrana Skull, uh, Kostiki Man, Fountain Russia, you know, if you look at these people today, they'll be classified as black. So they all come from a type of black person. You know, people can hate all they want, but they don't have to be Congoid because a lot of the Congoid morphology is later derived. Africans exist before Bantu. Africans exist before even an allotic person. Dark-skinned people exist. And what I'm saying is, is that these people will be classified as black and people can like it or not. E1B1B from EM96 to EP147 to EP2, which is E1B1, which gave rise to EB38, which is E1B1A and EM215 are all dark-skinned niggas. So if you're running around here with E and you're North African, you come from a black nigga somewhere down the line. A black nigga that comes from equatorial borders, regardless of your mutation or your SNP mutating in your region. The predecessor root comes from a nigga from the sub-Saharan zones or tropical zones. Nobody can get past that, period. And even if he developed in early Arabia, 76 to 72,000 years ago, it was the lush tropical zones of Arabia when climate was very similar to Ethiopia in the far western part before coming back into the area and diversifying in Ethiopia and using Ethiopia as an incubator and going through those different snips before dispersing all back over through the continent. And those people were very close to those early North Africans that they split from. Basil Eurasians, who also was a dark-skinned people. We got the reconstructions of them in Skahul Cave and all that. This is what the data say. So these are still a dark-skinned people that would be classified as black. So when you hear Eurasian, Eurasians is just as distinct as, as you hear African. You're not going to say a Yoruba is an Igbo or a Mandinka or a Wolof is a Bantu in Cameroon just because they're dark-skinned. That's the most pseudoist, stupidest shit that someone can do. And that's the same thing with Eurasians. Basal Eurasians look totally different than the late Bronze Eurasians and the late Neolithic Eurasians and then the modern population. So being Eurasian doesn't mean white or anything. And people don't want to hear that shit. And they didn't look the same either. The more earlier population were more of the robust Caucasoid morphology, which comes from a population that looks totally different than the population that you see now. Right. And then when you start breaking down their DNA, it's a bunch of zigzag shit. And nothing belongs to nobody. So when a North African get on here trying to act like people can't deal with Egypt. First of all, as African-American, you can deal with whatever the fuck you want to deal with because you're no longer Nigerian. You're no longer, you're no longer none of that shit anymore because you have your own distinct culture and identity. And being American within itself, just like a white American that studies history or anything, you can do what the fuck you want to do. Nothing belongs to nobody, regardless if you descend from a population. And most of the North Africans today deal with Islam. They have, they don't give a fuck about Nebuchadnezzar, Amun-Ra, Patah, Sebek, none of that shit. And it's really funny that the average African-American knows more about ancient comedic history than the average <laughs> Egyptian that's walking around. So for them to say that you can't do that, and I get what they say when they say you can't take their history and when you call them Arabs. 
But you got to understand, they call you Arabs because you practice Arab culture. And some North Africans talk with two tongues. They'll say, well, I'm this, but some of them say, but, 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 but I'm Arab. Or some of them say, I'm not, I'm not Arab, but you practice Arab culture. So this is why people say, so don't talk shit to us because we don't, a lot of us don't know the, the, the way things work. That's why we have to become scientifically literate. But I would say that African-Americans made ancient Egypt hot because the average Egyptian wasn't thinking about that shit at all. And guess what? Yeah, I can agree with that. Ancient yeah, Moors. Our craze drove that, drove that shit. Yeah, but even the Moors. Motherfuckers talk about the Moors. The, the Berbers or the Amazigh people didn't call themselves Moors. That was a name given to them from somebody else. But then when a nigga started talking about the Moors in classical history, which is some, a history of Africa, belongs to Africans, period. Because yes, majority of the Berbers were the Moors that was classified, but they worked for, they worked for Arabs. They were flunkies for Arabs. Let's not get into what General Tariq did when the Arabs got there and they made that nigga kiss their feet. People don't talk about that shit. But what I would say is in the Almavad Empire, they recruited populations from northern Senegal, southern Mauritania, all amongst those, those Berber groups from southern Morocco before the Amhead population in the Atlas Mountains turned around and beat them because there was a lot of confusion going on. So the, the, the Moorish agenda was the Islamic agenda. It wasn't no indigenous Berber agenda. They had the agenda of the people that conquered them. The, the Arabs conquered the Berbers. The Arabs pierced North Africa in 641 AD. They conquered the rest of North Africa in 690 AD. The Amazigh queen was trying to fight them. She got her ass killed by them. And all the niggas submitted. And a lot of the black population, and I'm not going to let people play us, the, the, the elite Mandinkas, the elite Sanake, we already had a gold and salt trade with Berbers. So the elite Africans converted in Western Africa to Islam on their own. It was part of the trade market. And a lot of us caused a lot of Islamic jihads on our own groups of people, primarily the Fulani group. So we got to really study Africa for what it really is as a whole. Wish you, um, we, we was also talking about the origin of writing in terms of uh, Nubia and Egyptian. Like, what's your perspective on it? The Egyptians developed writing on their own. Um, they have uh, 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 pictorial and then from pictorial you derive, it starts around 6,000 years ago, then Gonta Dryer found those skin tags or those tags, which said it went back 5,600 years ago. But writing comes from a form of drawing and art. And a lot of the zoo types that you find in ancient Egyptian symbolism in their writing, you find in the early Sahara. But people want to be from the Near East. They want to be from Mesopotamia. The Sumerian writing script was totally different than the ancient Egyptian writing script. So it's not that they, like, and they spoke two different language families. Sumerian spoken language, isolate. So that's not a good model. This is what I debated Zion Lex about, a lion Lex about. They spoke a language, isolate. Their language was based off goat hooks and grains. Cuneiform was something that they used to keep tabs on their resources. The Akkadians took that from them. But in, in the west of the Levant, the Ugaritic Semitic speakers were networking with the people in Egypt. And this is why in the pyramid text and the coffin text, you find Ugaritic Semitic writing. And proto-Sinetic gave rise to the alphabet from what they got from ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs. So what I'm saying is that I think that North Africans should give their self-credit, regardless of them being mixed. I don't care how mixed they are. They need to give themselves credit for what they did independently. And, 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 and get the Near East out they out they motherfucking heads and ass, yo. You get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel. Yeah, we had an in-depth conversation about you know, about writing, and because uh, I think the statement was that Egyptian gave the Nubians writing, 
even though we can acknowledge, you know, the the the, the precursor stages of it from symbolism and drawings and stuff like that. But just demonstrating that, you know, they, you know, and also, you know, just based just just the advantages of farming and what that gives you towards the, towards the, a fight for writing. Yeah, but the Nubian writing script was different than the Egyptian writing script. But they did, but the Nubians did borrow a lot of syntax and cognates from the Egyptians in their method. Right. But the right. Egyptians had writing way before them. You know, a lot of these people were. We we we. we it's nothing wrong with admitting some populations just didn't have writing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, a lot of Native Americans didn't have writing. Some of them did, some of them didn't. You know, uh, yeah, a lot the, of Cherokee. the Cherokee didn't get right until they, until they encountered the white man. And then Doom yeah. took some of the principles and then. And not just that, but yeah. yeah. The ancient Anglos and Saxons didn't have writing. The Vandals, the Vikings, a lot of people didn't, just because you're white don't mean you had writing. Look, when the Hittites came into uh, Turkey and Anatolia, they used cuneiform as writing. Yeah. So it's it, it right no just you know what I'm saying it doesn't it's not a racial thing, bro. A lot of a, a lot of early Europeans do not have writing, bro. When you study the history, you know, North African Mike is joining is in the build. Oh no, he left. <laughs> I was just about to announce my son. Man, he, you know, oh, there he coming back. He coming back. Yeah, he he's jumping in. But y'all get to going back and forth on that genetics. Y'all be in oh, agreement really? for about for 59 minutes, that last minute of that, that hour, you'll be like, nope, that's it. <laughs> I mean, no, because my whole thing is that when I catch certain things that's subtly disrespectful that I feel, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch it till hope. I'm not gonna let nobody just be disrespectful. Nope. And, you know, because in some people's minds, people can say what they want. They really believe that the sub-Saharan groups were slaves. And they believe that because they have that DNA of them, it comes from either Arabs, Arabs had it from slaves, and that's not true. That's not true. I and think they hold on to it though, and goes, you know, because even some of the the scientific studies, they still say that. Yeah, but 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 there's bias. There's a lot of biasness going on, even amongst the scientists, bro. I yeah, I mean, I agree, but you still can't deny the fact that. <laughs> oh, you may no, say it's incorrect. Yeah, no, it was a slave. It was a slave. It was it was people that was enslaved. But all of Sub-Saharan African DNA is not a result of slavery. That's the most pseudoist, stupid shit that anybody. I'm not saying you, brother. I'm talking about anybody. Mm -hmm. And I and I would tell an anthropologist, a geneticist, and you're fucking lying. I don't believe like it's a lot of it's a lot of bullshit and lies. And a lot of the world, believe it or not, is still anti-black. I don't give a fuck Hello. what they say, yeah. including black people. Is my voice here? Yeah, I hear you, Mike. What's good, man? How you doing? Hello, hello. Audio. Are you okay? Yeah, everything's good, man. Everything's good. Audio? Yeah. Okay. I just want to explain something. We don't have any problem with African-Americans or that they talk about Egypt or the Moors. Or... That's not the problem. Never was the problem. People can talk about any civilization. I think every civilization in, in, in the planet Earth is for all humans, even the Jews, the, the Greeks. We are all humans. People can learn every civilization, every cult. This is not a problem. The problem that started, that make North Africa, North Africans distant themselves from Sub-Saharan, is when we hear always, you are 
not a real African. You are an Arab. And this is uh, not from one or two. Always, uh, imagine this. You go on YouTube, you talk with the, someone from America. They always tell you this. What, what will, will be your response? They always tell you, you are not an African. You are not an North African. You are an invader. Yeah, you yeah. don't have anything to do with, with those civilizations. Reggie feel that way for sure. For put, sure. Yeah, put yourself in their place. People will not uh, look for things that uh, make us similar. They will look for things that make us distance themselves from you when you tell them you African, you are not uh, the real North Africans. Of course, they will distance themselves from you. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> We do get a lot of that. Uh, Reddy says that a lot, that those modern Egyptians, they ain't the real Egyptians. That's his stand on that. He, he said clearly, he said these Arabs, that they, they are there. Right. And right. They, when we talk about cultures, what people uh, still have the similar culture that they have 5,000 years or 3,000 years ago. Even uh, Sub-Saharan Africans, even Western Africans are Muslim. Culturally, Western Africans are closer to me than Europeans and Eastern Africans are closer to me than Europeans because they are Muslims. Even if, if I am not religious, but culturally we have similar traditions, we, we have similar celebrations, I don't have to, to say holidays. You know, problem every time we are called North Africans. Well, yeah, well, West Africans and North Africans definitely have a lot of similarity because West Africans and North Africans share, I mean, even though you guys are highly more connected, but you got you can't disregard the basal North African component that's in West Africans. That's why West Africans are half a group E. West Africans is the combined situation too, and some of their ancestors come from the Sahara as well, especially the E-carrying men. Great article to read is People in the Early Green Sahara. It breaks it down. So yes, uh, the, the early Amazigh, before you guys dealt with Islam, you were animists like other Africans. You worship your ancestors. You even venerated Amun. Um, you had a lot of elements that was very similar. Yes, even, even, even now, people are Muslims in their culture. Sufis. You don't think the, the people in Mali and Senegal are not culturally close to the people in North Africa and Egypt or in Morocco. They are close. They are, we are close culturally very, to very the people close. in the Near East and the Sub-Saharan Africa. Very even if you, you are not religious, Similar cultures. Correct. When you see people celebrating and the, their holidays, their uh, way of respecting their elders, all this uh, have a link to Islam. Similar culture. Even now. So my my question is though, because I'm partially of that world. My mother's a cousin to you. I'm six percent North African. My mother's Fulani. My mother's family comes from Mauritania and Guinea, but she's 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 Pula. So I'm six percent North. I'm sure she's, I'm sure she's higher. But my question to you, Aki, is what's the issue? I mean, I'm understanding that you guys don't like people uh, taking your cultures and telling you that you're Arabs. But, but, but culturally, I am, I am with you. But culturally, Aki, we are part. Well, you guys are part of the the Arab League and the Arab world, and some people identify as Arabs. That's true, because because Arab Arab national 
identity is not a racial identity. Is a exactly. Collective, you said a cultural identity. You have even the Sudanese are Arabs culture. Yes, we, when you speak uh, Arab, when you speak Arabic, you you watch movies that are Arabic. You have more relation with people that are Arabic. Imagine even the Arabs in the Iraq, genetically they are closer to the Persians, the Iranians, but culturally they are closer to, to uh, Sudanese and Moroccans, or because language play uh, a huge culture. You understand people that speak like you, that you uh, that you have a similar language, not 100% similar, but when you watch movies, when you see news, when you see news in Arabic, you I did, you you link yourself more to the land. Yeah, you link yourself more to the land. Yeah. So, Reggie, tell them how. Turn your mic up or put your mic a little closer, Reggie, trying to read uh, Thank you, King Sofia. Very, very So, Ngozi, before you leave, I, I just want to check a few things. You said something about, well, first of all, let's just do this. Nakata civilization and Nubia civilization, are they just conventions? Are they naming conventions of a people? And go, are you there? All right, all right here, Reggie. I'm, I'm not going. I was trying to um, mute. So yeah, so yes, the Nakata, um, you got Nakata A, Nakata B, Nakata C, or Nakata one, Nakata two, Nakata three. Um, the Nakata, um, the Nakata group were related to the Nubian A group. They had, they did share ancestors. Okay, great. And so what? So they seem to have gotten upset with me when I said that the Nakata people were Nubian they don't understand that it's just a naming convention from uh, areas. So it's not a people, it's not, it's, it's not a hard line really between the peoples because they were related cultures. They traded with each other. They intermarried with each other. Yes. They fought with each other until the eight, and then they unified under the age of uh, of Nurma, right? And possibly sure. even before that under Scorpion, Scorpion two, right? That was right. a predecessor of Nurma. And so the, the concept of unification was already taking place. Nurma may have been the, uh, the, 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 the victor, but the, the, the unification war had already started. Right, and we can see that through the mace fathers and stuff like that. Right now, so when I say that Nakata civilization is a Nubian civilization, now I'm talking about peoples and cultures. Now, uh, there were different cultural differences. Now, and I heard you say something. I just want to tease it out because you know we have different skill sets, different 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 expertise, or I don't even like the word expertise, but we have a uh, different uh, study. Uh, how can I say, let's just different. say 
different central focuses. Yeah, skill sets, right? So we make it interdisciplinary, right? Now, so what I have done is I have cataloged uh, Nubian pot marks, what they call Nubian A pot marks and cultural marks. And I have cataloged Nakata uh, pot marks and cultural marks on their material culture. And when the state of Egypt comes together, they begin to combine it. For example, Nakata worship Bat. That was their, uh, sorry about the fireworks. Nakata civilization worship Bat, right? Nubia A culture worship Hawat Hor, right? Nurmur palette has Bat. It doesn't have Hawat Hor. However, later in the culture, you see the Horus and the Sharek, right? So you see more of the Falcon and the Sharek uh, in, the, in the motifs. N Nubia had the white crown. Nakata had the red crown. The king in the dynastic, he's wearing both crowns, the red crown and the white crown, right? Um, the, so writing comes out of the communication between both of these groups um, as they are communicating with each other. So I just wanted to tease that out and see what differences do you have in what I am, uh, what I'm saying. I don't think you're saying anything different because the Nakata and the Nubian A group were pastoralist groups and Bop was a pastoralist cattle god. Even when you look at Narma, he had a, the, the oxtail that he would show, you gotta look at that Narma's palette really slickly because it's a struggle between farmers and pastoralists, believe it or not. The Fayyim population in the Northern Delta of Egypt were not the same population that was in Luxor or Thaten where Narma was born. Narma was developing Thaten. And we know below Luxor, you have Aswan. Aswan is not Nubia, it's a territory of Egypt, but a lot of modern Sudanese immigrants live there, but it's still a territory of Egypt. But what I'm saying is, is that we know that Egypt expanded its borders in some layers of, of Sudan, Jabal Bakr in different areas. But before that, uh, these were pastoralist cults. And the Fayyim population in the north, Fayyim A, Fayyim B, Fayyim C, were a lot of those, were a lot of those farmers. There was an issue. And in Nakata 3 is when you start to find Mesopotamian-like symbolism, but you have to be careful with Nama's palette because I said it. There's a disrespect to Mesopotamia on there. And people don't pay attention to it. It's it like is. ancient graffiti. There's a, it's a picture. If you look at Nama's palette with two African men with afros with ropes yeah. around the cephalopod's neck or the jasper cylinder. And after that, when you, when Tawi or Kim, what we label as Kemet Tawi or Semi Tawi unification of lands was unified, you don't really see a lot of the Mesopotamian art anymore for some reason. And you only see it in the third half of the Nakata period. In the second half of the Nakata period, there's something going on. In recent things, you also find the oldest name for Scorpion King was found in Sudan. People don't talk about that. The oldest monarch was found in Sudan. So it's a lot of things that's being denounced. All right, so when we're on these boards, here's the thing uh, on these boards, because 
I mean, I consider myself a, 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 a independent researcher and an expert student, right? I'm an expert student. Um, I talked to enough people, I've done enough work. I've, uh, I've done an enormous literature review, right? I've read, I've, and I go to libraries and I go to museums, right? I don't Google everything. Google helps when you need to identify something because you can't read all the books, you can't call all the books. But what you can do is you can find out where the book is. And then if you can't get the stuff um, on, on a PDF, which you can't, you go to the library. And I've seen hundreds of books on, on Nile Valley Civilization. So I'm trying to tease out from you. Um, we have these hard lines that we draw. For example, the Nurma palette. So King Sosa is here. He's gonna, uh, so they try to laugh me off the, uh, the board last uh, last night but they lost with uh when i saw a car came on with me right now the the i said that the representation of those four staff bearers on the normal palette right were dwarves right and they laughed me off they said well uh they're just uh the king is bigger uh Ted and Shashu is, is the next size. And then there's these four guys and they're small, but they're carrying these staffs. Okay, but, but what the people don't know because they don't know African culture is that this is a procession. And in that procession, these are, sta these are standard bearers and they're dancing. And in Egypt lore, uh, in the lore of that time, the, the sacred people that would lead the processions would be the dwarves. And, uh, you know, there's type two types of dwarves. There's the ones who have a disease, and then there is the Central Africans. Nonetheless, short people, hunchback people uh, were sacred. And this is a ritual palette meaning it's magical. It's marking, a, uh, it's marking an event, but not everything in that event is real, right? Not, not everything in that, that, those natures and stuff like that. Yeah, they're on staffs, but none of that is real. It's marking a, a, a festival, an event, right? And there's lots of other things, symbology, like the heads between the legs, the chopped off heads. That's how people buried, uh, a lot of times, if you look at the cattle burial, burials, uh, you would see cattle buried between the legs of people, right? So these are ceremonial burials of, of, of people. Um, so what is your take? What is your take on dwarves and pygmies in the, in the context of uh, the work that you do? Meaning, well, I, I, I do know that Beth comes in in the middle dynasty as a deity that's been venerated. He could have been around earlier than that. Um, we do know that he could have been imported through, through Punt, Punt, and according to the data that they have now, was around Eritrea, uh, you know, Somalia, Eritrea, but really Eritrea at the time. Right, and correct. He was imported into the 18th and the middle in the middle dynasty phase, but he could have been around much longer. But we do know that. Because something comes through Sudan, I mean, it's from Sudan, because we know that the Egyptians had a network 
with populations in Chad, through the Siwaoasis, through Chad. And a lot of things were imported where the Sudanese had a network with populations through Chad, which had a network with po- and the people in Chad had a population or a network with people in Cameroon. So th- some things can be imported through Sudan, but it doesn't mean it's from there. Now, far as pygmies in the ancient times, I don't know nothing about that part. That's your work, brother. Like you said, everybody got their lane. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know. I do know that in ancient times in the early Middle Eastern world, in ancient African world, that you have a lot of symbolism on a Tassili cave art where man or the ruler is depicted as being large and the other population of being small. You also find it in Syria and Acadia and different things. But again, you read the glyphs and I think that you may have more detail into what is really going on in that area. So for me, I know about the pygmies or dwarf-like symbols coming from in the middle in the middle in the middle phase of Egypt in earlier China. I also want to say this to Pep. I'm not not to get off the subject, uh, Brother Reggie. Yeah. Uh, he talked about this Middle Eastern Libertine thing. And again, people don't understand the Middle Eastern Libertines, especially in the late before the late Neolithic and the Tupians, were nothing like the Calcolithic culture. So even if Egyptians did have a Libertine element, they were not the same as the Calcolithic culture. And to be honest with you, those early Libertines had a North African element as well. Again, I'm trying to give North Africans the respect that they have for themselves instead of looking to people in the fucking in the Middle East. I'm not trying to be funny. Give credit to yourself regardless of what you mix with. It doesn't matter if you're mixed, you're African. And a lot of those people that you guys keep claiming, these Libertine people, especially the Natufians, had a, a North African element to them and it was shared. They were totally different than the Catholic Libertines that came in genetically. It was a whole population turnover. So yes, you do have an ancient late Neolithic Libertine element in early pre-dynastic Egypt, but guess what? It had a North African element in it. You can, you can look at the, the genetics. The Levant was part of, a part of North African territory. And let, let's be honest, this place we call Israel sits on two plate tectonics. Africa and Arabian plate tectonic. It's a transcontinental country. <laughs> so the Natufian major elements come out of North Africa anyway, before they mix with basal Eurasians and the 10, and the 10% hunter-gathering population that came from those Anatolian farmers who, or who became Anatolian farmers later. And in, in that time, it was much more smaller then an increase that came in in the Calcolithic culture. So yeah, even if you got some late Neolithic elements, understand that the early Libertine component is also partially pigeonholed to ancient North Africa. So it's still North African. Give yourself some credit, bro. Get the Near Eastern motherfuckers out your head, yo. For real. Can I see something? Do you, do you hear me, Sue? Yes, we hear you. Do you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Even even those North Africans that contributed to the Natufians themselves have a, a Western Eurasian component. We understand this. Even the Anatolian farmers they, themselves are Eurasian. Anatol, Anatolian farmers themselves are a mixture of multiple people. They also had uh, Hey Mike, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the African <laughs> element, the African element that was in the two African element. No, no, listen. African Aki, element. Aki, listen. You can look the data up. You can look the data up yourself. They had an African element. Listen, bro. group E. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, bro. It's like it's like you hate it. I don't care what you say, bro. There was a North African they, element. They said, there, there was, just bro, 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 just bro listen. Let me, let me finish what I'm trying to tell you. Bro, listen. The Natufians come from EZA27 mutation before EM123. EZA27 is only found in North Africa, bro. The Iberomerusians, who you can descend from partially, had EM78, 
The EM78 in that area is much older than the late downstream mutations that they found in the Natufians. They only sequence, bro, listen, they only sequence six Natufians. The pre-Pineolithic B culture is distinct from them. What I'm trying to say is that the Natufians were partially North African. And they were 6.8% because those North Africans had 6.8% omotic DNA that, that drifted okay. up there. It's African, bro. So listen, let me get to the let me get to the Anatolian farmers. Yes, the Anatolian just, just farmers, me. bro. Let me just say this: the ten percent of the Anatolian farmers that was only in the Natufians, and sixty-three percent was 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 Arab, like from the from the basal Eurasian component, a larger chunk, and it was North African, like twenty-seven percent and six point eight percent Omotic, like the limit. The, the Natu, I mean, um, the, the Anatolian farmers were farly distinct. From the Natufians, but they all mingled and mixed. That Middle Eastern area is a mixed-up world, bro. And when those Chalcolithic yes. people come in, and the Chalcolithic <sighs> Near Easterns come in from Iran and the pre-Armenian areas near the Caucasus, they call the, they, they they totally it's a whole population turnover where each of completely can decreased. They, can and they take can over. Go ahead. I, I am not saying anything that you don't see. Or what I say, you are saying. I told you the early North Africans that contributed to the themselves have oh, okay. a component of back migration. Is it true or not true? Did, did the Iberomerigians... They had a... Yes, I'm going to tell yes. you what happened, though. Yes, the back migration happened around... There are a big migration that mixed me with population oh, that yes, already yes. But, 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 That's but, what but, they say. But, but, Mike, you have, to, Mike you have to, Mike, you have to understand those numbers. Those numbers differ based off who's talking. I can give you other articles outside of the article that you yes, brought yes. up. So what I'm, what, what, listen to what I'm saying. The design of people that you speak of that brought in mighty DNA, you six mm -hmm. and you five. Yeah. Those people were yeah. those people were dark skinned and tall, and they mixed with the Aterian people that was still there. They look totally different. Let me finish. I'm almost finished. They look totally different then your Anatolian component that you have highly, because you're mixed with both of them. And what I'm saying is, is that a lot of your morphology, even, let me know, I'm almost done. Even, even, even before mixing, even before mixing, you have parallel evolution. Because you guys have been breeding with people for so long, you guys also developed a lot of late phenotypical traits morphologically that's developed later in time in your genetics. Your genetics is much older than what you look like morphologically speaking. That's what I'm trying to do. You have a understand everything. I understand that. Yes, I am agree with that. The Iberomersion themselves, like you said, was a chromogram type population, but the people that they came after them, you start to see that Caucasus was morphology showing black yes, different the, than the Iberomersions. Yes, but the Caucasus You were a pre-Mediterranean pre right. Mediterranean. So, so let me ask you this, Aki. So the Caucasus morphology And we just see it Anatolian? When you see Anatolian farmers, the Anatolian farmers are part Western uh, European hunter-gatherers. Western European hunter-gatherers themselves was dark-skinned. So more than likely, the, 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 the hunter-gatherers in Anatolia already was dark before so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Mike, is my wife Caucasoid? Yes. Is she Caucasoid? Am I Caucasoid? I'm Pulani. Yes. She, she's yes, Somali. She Oh, okay. she, she but she's still considered black. Let me show you a picture of my grandmother. Who's from there? 
Mä mata, mata. Is she Kakazoi? My nana? Yeah, she, she's a Fulani lady, so. But we're still black. So I'm just trying to figure that we're still yeah, labeled as black. But uh, I'm going to say something. The people that you say in North Africa is not 1,000 years old because I don't exist or entered North Africa 7,000 years and in the, in the Maghrib, 5,000 years or 5,500 well, years. Well, you, got, you, so, guys develop, you guys develop your Afro-Asiatic from the Capsian groups, and the Capsian groups are already related to that. Yeah, the Capsian, the Capsian themselves, the Capsian themselves had, uh, had a straight hair and it was dark. Yeah, so we're, not talk, we're, not talking about, we're not talking about hair, but we're just talking about... You start to see that, you start to see that development. And then the Capsians, Morpho uh, even the the carrier or the morphology we're not, of the we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not we're not talking we're not talking about the, the capsian group I'm not, I'm not capsian. no i'm not arguing with you either Aki, but we're we're trying to say that a lot of these caucasoids some of them are brass out in earlier times they look different in the neo yes. the neo caucasoids so what i'm trying to say is that it doesn't matter about they, they were they were different i'll give you i'll give you an example i'm gonna give you an example Aki. Early population that come to North Africa were U6 and M1. M1 was there much earlier than U6. And then they got basal N. We know that N gave rise to R, and R developed in the Arabian Peninsula and gave rise to U somewhere. Before the Dizana area, U developed somewhere. And guess, and guess what group of people carry basal U? Still, the Vita people in, Ser in, Ser in Sri Lanka. And what I'm trying to say is, is that those early Caucasians who came back were more robust and darker, and they mixed with those Aterian groups. And they look totally different. When the when the Bronze Age Caucasoids or the late Neo Caucasoid comes in, they look more similar to a lot of the population that we see consistently there now. But what I'm saying is that even Eurasians wasn't the same because a lot of you have mtDNA. I, you, I am not you, saying that you. you, 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 no, you got, no, you got, not you, the you, same. A Chinese is not an Indian. But, what, but, but I'm trying to give you. A Chinese is not a Russian. I'm trying to I'm trying to give you the history of something right quick. I understand. So you got you got M1 up there and basal N, which splits from L3K, right? And you got M and N, and then you got R, and you got U U. The chat the, the people that come in that's coming from those farmers that you talk about of is MTDNA H. They absent of you and they have some X's and they and they have X's. They're totally different. What I'm saying is that Eurasia is also diverse. That's what I'm just, I'm just yes, yes, yeah. I am with you. I am with you. you are, the Berum region had a North African component, like ancestral North Africa, and uh, a Western Eurasian component, like you said, the Zuna line. I understand they didn't look like any modern population. They were a Cro-Magnon type. We understand all this. We are just talking, we are building. And when you said that, one thing that I, I disagree with you is that the Iberomorosian were part of Europe. The Iberomorosian was a population that contributed to the Iberomorosian in the Europe. Yes. That, that made the Yeah, the Yoruba and the Bantus got it from the Kifians, and the Kifians were related yes. to the Iberomorosian. Because they, they, they lacked the Iberomorosians, that's what I asked you. Because I, yes. I have this question a lot. That, that, that they found in the Europe was it there in North Africa? Because Jebel El Hood, yes, he said that Jebel El Hood is yes, amazing. Yes, you're, you're correct. Yes, yes, that, that. I, I want to know 
if this dead ghost population stayed there or was pushed out, or this is, I'm searching up this, but I still didn't have a lot of information. Yes. Because the Ibrahim lacked, lacked that ghost population. The ancestral North African pushed them, or the Ethereum pushed them, or I don't know, because probably they didn't mix with them. Yes, 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 they, yes. And they had a distinct look. I actually got a, um, a reconstruction of Ibero Maruzin. We wrote Chris Stringer and um, David Reach from Max Planck Institute. And I'm going to show you what they uh, would look like with, when they, before they, we know when they mix with those earlier Eurasians. Uh, even before they leave out in EZA27 form, there has been a genetic continuity of uh, exchange with populations that were uh, Middle Eastern like and ancient North African like for a long time. But those Anatolian farmers that came in. Were, were, were much more distinct from the earlier populations or early inhabitants. You get what I'm trying to say? Hey, but, hey, but listen, listen, I hate to end I hate to end on an off-key note. Hey, but it's getting kind of late. And I'm getting a little woozy, guys. So uh I want to thank everybody for coming through, man. Mike goes, we can pick this up another time. Because y'all brothers can go at it for a minute. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, man, man. But uh, any last words, guys? All right, nobody. All right, man. Peace, peace, man. Thank everybody for coming through, man.